0: Hey guys, it is a brand new podcast, and for all you guys who say that I keep saying that it's a brand new podcast, yeah, that's the way I feel about it. I feel like it's a brand new podcast, so that's why I say it. It's a brand new podcast. It's a brand new podcast. It is a glorious day in my life. I am very, very happy. Leanne, do you want to grab that mic and be a part of my intro? I'm in the man cave. I'm having a celebratory cigar because this afternoon I just did Conan.
1: Yes, you did.
0: Thanks for affirming that, Leanne. I was unsure. It was great. Yeah, uh, it was fantastic. It was a blast. It was uh, a career highlight. I wrote that. I put it on all my social medias um, where I filmed the intro, and and it was. Um, for those of you who don't know, Conan was is has been one of my guilty pleasures for a very very long time. Um, I would I discovered the joy of Conan's show with Norm Macdonald, maybe the best interview ever done was have you ever seen it no norm mcdonald and courtney thorne smith and uh i guess in norm's interview he made fun of carrot top and courtney thorne smith came on and she was promoting a movie called chairman of the board and norm didn't say anything the whole interview and then conan goes what are you gonna say about that huh norm how are you gonna make a joke about that and he goes how do you spell it chairman of the b-o-r-e-d
1: oh god
0: yeah leanne's not good when you run jokes by her because sometimes she just goes yeah um but yeah that was one of the funniest things i've ever seen um and and all of norm's conan appearances have been amazing and then adversely i got i got i became obsessed with conan and and at the same time it was right i think Probably right when Bill Burr started doing Conan. Have you ever seen Bill Burr's Conan's appearances? No. Oh, they're amazing. They're amazing. And so,
1: well, what makes
2: them amazing? What makes their appearances on Conan any different than anywhere else?
0: Um, I I can't say that that Bill's uh, panel appearance. I, I I think Conan's a little more apt to let you do panel panels when you sit on the couch. Um, but then and then you get guys like Gary Goldman who go old school and go no no no. I'm really good at stand-up. I want to do stand-up Or Jay Larson. You ever see Jay Larson's Conan appearance? No. Jay, L- Jay Larson's Conan appearance is, I, I would say, probably the best stand-up set. One of the best stand-up sets I've seen on a night. on a, Him and Gary Goldman. You've seen Gary Goldman's. I played it for Dad. Dad and I listened to it in the car, and Dad was fucking howling laughing. Dad, Gary did one about the uh, abbreviations of the States.
1: Yes, I've heard that. It's it, really funny. Oh, it's
0: a fucking amazing and jaded one about getting. Someone called his phone and it was, and they said it was the wrong number, and then he became a part of their thing. I'm sure I played that for you. I think so. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, uh, Cameron Esposito's it was is like one of the like Conan. Just it's just the people that work there have allowed really great talent to do exactly what they do.
1: Well, that's a great compliment.
0: And um, and I. And I will say that, um, I don't think that my appearance compares in at all to any of the ones I've just mentioned, but I will definitely say that in my little career that I have, it's top, of the, it's top of the block for me. Like I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And, uh, and I, you know, if JP's listening and if anyone over at Conan's listening, thank you. Um, but it was great. It was great. You know, it's like you have a weird connection with those guys a long time ago, Conan, uh, and Andy Richter were staying at the Universal Sheridan when I was where I was living when I was working with Will Smith. And I saw them. They were shooting in L.A. for a week. This is, I think, when they must have been based out of New York. And these, I'm talking, dimes were following them around. And you could see that they were like, they followed them into the hotel. They followed them to the bar. The bar was in the middle at the Universal Sheraton at the time. And I was sitting at the bar, and I was watching them, thinking maybe I'll bump into Conan. And then these... Girls tried to get into the elevator with him, and they were going up to their room. And Conan, he must have said something so weird, like "Hey, guy, hey, ladies, look, it's Mike Tyson." And they turned around, and the elevator door shut. And before they could, uh, before the girls could stop, he goes, "See you later, Goyle's."
1: Oh <laughs> it was, my god! There
0: was just I don't know. So it's been a it's a person that I've been a big fan of for a long time. I got to do his TV show, so that's four minutes of a fucking. Celebr- celebration of a moment. Yeah. Um, you deserve it. But thank you. Thank you everyone that watched it. I will be posting. Um, in short, I told the machine story. Um, that story has gotten a second life uh, breathed into it from the internet, from my special. Um, for all of you who watched my special, thank you. And I, all I ask is, you know, I keep posting the machine story on on on, on social media. That's part of this business. So... When I do, just share it again. I, it really means a lot that I, that I post it on Facebook or Twitter and that you guys share it like 159 times. You fucking retweet it. It really does mean a lot. I am doing dates in London. Everyone in London. I have not uh, locked down a place. We have a couple places we're looking at. The question is, I just don't know how many tickets I'm going to sell. And I don't... Oh, by the way, there's the keys to the fucking gate. Yeah, I gate. know. I took them out of okay. the gate. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Um, man. Sorry. Uh, I am in Buffalo this weekend. I I I, th- I would, I would beg to say those shows are probably going to be sold out. So get your tickets right away. Uh, Lexington next week. You can probably get tickets for those shows. <laughs> I can't imagine I'm selling out in Lexington, comedy off Broadway. But uh, but I'll be there. And then Parlor Live. And then I'm going to London, San Antonio. Uh, I'm going to do more Texas dates. We're switching around some dates. I think we're going to do. I don't know. We're switching around some dates. So we're not locked into this machinist tour. Machine machinist tour. What do you think I should call it? I like the machinist. Nah, machine. I like the machinist. Well, the machine only because people have just heard the story for the first time. There are literally 20 million people that have just heard the story for the first time. So I feel like stay with the branding. Keep going. Yeah, the machine. But all the people that matter to me. Are these people that listen to the podcast and they all listen to Rogan they've and they were there. And they've heard they're a little bit, a little so bit. They're last like, week's news. they're a little bit like Bert. We've been with you for a long time.
1: What do you
2: think that all your fans
0: call um, it? The Mickey Mantle Gene tour. Call it the machinist tour. Call it that long strand DNA tour. Yeah, the shit that's brand new to us is what we enjoy. I'm a fan of podcasts just like you are. But you gotta remember we are, we are, we are, by the way, we're a significant number these days, but we are loyal, we are diehard, we will go see our the guys we love, no matter what. If Joey Diaz ever gets into Canada, people will, with fucking felonies will break into Canada just to go see Joey Diaz in Canada. Alright, this is a long fucking intro, and this is a long podcast, because it's a great fucking podcast. Uh, stop what you're doing right now, and download the Laughable app. The Laughable app is is an app that I'm associated with, Ari Shafir is associated with, and Greg Fitzsimmons is associated with. We're also reaching out to some other guys to be associated with it. Uh, It is a very great app, and this is why I'll tell you this. It's a podcasting app, so you download it, and... uh, you type in your guy. Let's just say Joey Diaz. We all love Joey on podcasts. Immediately, it's going to show you the church of what's happening in right now, uh, the church of what's happening now, in the top of his list. But then it will show you every podcast he's ever been on. Let's do Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn, Owen Benjamin, Shane Moss, guys that are great fucking podcast guests. You, It'll show you their podcast, and you can find all the episodes they've done, but then it'll show you all the other ones they've done. That's what makes this app so great is it aggregates all the good shit you like for you. I am not talking about this podcast app for any other reason than I like what they do. They pitched it to me, and I liked it. And and I've hung out with them, and they're making changes to accommodate what, what we as podcast fans don't like. And so if you have a note, hit them up on Twitter. Tell them, hey, man, make that shit for the Android. I'm losing my wife. You're falling asleep, aren't you?
2: No, 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 I'm listening.
0: And so... Check out Laughable. Uh, go to go to the app store, type, download at Laughable, and you're going to fucking dig it. And then just put download your podcast from there. Um, who That's gives a, really cool. It's a really great app. I'm, I'm being dead serious when I say this. Um, hopefully we can get something out of uh, Dollar Shave Club coming up soon because tomorrow I'm shaving clean. Yeah. And then doing Kelsey Cook's podcast or web series where comedians put makeup on comedians, but I'm bringing my daughters. And I think my daughters are going to put makeup on me and her. And try to make us look like celebrities. Ooh la la. Yeah. Um, my wife is definitely falling asleep. Why? I can see it. I know when you do this. You just do this thing where you're like...
1: I did not.
0: Just disinterested.
2: No, I'm not disinterested.
0: Um, so, yeah. So, that's it. Um. Always check out All Things Comedy. This is a real joy, this podcast, for me. Because, as you know, I've talked about these guys on probably my last three podcasts. Um... I don't, I don't know what to um i, I don't know what to I, I look i've brought them up a number of times on my podcast um recently i'm stuttering right now uh dave anthony is uh one of the uh people at all things comedy which is me al bill ari tommy buns it's all our podcasts all our i'm just saying the guys i can think of but dave anthony is one of the guys he's one of the heads of the company uh and he's a fantastic guy. He's uh, written on Marin. He's good friend with Marin. He's just a fantastic podcaster. He's been in this game for a long time. He's had the game. He had the podcast "Walking the Room" with Greg Barrett, who's fantastic. And We talk about Greg on this podcast. Um, and Gareth Reynolds is his partner in this podcast. Gareth Reynolds was on Travel Channel for a second. And so I had a connection with their – both of them have all, also worked with Sam Tripley on The Naughty Show. I do this backup information for those of you who don't know. And you go, Bert, remember to explain who they are before sometimes you just get into the podcast. We don't know who the fuck we're talking to. Well, it, it's also – the it's incumbent on you to, like, Google these people, but this is who it is. Gareth Reynolds, Dave Anthony, Anthony, they have a podcast called The Dollop. The Dollop is fucking fantastic. And I was late to the game. I saw it on the top of the charts every week. And then one day I went – I gotta check this out. And I ran into Dave at an all things comedy meeting and we got one tomorrow night and we'll be there. I'll see Dave tomorrow night. So hit up Dave and let him know the machine sent you and that you love this podcast. This is the podcast Dave recommended to me. It's called The Rube. It is so fucking good. What Dave does is he describes historical events to Gareth, who is completely oblivious of anything historical, and Gareth shits on it, destroys it, takes it apart, questions it, Dave explains it, Dave shits on it, Dave tears it apart. They both commiserate on it, and it is so fucking funny. It's called The Dollop, the D-O-L-L-O-P. It's with Gareth Reynolds and Dave Anthony, and they are my guests. I hope you enjoy their podcast as much as you enjoy this one, because this one, my friends, is fucking seamless. You are going to Come in your pants. It is that good of a podcast. What are you shaking your head at, Leanne? Never come in your pants?
1: No, not recently.
0: Well, wait till you hear this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, birdcast two, Dave Anthony, Gareth Reynolds, the dollop in the man cave.
1: This is BirdCast.
0: Hello? Are you serious? Yeah, this is so here, grab, grab that. Um, really?
3: Yeah. Hilarious.
0: Everyone, talk real quick. Hi. Perfect. Yes. Hello. Perfect. Dancing. I did, I did uh, a podcast with um, uh, Tom Papa today, and I I was like, he was using an H H4, four H four N yeah <laughs> to do it, and yeah. he didn't have enough mics, so they were going <laughs> to share one. I go, like, oh, we'll put in the H six. I just pulled my rig out and I start rigging his shit. And I think I didn't record audio on one mic. <laughs> <laughs> I come in arrogant as fuck. Yeah, I yeah. totally fucked up. <laughs> and I was he was like, email that to me when you get a chance. I was like, sure. Sure.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> get
0: that right to you. Yeah, I had I also
2: had. I'm dying.
0: I should point out that I'm actually dying. So <laughs> I did uh I did one with Segura in the car and uh today and yesterday and i listened to one of the tracks and i was like and there was no audio from sakura oh fuck and i was like mother fucker and then i went and i had i had apparently i had stopped in the middle of it and started recording again on accident and then picked up audio from him i really wish i really wish i had someone to do you guys do yours by yourself Yeah. yeah just totally by yourself yeah yeah do you even put in do you even put in headsets or anything
3: Sometimes yeah. the start, yeah, yeah, not I, not as much as I
1: should. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I've been
0: promoting your podcast on my podcast. I know, yeah, Thank you, weeks. much I did it again to when I posted today. I talked about it. Thank you. It was uh, it's such a great podcast. Oh, thanks, yeah. it really is. The the Rube, Fun. I was like, I
3: mean, he's my favorite character of all in the history of the world.
0: He might be the best. You know, I ended up getting into a spiral about him. <laughs> <laughs> i i'm obsessed yeah yeah he's like crazy so wait wait real quick so if anyone doesn't know uh what is so the name of your podcast is the dollop but the the store and and you basically tell a historical fact to gareth or a a historical story yeah and then you and you and it's just such a great fucking podcast but real quick who is the (laughs) rube if you could like pitch it
3: Okay, so the Rube was Ironically a guy, pitch it, David Ironically pitch it <laughs> So the Rube was a guy who uh, played baseball around 1900 Pitcher and, uh, He's a pitcher uh, Maybe the best pitcher at the time But he pitched against Cy Young uh, <laughs> And he was dumb as a fucking box of rocks
0: That's an understatement <laughs> That's a fucking like, and I, I, it, I'm, This is not going to do it justice You have to listen to this podcast That is a fucking understatement <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, not only dumb, but like insane. Like too. insanely dumb. And a, a great combination alcoholic.
0: always. Raging alcoholic. A raging, raging alcoholic. Dumb,
2: <laughs> uh, Obsessed t-
0: with fire trucks. Obsessed
2: with fire
3: trucks. Yeah, he would run off the mound and chase them in the middle of games. If he heard
2: a fire truck, he would leave the mound and chase it. Like yeah. if you had a Dalmatian on your team. Yeah. And if
3: people if people realized he was stupid and they would hold up like puppies in the stands and he would run over to
0: them. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
3: He's just a, he like, disappears you, you, one time and no one knows where he is and they find a wrestling alligators in Florida. Yeah.
0: Like. By the way, I felt such a connection to this guy. <laughs> I was like <laughs> In the early 19th turn of the century, you could, that could have been me. Yeah, yeah. Hardcore. To this day, you could almost probably simplify me in terms like that. Yeah,
2: Van Buren Wilder. Good
0: God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is it and that and that just and the podcast is you for like an hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes, telling the story. Yeah. And Gareth hearing it, commenting on it, and you guys and I've thinking. never heard it. I, like so, he just prepares the story, and I don't know what it's going to be. And we did, we did a thing at All Things Comedy, and I was like, and I noticed your podcast is like. All, top 5 podcasts in the in the in the world i think always not not now it was for a little while what was that what was like i was like we got a like, I got up there, too, and I was like, why? Why did that just happen? Well, that's what's so <laughs>
2: strange is, like, actually knowing the metrics of it is such a bizarre, nebulous thing in a way. Yeah. Like, because there's some days where you're, I mean, there's, you know, you could, like, you could brag at any time. Like, I have the number one podcast today, but, like, that's, <laughs> or with albums. People are like, I have the number one album, but it's like you have, at that moment, you're selling the most, but, yeah. you know, so. It was so. very
3: weird we were the number one podcast in the country. That was yeah. Like, for, of all podcasts,
2: I was like, what's happening? Well, because then they give you a silver record to put on the wall. Oh, I don't know, God. and it is <laughs>
0: I would love you I ties bet,
2: the studio together. I bet or,
3: you got a big bump when you went on Rogan.
0: Uh, yeah, we were. I that was, was a great episode. I, those man, it was the best podcast well, ever Well, that done.
2: podcast is so, uh, I mean, it's just so interesting. Like, it's
0: always so interesting. You know what? I I I was I. If you said to me how many times you've done Rogan, I'd probably say five. Mm-hmm. It turns out I've done it like twenty times. Really? I no. Recollection of them though, because you go in, Joe, and they're like, whenever I'm there, Joe's always in like a giddy mood. It's not like scientist mood. Yeah. So he's like, let's get high, let's get drunk, let's get fucked up, let's right. giggle. I mean, we did one that was five hours long one day. Holy and it shit. Did, and I didn't piss once, and I didn't. <laughs> and then when we got done, we were like, you want to play pool for an hour? Like, it was. <laughs> and you both pissed your pants? The, oh, dude. <laughs> the, two, I did, the ones I did with Segura, those last two ones were like, Probably the best thing I've ever been a part of. Really? Because well, uh, the, the of the, of the, the competition.
2: You, your competition with him is so oh.
0: engaging. <laughs> we had... Uh, it's... You know, some kid came up to me the other day, and he was like, uh, he was like it's really cool that you guys are really friends. I go, it's... It's so, just, it's, I mean like yeah. we're all friends like we all hang out like everyone knows each other but he's like no I, I'm like blown away is this part of your bit that you guys are you guys really friends or is this what like was a, was I go, it's so hard to believe I go that's why podcasting is fucking good because it's not produced it's not can I tell you a little sidebar to this story yeah do you I first heard of you probably seven years ago I was we have this weird connection I walked in to Travel Channel yeah and Fred Fred uh, Gra- uh, Graver Fred Graver was like uh by the way he starts the conversation off with uh we just found the funniest comedians in the business. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> well Awesome Fred. Thank you so yeah, much.
2: Yeah. You're too sweet, Fred. I'm glad uh, you're aboard. Uh, yeah, yeah, really
0: awesome. <laughs> Who See that it? poster behind you? And uh, and it was Mancations. <laughs> yeah. And I remember watching that and going, God damn it, that's the show I want to do. Yeah. Instead, I'm riding roller coasters. Well. It was such a great fucking show. Yeah. We were caught in a very
2: uh, – that's a show that I did with uh, my buddy Evan Mann, and it was um, insane to do. Like, as I'm sure you know, like, you yeah. know, just traveling, like, and doing these, having these experiences and just sort of getting like the cliff notes of it and going yeah. and doing all this crazy shit. But we like went to space camp, we went to ninja camp, we did a Civil War reenactment, we did this whole season of the show. And then as it would be, and, and throughout that process, we're being sort of told what you heard about us, about you. It was like, you know, this is the model. Like, we would get, you know, episodes of your show. You realize they hated my show. <laughs> but 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 okay but okay so they we had hated but my show. but you but your show was on for a while they loved our show but they, then right when we were putting the finishing touches on it well what they did uh, was they aired some of they aired two in a night. The night of the NBA playoffs, and and they left an hour in between about a sandcastle show. But, so they aired two by new way, episodes.
0: By the, way, by the way, I worked with those sandcastle people. Yeah. I had to do I did an integration with them, and we met the sandcastle people.
3: Are the people I mean, who built, the people who make giant sandcastles. Can I yeah.
0: tell you? Yeah. I would argue maybe possibly the most boring thing in the no. world is watching someone make a sandcastle. What, are you it fucking really, kidding
1: me?
3: It was that like, sounds awesome. Just a guy putting sand in his shapes. Yeah. How's that it, not on every yeah, right. channel. It, now that I hear a fact, I'm doing. It, I'm trying actually, to. I'm yeah. pitching what <laughs> about Guys who make dirt uh, castles. Oh, yeah, dirt builders. Yeah, dirt builders. That's going to be amazing.
2: And I like that it's two hours long. (laughs) I Uh, think it has to be. It's in real time. I think it has to be. It's (laughs) (laughs) real-time dirt building. An 18-hour
0: real-time marathon of dirt builders. (laughs) Let me tell you something. If they didn't incorporate (laughs) the function of time-lapse into... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, no. oh, I mean, it's already garbage. It was. such a <laughs>
2: What we,
3: happens at the end of it? What do you mean? Well
0: you, oh. you see the sandcastle? Come on, it. it's a <laughs> reveal.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's hard to do the teaser coming up. Well,
0: you got to see it, obviously. It was. Uh, can I, but I, can I tell you, we did it. We did an integration with them where they, I did one of my shows oh, and I worked the sandcastle, and it was so much fun. It was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I was, I, like,
0: bet. I was like, "This is one of the funnest things I've ever done." They taught us how to make a real sandcastle, and I was like, "Oh, this is in my head." I was like, "This is functional information." I'm going to blow my kids away. Yeah, yeah. It was actually really fun. Um, but yeah, that, I, that, but I, as, I remember as that a, time. as a as a as an experience to watch is. Uh, I remember that. time. There's only so much you could do so vividly.
2: Yeah. Well, then, so they did that, and then they were like, "We're going to put it back on in the fall." And then the Wait, fall Two came...
0: episodes,
3: and then how long? In, how, long how long? Months. Months. So two episodes, not even back to back. Sandcastle in between. It's Sand like, like a any... sandwich. Yes. And then months. And then like, let's You know
2: what? This needs. This needs. This is so hot that we need to take a break it's, for months. It's a programming style not enough networks are
0: embracing. Right. I'll tell you right. The air two leave six months. Air none. <laughs> it's oh, it's beautiful. Oh, I've I've uh, I, could, I can I can. I've had so many shows on that network, I can up that and say, we did one where they aired it, didn't like the number, so they started airing it at 7 a.m. on Saturdays. Oh,
1: my <laughs> But
2: mine never aired. That's the best they time never slot. They yet? never fully aired it. They aired those two, and then the rest never aired. Well, so they literally shot a season what? of the show, and then they were like, no, like, uh, it's a like home movie. What's the fucking point of that? You have it made, throw it up. They could trying to explain this to my English mother.
0: She your was mom, like, your what? Mom, your mom's from England? Yeah. Oh, and yeah.
2: it's just, I was like, but it's you not know, airing. What, but, you, you but you've made know. it. I was like, look, Hollywood's got a big dick and sometimes it puts it in you. You know yeah. what
3: happened? Huh. I bet the Sandcastle people complained. I they bet did. all, the, all the, the fans of Sandcastling <laughs> were like, what is this shit? Don't even get The Sand Club.
0: If, that is, Are there people? No, but that was a tool. And this time in television, that was a tool to get your show back on the air is go onto your Facebook page yeah. and oh, start a sh- protest, and there really? would be... That didn't I, work. It, I, it didn't happen to my show, but it, I remember it happened to someone's show right. where it got canceled. Not mine. And then they all fought for it, and they're like, fuck it, we'll bring it back.
2: Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, Angel had that, or yeah. some show like that.
0: Yeah, but they, that where fans of,
2: were so rabid. They were at CBS, and CBS was like, fuck it, let's do it. All right, just well, shoot. hard to
0: park. I can tell you all the behind-the-scenes about your show. If you're oh, mean, like, yes. I you know everything. Yes. Because I was I, I was... Lovely. So, at the time, Adam and I had the t- Adam uh, Richmond and I had uh-huh. the two highest rated shows on the network. Yep. And they were not a fan of mine, um, and they didn't like my digital footprint. They were like, "Your digital footprint what leaves something to be d- desired." What is that? It's when you Google Bert. The first thing that came up was ass wax. <sighs> Next thing that came up was uh, PCP with Tracy Morgan. Like it was like just everything that Googled me. So they're right. like, they're like, we need to scrub your digital footprint. So they just pulled me off. And I think, in all honesty, I think Fred. <sighs> And Lorene was the president. at the yeah. time. Fred had really great intentions of bringing really talented people on the network and making really cool shows. Everyone that Fred brought in, and I'm not—I mean, I have no. There's not. I can gain nothing from Fred anymore in my life. Yeah. He works at Twitter. Yeah, but and he was a great guy. He did he can not like you me. Tw- he get you a Twitter show? No, he can get definitely get your numbers up on Periscope. Thank you, Fred. Thank you. So, <laughs> verify me, Fred. Yeah. So, but he had really good intentions. But I think he was taking really big swings at a company that that brand wise wasn't ready to make that kind of yeah. stuff. I mean, Steve Rinella and you, yeah. Uh, Steve Rinella now is possibly one of the most recognizable hunters in the world. One of Joe Rogan's best friends. Yeah, really. And yeah, and and uh, and it was it was a really interesting time, it, but. Adam and I had the number one shows, and then you guys came out, and I think they were like, "Comedy doesn't comedy doesn't work for our network." Oh my god, that, that really is. What, I mean, that is basically you know what it felt like because Wait, you, which which
3: network is this? Our Travel, Travel Channel. Channel. Oh, so, I thought, so we okay.
2: we'd done it, and then it's almost like the you know it happens all the time. It really happens in marketing here too, when a brand is like, "We really want to push the limits," and then by the end of the process, it's as vanilla and bullshit as everything yeah. else, yeah. because they get scared, and that is basically you know. Rather than air it ever, they were like, This is not our brand. And we just, you know, they just just don't air it. it, But,
0: you know, and and I'll say that, and I'm certain this is getting to Travel Channel if we're talking about it. But, and I will say, one of the things that I really, that really, I know it bums them out as well. Oh, wow. Were you recording? Sh- uh, no, no. Sean Evans from Hot Ones is calling me. Ooh, we Ooh, got gossip. Can't, Hello, can't take it because I know he <laughs> want to talk about. Um, have you guys on Hot Ones? No. Oh, have you yeah. seen it?
2: Yes. Oh,
3: yeah. I, fucking I haven't
0: love seen it. it. But one of the things that I think that that network does exclusively that I'm not, I've never been, I've never been uh, a victim of. But I do think that it would benefit them to to air a whole season of stuff. And, I, and, and yeah. I'm sure they have a reason they that don't, they don't. They don't. They, do, they, don't, they don't do they it. They it just up, kill it. They put it up if it gets numbers. They stick with it.
3: Well, that's not how it works, especially now. Not now, now, especially yeah. now. But, but but from what I from what I'm hearing is you guys killed comedy on the Travel
2: Channel.
0: Yes. Uh I you. definitely had a part of that. Uh, yeah, of <laughs> I, and I, I, think,
2: I, I think this might be Spartacus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bert- I definitely am the reason they got
0: more serious programming. Yeah. <laughs> but have- they,
2: but they were also like their, like you're saying, like your show and Man vs. Food were like. They would succeed, and yet they were like, "It's not us." Like there is that craving to like define yourself with something that you like too. Yeah.
0: And it's like, just it,
2: go it, with what works and take fucking chances. Yeah, it, take it, chances. It, it's, you know, I,
0: I, and I say this, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate right now, but like, there is, I've taken chances on this podcast, like where I go, this would be a good episode, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't pay off because the fans are like, "Hey man, I don't give a fuck about your wife."
1: Right, <laughs>
0: like oh, well, right. you
3: talk to your wife and they didn't like it.
0: Uh, like no, I, but I know my downloads and yeah. I know, and I know right. that people just didn't tune in. They're like, no, no offense, it's not what Burr, they want like, from you. That's interesting. interesting. When's uh, when's Burr coming on? Yeah, you know that's right. what yeah. I like. When's Ari and Steve Renazizi coming on? Right, and so like, and but they would just air things, and if it didn't like the Sklar brothers had a, a pilot over there, uh huh, and it, they aired an episode, and and I guess I like, and it just didn't rate. And so, and you know, the other thing is the, that that network really succeeds with, you know, fucking, they've already got stuff in the can of like Andrew Zimmern that rates through the roof every oh, yeah. time they put it up. Yeah, I mean, Man vs. Food was getting ratings higher than anything. Yeah, that show on was huge.
2: Yeah,
0: Adam is just, and you know, some of those guys, I'm, I'm not. I don't, sometimes I feel like I'm not set up for that type, that type of television, even yeah. though I did it for so long. But like. Adam is such an amazing fucking host. I swear to God right now, I could call him on the phone and go... Give me your read for Columbus, and he could rattle it off.
1: Yeah, he's, he's a
2: classically known. trained actor, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole the whole thing that he ended up like eating all that. Like, it, I mean, I forget where he went, but he went to like a prestigious place. and went to he Yale? He went to Yale, and he got and he was like a classically trained actor, and then he was like, "Look at that meat inside that motherfucker," you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah,
0: but he, it, and there was. I think he was probably he's. He might be one of the. Like there's we were talking about this earlier with Marin and mm-hmm. Rogan are two of the smartest people I've ever met, been around. Yeah. They say things very cutting, very very intelligent, very uh, insightful. Like n- I always say this about Rogan, anytime I have a conversation with him, every opinion he has, he's thought about for a day. Yeah. Like I don't, uh-huh. I'm, I'm such a fucking dickhead. Oh, I
3: blurt shit out constantly.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. It's my that thing. is very true. Yeah. It's like he I mean he really know like he knows he knows everything. <laughs> Adam Richman knows something about everything and that's yeah. crazy
0: it, one of those and guys really like, i mean we met him briefly but he was super nice i the mean the just a really guy really in nice the dude fucking world yeah. like the sweetest guy but uh but yeah i was i was there for that whole thing yeah what it was a dream they they wanted fred wanted that to succeed so bad i think he was caught between laureen and the company yeah and the company was like you know their the whole their whole message with that network's been information. It's so funny as comics, we're like fuck information. Put interesting up there, but as a fan of watching Travel Channel, yeah. I've always been a fan. The information is what drives our show. Had zero information. Yeah, like it's uh, the thing about your <laughs> podcast that is fascinating. Is like I'm laughing, but when I stop laughing, you come back in with more information than and, another. La- like the information drives your podcast. Yeah, and they always wanted that at the network. Information first. And I was, I'm not that guy. I'm yeah. Very... Well, the
3: information is, that's a fucking whole, like, researching, that's a lot of goddamn work to get, like, proper information and put it into a story, like, especially for, uh, like, a 22-minute show. That's not, that's, yeah. that's tough.
2: Well, but also on the dollop, the amount of things you peel out are just insane.
0: Yeah, that I, is true. I, I, did I, did I for, couldn't do your job. Did, Dave's dude. job is, is,
2: I mean, we when we go on the road, like, I'll, be, I'll just got come got out shows?
0: of my... What you live show? Do live shows? Yeah, yeah. You
3: want? You want? Are you I around love February to do a live 6th?
0: Show. And I'm the most uninformed person in the That's world. That's great. Hey, are I'll compete at you on the podcast. For I that. used to think <laughs> Helen Keller and Anne Frank were the same
2: person. Yeah. If you're
3: if you're around on February 6th, we we're doing a <laughs> live a one. That's a
0: much different experience for Anne Keller. What? What? Uh, <laughs> wait, February 6th? Yeah. Um.
3: Where oh shit! I was supposed to tickets up for sale today. I forgot. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm
0: around February 6th. But, oh. Wait. Oh wait. Uh-oh. I have a, what time?
3: Uh, nine.
0: Yeah, I'm around. Boom. Okay. Let's do it. In. Done. Um, so wait, how did you guys meet? Just clubs. Okay, so
3: he used to do a podcast with Sam Tripoli.
2: I was on uh, Tripoli's podcast, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He so was like the and third the,
1: wheel. The naughty show, second yeah. Second
2: wheel? You third I wheel? joined it late. Like he, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I was definitely like the third. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the third or second wheel, wheel? Spare tire? I don't know. What's the <laughs> automobile? <laughs> what the hell kind of vehicle are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> third wheel, third wheel. I'm what? One of those weird motorbikes with yeah, three wheels. Weird, yeah, okay, I'm motorbike. that. I'm the back one. All right. I'm near the, the side Um But yeah, we met. Uh, we met there, and then um, I would, I would go on
3: there and just to bust sam's balls like i would just sit there and make fun of the podcast while i was on it because he always had like fucking strippers on and shit and i'd be fucking. like it's a podcast why am i looking at this girl's asshole right now because <laughs> fucking
0: brains in the gutter constantly <laughs>
3: literally i'm looking at a girl's asshole like she's bent over spreading her ass and i'm like well it's a
2: podcast but it is like but uh, triple like what i love about sam tripoli and i love i mean i really genuinely love the dude is that he is, he is unapologetic for what he wants. And his yeah. show yeah. was what he wanted. Yeah. It was what he was into. And I enjoyed sitting there going watching Sam experience, you know, what he what he thrived I, in. I
0: still think Sam and Big J Ogerson should tour together. Uh, they totally. Oh Because yeah. 'cause they're the yeah. same uh, very destroyed. different acts. Yeah. Very different acts, same demographic. Yeah. Totally. But Sam Tripoli, when I so little sidebar to this, uh I move out to L.A. I want to talk about New York, but I move out to L.A. I do the first thing I do is uh, National Lampoon's Funny People. It's uh, Frank Kelly hosting it. When uh-huh. He was on Hype. No, maybe he was on Mad TV. Okay, no, he might have been on Hype. Do you remember Hype? No. no. Do you remember
3: Chicken? No. Chicken? Wait, the comic Chicken? Do you remember him? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who was Chicken? Who was Chicken? Chicken. Chicken. Uh, chicken, chicken be... came. Let's just say chicken came out from, from out of nowhere.
0: Okay. By the way. So did the egg. I, I, if, Comedy Central, if Comedy Central did a fucking a documentary about this guy. Oh my God. I would literally oh, do a dollop be so ex- The hell? You should.
2: <laughs> well, now I can't know about chicken.
3: But I'll tell you, he just just, so it was when Montreal, when you could go up there and get a. Nineteen
0: ninety-eight.
3: Okay, so you could go up to Montreal and just land a fucking huge deal and new faces. Your whole life, your life was changed. So the story is now.
0: I want to dollop this with him. With yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a time when when uh, Mitch Hedberg did a show, did a New Faces show, Mm -hmm. destroyed. Got offered like a, a a six figure deal, like eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars, and Dave Becky grabbed him, put him on a plane, and flew him home, and yeah. said, "No, don't speak to anyone ever again." Right. And Mitch is like, "What?" And he's like, "The only thing you can do is fuck this up, leave." Yeah. And this is a different fucking day, right? I, I mean, I. Th- it well, was... this is when Dave Becky got
3: Sue Costello a fucking deal off of a five minute tape. Wow fucking VHS wow. hold on I Set got a that deal shit.
0: I got a deal that that picture that we were just talking about yeah. with Louis Schaefer yeah. I was working the door at the Boston Comedy Club Time Out in New York wrote an article about me because I was just letting in college kids f- to drink for free at the Boston Comedy Club right. sure. I was working the door uh, David Tochterman came out and saw me do stand up he was working for Will Smith I was at the door all I had was seven fucking minutes and I got a six figure deal <laughs> working the door oh my God. <laughs> Working the fucking door <laughs> Holy shit I mean this is like This does not exist <laughs> no. and, and Hey I'm not working the door tonight anymore You know what's crazy <laughs> Barry, I'm good on the door Barry Katz made me keep working the door <laughs> Of course he did Jesus he was, Jesus like, he was like, I, I, heard, think, I think it's good for the story No heard, you're the door guy You're the door guy Bring a door saying, on stage He just loves saying I'm, I got so much stuff going on My door guy's got a deal <laughs>
1: <laughs> See,
2: from his end, it makes sense that he like, yeah. don't stop working the door, oh, fuck. I
0: got fucking I got six figures six in the figures. bank, and I'm still doing 25 bucks a night <laughs> and bringing in 20 people so I can get my spot. Hey, how about give me a spot? That flyer is blown up. I used to have to hand that out. Oh, that, I used fuck. to have to hand that out. I had, a, uh. I had stacks of them, and I had to hand them out everywhere. Uh. And Louis Schaefer was on the center. But to go back to chicken, so that is the time, Montreal. So Frank Caliendo gets a deal Yep, from... Uh, from a tape he had And a tape He just did like John Madden Uh huh Chris Farley And Kramer Uh huh He gets a six figure deal From the WB Right Chicken you Remember
3: George Gallo No He's just kid He just did crazy noises Like it was like It was like watching The Tasmanian devil Try to talk And he got like A six figure deal And I was like What in the fuck Is happening How come I'm not getting a deal Well you're too angry
2: Fuck off yeah. <laughs> Have yeah, you tried the- making noises? <laughs> maybe maybe make a fax machine noise and see what happens. No, I don't like it.
0: And 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 then chicken goes to Montreal. Yeah, chicken. Was, and then
2: chicken goes to Montreal. His name
0: was oh, chicken. His name is chicken. chicken. His real name is Michael Roof. Okay. I, by the way, I'm obsessed with this guy. Okay. Like I'm being serious. There is a part of my id, whatever. I don't even know if that's the right thing that I just said. Sure. But there's a part of me. That is connected to this guy for the rest of my fucking life.
3: Well, he, well, he, okay. he hit so hard that it was like even with all these deals. What was his thing? Do well, I mean he fucked a stool to? By the way, that is a
0: compliment about his act. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be <laughs> shitty. That is a compliment. Wait. Like.
3: So wait, chicken, chicken fuck stools to music, right? Was it to music? he Should, to now was there in, setup? No, no, it no. Baseball? It was
0: to the the uh, music from Titanic.
2: Right. <laughs> oh my God, this plot is
3: thick. He would there.
0: play Titanic and fuck a stool and then lean on it like. And by the way, I am telling you when I say this, it may sound like we're shitting on him. I have a sincere connection to this human being. We're just being honest. Yeah. And he, okay, would, would pose like Leonardo DiCaprio on Titanic. Sure. Yeah. And there was nothing really. Of substance to his act, no. I uh, think he could almost be. the opposite of
3: substance. Like there was nothing.
2: It and and was there set up to stool Titanic bangs? Fuck,
3: I don't remember.
0: I doubt it. I, I don't think there say, was. Like, he was okay. very, it was very high energy. Okay, so it was a lot so, of like
3: crazy high energy. Okay, like
0: and he's a good-looking guy. Okay, he's young, uh, yeah, full head of hair, uh, kind of like a not not I wouldn't say like ripped, but doughy ripped. Okay, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just super high energy. I watched him at the Laugh Factory one night with uh, Reno Collier, oh. and Reno Collier and him are really good friends. Yeah. And and everyone came out to watch him, and I sat in the back, and the place went fucking bananas. Yeah. And I sat in the back, and I was like, What is happening? I was like, I'm blown away. Like I cannot figure out why this is working. Right. So he gets oh, like, no, a, you
3: no, you would watch it, and you'd be like, I don't know what's happening, but the audience is going bad, shit, crazy. The audience, audience loved it, and you have no idea. You're like, What is what is going on right now? Is there a puzzle I don't understand?
2: Did he chicken did. pay you?
0: <laughs> and oh, and then and then uh, he he him and Frank had both deals at WB, and it turned into but his deal was chicken's deal, deal was like huge, massive,
1: like the what? biggest deal it ever, was ever was out of Montreal hundred thousand dollars or something it was crazy, just under a million. Okay. Maybe it was a million. It might have been a million dollar I think deal. It might have been wow. Like it it was so nuts. much so that he
0: like he took care of his family with it. Like he, yeah. he he lived in up the coop, North Carolina, got the nice right? feet. No, grew up in Florida, Florida. In uh, in in, I wish I could remember the name, but it was right outside Tampa, right outside Orlando. Like one of those weird, towns. sure, like a Carnie
2: town, yeah, like Brevard or that, <laughs> right, like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Where Lobster Boy lives, like right, something like that, yeah. yeah. We did an episode on Lobster Boy, yeah. Oh,
0: oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's my neck of the woods. So. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> We used to drive through that town. Oh, Finally, He beat up his wife. Oh, oh, he did a it's lot just, of shit. <laughs> He's that just guy's fascinating. Oh, yeah.
2: The story of Lobster Boy. Yeah. So
0: he comes out to New York. He gets hype. Hype is the show. That, it's a sketch show. It's going to compete with Mad TV. Yeah, because
3: they were supposed to do a show based on him, but then the more they got into it, they're like, oh, fuck, he can't.
2: We can't, can't get the Titanic song. <laughs> he can't be the focus. <laughs> he can't the the, he, it turns out
3: he just fucks stools. There's actually not a lot there, so they couldn't... The they network was like, like we,
2: what if it's a chair? And he's like, I can't work like this with all these notes! <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining the vision of chicken!
0: <laughs> this, this is going to get sad in a second.
2: So, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Okay, I'm so, sorry. So
3: they ended up doing an ensemble with chicken in it. So that's a sketch show called Hype. Hype. Okay. and And he's... He's like one of six or whatever. I think Caliendo
0: would even say Hype was a rough, tough show to sit through. Okay. Wasn't the best sketch show. Yeah. Um, I think it got canceled after like six episodes. Real quick, yeah. And then Frank moves over to uh, Mad TV. And Chicken ends up booking Black Hawk Down. Okay. He ends up booking Triple X. Okay. With Vin Diesel. He's the sidekick. He ends up doing a show on Spike uh, oh, called right. uh, Raising the Roofs, where his family, who's all very redneck, moves out to L.A., Okay, and he does stuff like go to red carpet events with his uncle and his dad. And his and and stool. They're, and they're, right. And they're big drinkers. Right. And then, uh, and then chicken decides to start doing the road again. Yeah. But I don't think he ever... Ever did the road. I, I don't think he ever did the road, and I don't think he ever had the chops for the road. And I don't think he ever had the, the passion... Obviously, for comedy, the way that maybe someone else would have. Right,
3: but someone was probably like, "Hey, you can make a lot of money on the road.
0: Yeah, get out there." And then he killed himself. Oh shit! Yeah, that's why we said it would get sad. Oh shit! Because
3: the road is not cool.
2: Wow. The road's a bummer. The road really yeah. sucks. No, it does, but that's still like... It really... Like how nice, long... How, how, I mean, it was just the grind of that just got to him. The but whole
3: think, thing was... This whole fucking journey was pretty quick, man. Really? Yeah. It wasn't that long. It, well, yeah, it Four was Four
0: years, and, maybe? You know, was, and at that time, I think a lot of us... You know, the, the business changed so drastically from when I got my first deal to, like, when I got to Travel Channel, that, yeah. I, that like, I was lost. Like right, Everyone yeah. was lost at that time, and then... and. I think Chicken just didn't – he didn't have like a, 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 a foundation. Yeah. You know, Patrice O'Neal said to me um, one time, he's like, I got, when I got my deal, my second deal, I got a deal right after that again with CBS. And Patrice goes, I feel sad for you. And I was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> only fucking Patrice could take <laughs> right. m- a congratulate, yeah. congratulatory moment yeah. and fuck you up with it. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you got no foundation. He's right. like, you got no, you, you don't know comedy. You don't know the road. You don't have any way to make money other than television. And he's like I don't I can't make a ton of money but I can definitely support myself in doing comedy. He's like you should focus on getting to that place so that when they knock you off the tower right. you don't fall that far. Yeah. And I was like I remember thinking like yeah that would be cool. And then when I, all my TV shows went away, I definitely was like oh fuck, I got to start from scratch. Yeah. And I think chicken didn't have that opportunity and when he got on the road it was like it was like what? Right.
1: And-
3: he he's the best example of of when you hit young and you're not ready, ah, uh, it's fucking brutal,
0: dude. I, that yeah. is that is the greatest fucking statement of like, like being ready. There's no better feeling than to get a call, and go, hey, we w- we want you to do April Foolishness or whatever, yeah. and then going, ah, I could do that easily. Like I, have, yeah, m- I have I've done two specials. I have like as opposed to being like. 23 and being like
3: fuck i didn't i didn't get shit until marin way fucking late in life i got i had no nothing like i'm almost 50 you are not yeah are you serious? Yeah.
0: You do not look 50.
3: Hey,
2: baby. Don't wink at him, Dave. That's what happens ba- your when Your baby's you say, over here. If you say, your if baby's if you, over say here. you don't look 50, your there's a
0: sexual is. thing happening. No!
2: There's it's
3: fucking
0: something nice. sexy I mean, how going on. 37. Oh, I fucking yeah. pay money to be 37 again. Yeah, I mean, if I can I make a I 37, I could fucking run this business. Really? <laughs> Dude, with what I know now? Yeah. I mean, 37, I was so lost.
3: Oh, I was a fucking mess at thirty seven. I had no idea well, what was going on at that
0: no point. Conscience. But doesn't
2: that happen every like don't you always think that? That's what's such a fucker about like aging is that you always look back five years ago and you think I thought I was old then, now I'm old and I wasn't then, and then in no. five more years you go. No, because when you stop? get into your forties okay, it stops, stops
3: because you you really start to realize what you can build on and then it's leading somewhere and then you're putting bricks in a place and you're creating something. Yeah. Well you th- when you I didn't know that when I was in my 30s. When I was 37 I was still trying to grab shit and make shit fucking happen. At and,
0: 37 I was like I need to be on TV. Yeah. That was it. I was like I need to be on TV. Like a fucking idiot. I should have I should have just been like like I look at you right now like I know for a fact that you will no doubt be one of the most successful people I know.
1: <laughs> oh, fair. Because you're, 30, yeah, you're 37,
0: right. dude. I'm like, oh, well. I'm 44. We're at the exact same place in our life. I'm well, 44, and I go, and I go. It's just like, I f- I feel like I know you. I know you probably feel like this too. I know Marin feels like this probably, but like I go. How much more time do are people interested in me? Oh totally.
1: God, like, <laughs> like at what
0: point do I become the what time at what yeah. point am I the depressing guy at the Ferrari yeah. Health doing the show where they're like, Hey man, have you taken your blood pressure medicine? <laughs> like <laughs> I think so. But I don't remember. God
2: doing the same bits back to back. Oh, God. Oh, my!
3: You take oh, on your, I've done you, that a lot. You, t- you take off your shirt and, and just a girl in the front row just like s- silently starts crying.
0: Oh, I had this moment. I had this moment where uh, I do. I did the goddamn comedy jam. And yeah. I, I was in a band with cre- with, a, with a guitarist kicked him out. He formed the band Creed. Yeah, yeah. And then... I, and Scott Stapp sang with me. Now, by the way, okay. I, he comes up. Um, it's a spoiler alert. I shouldn't be talking about it, but I don't give a fuck. We got Creed. We get it. And, and so it's your band. Scott Stapp's like, hey, man, we you should, uh, maybe I'll sing like the first chunk, and then you'll come in after that, because I was supposed to lead it off. And right. like, I think in, artistically, it's probably better if I start it off, and then you come in. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. So he sings it, destroys it. Yeah. Of course he does. I come in. Oh, God. And I start. The fir- my lyric, yeah. and I hear a girl in the front row go ooh, <laughs> audibly, audibly go ooh. Wow! It was so. It's tough to. Bad. It's tough to maintain
2: the course mentally and not be at all like all right. Because ooh. even as a comic, yeah. you're vulnerable when you're singing. I'm you so feel like if a, goes shitty, if a joke so goes shitty, if a joke goes shitty,
0: you're so much more vulnerable. Yeah, if you're it's singing.
2: like you're. Yeah, it's like you're. Oh. Try, you're exposing uh. yourself into
0: here. Look. Like, Oh, and I, and, and, I, and I was like, oh, that's why Scott wanted to start it off. Because <laughs> yeah. he's like, don't fuck my song up totally. Like, let's start somewhere and then get to where yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah. But,
3: but if he, so, so no one knew, so if he'd come out second, would have no one have known that he was going to come out?
0: No, so I, I, I mean, total spoiler alert. The whole point of this thing was that, I mean, technically, Mark Tremonti doesn't remember me at all he has no recollection of me so I brought out my guitarist from our band that we were in a college from Orlando John Dacre and he comes out and I go this is my I'm putting my band back together this is my guitarist and then I bring in another guitarist which happens to be Scott Stapp's guitarist they don't know that but he played with Guns N' Roses he comes out and then I go you know the whole point of the speech of my speech is that I'm a I was a front man I wasn't a lead singer I was a front man very different Yeah, energy Yeah, yeah yeah and I was like X Factor yeah X Factor factor. I fucking wish I had you writing for this (laughs) X-Factor. It's the X-Factor. Yeah. It's X-factor. yeah. And, uh, and I go, what this band could really use as a lead singer, someone who can remember the lyrics, so who doesn't right. lose their voice. Right, And I bring out Scott Stapp. Uh. And, and then I go, we're singing the greatest rock anthem of my generation, Higher. And we start singing it. And it, I'll be really honest, man. Not only will I say this, Scott Stapp forever will go down in my book as the coolest rock star I've ever met. But I was moved to like- Really? to tears i'll start crying if i talk about it now it was such a great fucking moment to sing that song yeah in my life that i said i've said my daughters came to see it and i said girls you just witnessed the my favorite thing i've ever done on stage yeah it was so fucking fun that at the end and at the end the whole fucking audience is chanting bert bert yeah i'm fucking stomping around yeah Yes! 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 It was the greatest fucking, it was like... That is great, though. Oh.
2: I mean, because, like, that's one of those things, too, where, you know, you get those moments and you really are like, man, it's a really amazing thing that I'm here. And even on, I mean, on that level, that's, like, insane to be able to oh. sing the song with the guy I've been. and have your name chanted at the end of that shit. Uh, yeah, I
0: know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was. Yeah, there, I've, I think I, I've said to someone, I, we did a reading with, oh, you guys should do Dr. Drew's podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Dr. Drew and Bob Forster. Oh, uh, I, love, I love Dr. Drew. Oh, I yeah. love Dr. Drew. He was on
2: Marin.
3: We had him on Marin. Oh, you did?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh. Hey, did you ever get, I sent you an email a long time ago that you never replied to. Oh, uh, uh, there we I always go. Thought, Is always, that true? I always thought it upset you. Uh, I doubt it I'm certain of it It said fuck you Dave Anthony Burt No it was it was me, you, Burr, Ari and Tommy Okay On the podcast and Al And it was about someone joining all things comedy Yeah And then you replied uh, Definitely we should have this guy He's the funniest guy I know And then I replied Hold up a second Dave We haven't really hung out yet You should hang out with me before you say that <laughs> <laughs>
1: And you just, just didn't reply. I'm reply. sure that
0: made
3: me laugh, dude. That didn't make, uh, that's hilarious. No
0: reply and I went, ooh <laughs> and the should. girl in
2: the front row. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No way. That's,
0: there's no way that didn't make me laugh. I mean, that's that fucking so hilarious. There,
2: right? And
3: I was
0: like and I was like and then and then like I ended up like Listen to a podcast where where Marum was talking about you and I was like and I was and he was like talking about you in a way where I was like that was the wrong joke to make. I was like <laughs> motherfucker, why am I such an idiot? You're stupid, Bert. Stupid. You're stupid. Like no, but- J and Boogie <laughs> Nights. Yeah. Idiot, yeah, yeah. Idiot. I'm idiot. I'll change it if you don't like it. <laughs> and then you just try to kiss him. Oh god. Oh my god.
3: No, okay, so I'm the king of making people feel awkward. Like, yeah, I fucking love it. Really? My wife, my wife is always just like like
2: when I when I texted him coming over here, I said because uh, it was Waze was doing the thing because I was late. Waze was doing the thing where the numbers are going up slowly, and you're just sitting there like this is just terrible. This is oh, not you're good. watching the
0: number like oh, minutes, just watching the number. Yeah. yeah, yeah, We well, found the yeah. worst way for you and to I, go. And I
2: text David, he just goes, "Yeah, that happens at the commuting hour." I was like, <laughs> 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 anyway, sorry, your wife
3: and then my wife's always just like how are you f-? like because someone will say something and then I just let them hang and I just s- stare at them and she's I like st- how do you do that I'm like I just fucking love living in that moment where people don't know what to do and you're uh, just like look at you you're freaking out you I'm just staring at Tom you you and Tom
0: Segura should be brothers uh, <laughs> he I don't man I want sometimes I think he's dead inside like he'll he'll do things if yeah. only he finds fucking funny yeah. and I'll just go oh uh, yeah and i like like he'll make, I, I wish I could remember the joke he made today. Oh, we get on the plane. I'm drunk. It's like in 10 the, in the morning. In the morning? And after taking a nude photograph of your friend? After Yeah, after taking a nude photo of me. By the way, I look well, great. That was you? That was me. Oh, I thought that was Tom. No. <coughs>
1: no. <laughs> my body
0: you? naked, well, he may be lighter than I am, but my body is 10 million times better than his naked.
2: <laughs> that's, that's the
0: new contest. Dude. <laughs> fucking yeah. new f- new photo <laughs> nude. nude photo shoot. Better yes. nude. photo shoot. Better nude. We walk Who's on the plane nude? and we're 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 sitting in first class yeah. and Tom walks up to the stewardess, oh, flight no. attendant, and goes, please cut him off. Don't serve him any more alcohol. <laughs> he whispers in her ear and we get to our chair. I go, what did you say? And he said, I told, I told her to cut you off. I go, why the fuck would you do that? And he started going, I go, asshole, I want a drink. And he goes, yeah, hey, you're not drinking now. <laughs> and she served everyone a drink except for me. I go, it's not fucking funny, man. I go, I I'm, I'm don't have anything to do today. I got a podcast at six. I'm doing Tom Papas. I'm going to be loaded for that. Yeah. I go, why the fuck would you do that? This goes back. And I go... Hey, can I please get a drink? And she looks at him.
2: <laughs> like, he's your wrangler. I go, what the fuck, man? Tom, can you, you know what? Your boyfriend cut you off. <laughs>
0: Tom cut you off. Oh. The man in 3D cut you off. Sorry, he's sir. Fucking. And I was like, I go, it's not. It's not and he was laughing hysterically. start it was not funny. It was not funny at all. Like, there's no joke. No one's laughing except for you. It can only be you and him in on it, and you're not laughing. And I'm not laughing. I'm like, I wanted to drink. <laughs> fucking idiot.
2: Well, Dave will do that. Like, I kind of got lucky because the... The way I met Dave was like we didn't know each other that well before we started – I mean we knew each other, but we didn't know each other that well before starting to do a podcast. And then I just found that he was like that with people. When well, you saw – oh, yeah. the
3: time I went on the podcast when he had a – Sam had a – oh, yeah. like a anniversary show. 200th episode. And there were two porn stars there. Right. And I just started, I just started grilling one of them because she was really stupid, so I just started asking her questions and i think i said something it was something about england where i said what's your favorite state or something and she said
2: there was something where it was you know england. it would be like What's your favorite continent? And someone's like Delaware. It was like, like one of those it, it like, oh, stroke. you're. Whoa, I don't know I where are you.
3: Laughing at her, and yeah. Sam's getting mad, and I'm just laughing
0: at her face uh, because
3: it's fucking crazy. Like I yeah. get that you suck dick and put stuff in your pussy for a living, but you can read a book when the, you're not uh, doing that.
0: They, yeah,
2: you can pick one up.
0: Those, my I man, fuck a book every now and then. That's what I always put a said. book in your vagina. One of the best things that ever happened to me is we were supposed to do a vivid video comedy tour. Oh wow! Me Holy shit. and Sam Tripoli and someone else, and our first date was at Riddles in Chicago, and it was like, man, I wish my brain was better and I could remember this. But I will tell you, it was two very famous porn stars, both of which I really wanted to fuck. Yeah, and I was just at that point where like we had just had a kid, and like my wife didn't want to have sex because she had just had a kid, right? Obviously, but like I was in a really like weird place. And I backed out of it at the last minute. Really? And whoever replaced me ended up fucking both the porn stars. Oh, uh, shut up. <laughs> uh, that's tough. <laughs> at the same time or separately? Oh. 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 Damn, no. You're just like, no more updates, please, on how oh. that I went. Oh, oh. wow. Oh. I was like, oh, it was like, oh, you missed out. And then it's like fucking nude shit. I'm like, are you shitting? I wish I remembered the girl. I don't think it was Brie Olson, but it was like someone that uh, yeah. right. definitely was like Popular. super attracted to. I fake
2: stabbed her to death in a movie. What? You what?
3: Uh, fake
0: stabbed Brie Olsen to death in a
2: movie with your penis? Uh, a knife.
3: A pen Penn made a movie from Penn & Teller. Uh-huh. Uh, and I play a reenactment guy and and uh-huh. I, I like jump out of a closet and like stab her death and a fucking shit flies open. I'm like, I'm stabbing Brie Olson's tits.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, oh wow. <laughs> I did a short one time where uh, it was called Alpha Mail, but it was spelled M-A-I-L. It was about a mailman. Sure. Wow. It was a really good script. Uh, this guy Terry wrote it um, I wish I, you you guys would love Terry. Uh, anyway, we had to have a uh, sex scene, like a sex scene. Uh huh. Really beautiful girl, and so they get us in bed, and uh, and I'm in my underwear mm-hmm. and she's in her panties. Right, and we pretend to have sex. Well, no top on. Okay, is and she hot? Gorgeous. Okay. And my dick gets really hard. Yeah. 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 How is it not going yeah. to? I was like, I was so embarrassed. Did she say anything? Uh, no, I just stopped. And they were like, we need more of this shot. And I was like, I think we got it. I think we're all wrapped. <laughs> I think we got it. I was it. so embarrassed. My
2: balls are calling cut.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> My balls
3: are calling cut. <laughs> but wouldn't, wouldn't she be more offended if you didn't get a hard on? I don't know. I was it's, so embarrassed. Did you Did you think? See, at that moment, I would have winked at her.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> oh I I had to do one once. Do you just stop at the bell and go, Do you guys want to do this again? Yeah, yeah. Oh. You just look at her and you go, Did you come too? Did you come too? I did one once and it was that too. Where I was I was I maintained the course as long as I could and eventually I was like, I'm only one man and this is just one penis. And I and then and she was cool. She really oh. was cool. Dude, I was so Embarrassed,
3: but you're supposed you're supposed to get a. F- you shouldn't be
2: embarrassed. You should have jumped out of there and be like, "Yeah, that's right." I mean, that's the thing this with the penis. Happens to a man. The thing with the penis is like, it's not. A, you're like, it's not a barometer for what I'm thinking or do. Like, I'm not no. being a pervert. Yeah, you per- my little guy. perverted dick is being a pervert. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you can rub it against a fucking orange tree and get a heart on. Like, I it's did a that dick. earlier today. I came here. I scouted the place earlier. I clocked it. I came in. I rubbed my <laughs> dick on Bird's Tree. Then I was twenty minutes late. You're welcome. <laughs>
0: I, I, I w- I've I've had times where I was like, "Who knows, real do?" <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm definitely gonna have sex tonight. Oh, my daughter walked in on me and my wife the uh, other night. Really? How old your daughter? Twenty two. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that never fails. That, ne- that is
2: always a great bit. It's
0: such. I, I said. I want to say it was Dove Davidoff. We were at a. Um, we were at an audition, and Dove Davidoff was there, and they were like, "Uh, they were like said something like." They go, man, they've been casting this a while. And Dove's like, oh, yeah, I went in a little bit. And they go, wait, how long have you been on this? Dove David Koff goes, 19 years. (laughs) (laughs) it murdered. It murdered. He's someone I wish I saw more of. You guys know Dove? I've met him a couple times. He's a great comic. He's He's a a good guy. Interesting fucking guy. Yeah, I don't know him that well. We did a show show in Amsterdam one time, and uh, he had just gotten engaged. And his, they were sharing a hotel room, uh-huh. and she took a shit in the hotel room, uh-huh. and he broke off the engagement. No. Yep. What? Yup. No. Yup.
3: Wait a minute. What? <laughs> <laughs> so he was really in love with her. <laughs>
1: he was. She was
0: so beautiful. She was one of the most beautiful women in I, I never was. wanted
3: to know that things came out of your
2: asshole. <laughs> and
0: Dove. I mean, the- we watched him process it to break it off in the van. Really, he was livid. He was like, "Hey, you know how Dub is? Who we'll takes a shit in the fucking room? to go to the lobby." You know, I'm doing like Sebastian right now, Come but like, on. he's like, "What the fuck? He's, he's taking a shit in the fucking room." And we were. Howling in the thing, and, and, this, and she was defending herself. Like she's there? She's, she's there, she's in the fucking van. Oh shit! Oh, and was like, he's like, and she's like, I had to go to the bathroom. And he's like, you don't do it in the room. He, I'm doing a uh, horrible dump. It's fine. It's good. It's working. And, and uh, we were howling, laughing, oh. and then they broke off their engagement. Oh, my, oh my, god. my god! She was, and I will tell you this candidly. What. A woman, I would let shit on my chest. She yeah. was so beautiful. That's she was what a that, model. Wait,
3: wait, but why? Why are those two
2: things related? Huh?
3: Oh yeah, I guess like, I
0: would let any, a lot of women <laughs> shit on my chest. Yeah. That's like really bad at yeah.
2: That's actually an offer I'm just floating out to her. If, you want to
0: squat? If she said to me, "Listen, the way I shit is, I shit in your hands and you put it in the toilet for me," I'd be like, "Oh, done." <laughs> like she was gorgeous. It's a fine process, and I love it. Dove and Dove just, I, we and he couldn't control it. He was like, like he was so like almost blown away that someone would shit in the hotel room. Yeah,
2: I but I this but is the this, I guess this, the is the, this is
0: is and that's why we broke it off. But
2: this <laughs> is the, there is like a weird the problem there is that if you're at the point of engagement, you would think at least you're aware of the person's sh- situation. Like you at least that you're like <laughs> yeah. that at some point that's come into play at some point. Not at all. It had never But to until get, that it's moment. not like the first weekend they've had away.
0: And you're like, ah. Oh. Um, very well might have been.
2: Well, then I guess actually everything makes
0: a sense if you was a, look at it a little logically. That was a crazy week, too. <laughs> Jamie Kilstein was on that show. Oh, wow. And Jamie Kilstein was like, I you know, he I know he's sober. I don't think he drinks at all. But, man, I think he was like flying a manic fucking carpet ride. Really? Oh, <laughs> hardcore. Because he was like. Like, just eyes blinking a lot, and he's Uh like, hey, man, how you doing? You're like, pretty good, man, how you doing? He's like, great, working with Janine next week, can't wait, can't wait, Janine, all right, got got to go, got to go, elevator, and I was like, yeah, I'll take the stairs. Yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie's an interesting guy, too, but that was a fun fucking, it was some, uh, Hannibal Burris was there, and I had a documentary film crew following me around, and Hannibal got really high and forgot that he had met them. And he thought oh. they were paparazzi. Oh my god. Oh, wow, that's yeah. great. And and he man, I've never Hannibal can throw back cocktails. Yeah. Hardcore. Like he we were leaving and he went at this end of this night and and there were wine glasses filled and we were like, Yeah, oh, we're just gonna go and he's like, Hold on. And like, just took Spaulding.
1: Oh just my God. Small. Soldiered really? each
0: one. And I was Jesus. like, whoa. And yeah. I remember saying, someone needs to watch him. Like, we need to get him home.
2: That's like the, uh, that would be like that Hawk Ridge movie where that uh, James Garfield, Mel Gibson movie that just came out where the guy saved Hacksaw each person, our Ridge. Ridge. Yeah. And he's like that, but with the wine. Yeah. Please, Jesus, <laughs> just the power for one more. Have you, have you seen Is it a good movie? Great movie. I, I mean, seen. I know that everybody like you. I, obviously, there's like Mel Gibson as a director, as a human, is a very touchy subject, which I you can understand. But th- that movie's subject matter is fucking fascinating, and you know he makes like really good gory movies. He yeah, Mel he Gibson's does. a fantastic filmmaker. Yeah, he just he just lives next to the devil or something like that. His latest beard is
0: dude. I, wait, demonic. Did, you, did you see him on Kimmel? Shave that guy's head? No. What? Mm. It's like it, it was not the best bit because I guess some guy they like find some guy on the street and then they're gonna have Mel Gibson shave his head or give him a haircut. Basically, Mel Gibson just shaves this guy's head, which is ultimately it always turns out into looking like a bully move. Yeah, always. it's not it's not the best thing Mel Gibson could have done. Yeah, and then the guy shaves Mel Gibson's beard, but Mel Gibson's got something going on with like uh, like I don't know if he doesn't listen or like. Uh, He's okay. So I. He might be Riggs. When I first
3: moved here, I worked at Staple Center for a year, and I worked in the suites. And yeah. he was in the, a suite one night, and so I was taking care of him. He fucking left his. He fucking left his video camera, and I chased him down and gave it back to him. And as I'm handing it to him, I'm like, "What in the what fuck am, I, am doing? I doing? I work at the
2: Staple Center. This is the stupidest thing." Ever-
3: it's fucking Mel Gibson's home videos. Yeah. What the
2: fuck? Yeah, you've like got to go my ticket. I mean, think now, knowing what you know now. What are on those oh, tapes? Holy shit! Right? Yeah, it's just him like it's cutting him his, his leg and Joe, like that Joe, Joe.
0: Putting a a, a, a <laughs> what's the thing that the that the guy and I wish I was smarter and this would be a much funner <laughs> time. <go> <laughs> You're among friends. <laughs> What's the thing that the guy in the Da Vinci Code put around his leg and tightened it? A s- Tourniquet? A cyst? No. Oh. Did you ever see the Da Vinci uh-uh. No, I never saw It's it. probably not the Da Vinci Code. That's probably the wrong movie. <laughs> what was the one that Tom Hanks You're thinking Hanks of Caddyshack? Said? No. <laughs> Bachelor What's Party. The What's the thing? It's the fucking stonk. It's the... Never mind. Stonk? Fucking never mind. Stonk. Did you
3: just try to describe something and the word you used was
0: stonk? Hey Siri, what's the thing that <laughs> that guy in that movie put around his leg that uh, Tom Hanks was in? AKA Stonk. Let's see what she says. You fucked She's up. Still listening. You broke now Siri. Test. You want sushi?
3: Everybody's, everybody's Siri in the entire country just shut
2: down. Okay, so wait, the guy put oh, sushi so on his true. leg?
0: Have you done that on a podcast? <laughs> no, I did that on Rogan and a lot of people got pissed. Wait, what? what? Yeah, if you say, hey Siri, they just stopped listening to the podcast. Oh. Is that true? It, it stops everyone's S- phones. So
3: someone on a someone oh, on oh a, shit, that's this, crazy. Someone on a uh, on a a news program somewhere. I heard about this. Shit. This said, is crazy. Uh, what's the name of the uh,
0: Amazon one? F- uh, Alexa. Alexa. Alexa
3: said, "Hey Alexa, and and to order something, and everyone's fucking." Everybody Alexa was listening to the show. It, Alexa started ordering. But didn't it.
2: Alexa say something crazy? I heard that Alexa said something like Alexa she, said something saying, to the level saying, of like you, I'll never die or something
0: like uh, weird like that. Uh, oh, she
3: gets weird if you get really deep into her. She, well,
0: what are you fucking Alexa? You know Don't what I do? You know what I do what? on radio? Sometimes I'll go, Hey Siri, put it in my calendar that Burt Kreischer is at the Buffalo Helium <laughs> Comedy Club. <laughs> And then Actually, call the
2: Helium Club now. <laughs> ask for tickets.
0: Hey Siri, take my credit card and charge ten tickets to the Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> oh. Um. Anyway, uh, that joke, fe- that whatever my thought was, we fell apart because I it's it's very specific. I don't with the Mel Gibson thing, but you realize how great it would be if you had video of Mel Gibson, oh, dude, and but you had sat on it.
3: Ah, oh. sat on it oh. right. Uh. Fuck, I blew it, man. It'd be I like, found, we, found
0: a, we found a ring in SeaWorld. Uh, it's a diamond ring with um, emeralds all over it. It's a very expensive ring. We found it in SeaWorld. There was an inscription. I put a video on my YouTube looking for the owner. Mm-hmm. My wife the other day was like, hey, when can we like, cash in on that ring? I go, yeah. never. It's not ours. I go, I'm waiting for the owner. I yeah. go, in 20 years, when they reach out to me and they're like, hey, Bert, thank you. That was my mother's ring. I go, do you realize what that'll do for me? Everyone will be like, God damn it, man. You had this ring for twenty years and you waited for it, and Leanne's like, Fucking, let's get a new car. <laughs> like, wait. No, I mean, that's not how it works. <laughs> I think I think I'm on your wife's side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a fucking great ring. It's like big diamonds. You know, I lost one there recently. Really? No. <laughs> but uh... well, the inscription. There's an inscription, that's the best part of it. So like uh, you know oh, the Dear Bert,
2: give it back.
3: <laughs> Mine's, uh, it's my the inscription because it's my ring. It's, it says, hey, cunt.
2: <laughs> mm, I don't know. Dave, <laughs> imagine taking that ring to get that inscription. <laughs> and it's
3: from the 1900s.
2: <laughs> hey, cunt. When a cunt was a car.
1: <laughs> cunt was a car.
3: <laughs> okay, wait. So, so your daughter walks in on you. Oh, him. right.
0: So I throw a temper tantrum. Okay, wait. You're upset. Who's on top? My wife. Okay. So I throw a temper tantrum because my cunt? daughter wants What's- to sleep with us. Okay. No, I, okay. Go into, I go into the other room. We just put an uh, added a room, another room for the girls. I go to that room. My wife comes in. She does this thing where, like, she like, I, I like, she go. You want to just have a quickie? And it, it bothers me because I'm like, no, I want to have sex. I want to, I want to like get into it. She's like, just have a quickie. And she, it's a bully move. My wife's a bully. Right. <laughs> she really is. Like I was telling Tom today. I go. She's. A, it, at heart, she's a bitch. She'll come back here. You'll see her. Uh huh. Just try to read it off her face. Okay. She is a bitch. Like, I, I think so. But in, like, a good turn. You know, there no, the are a little white bit like. Yeah. Um, but she's a hardcore bully. I woke up the other morning. She's sitting on my lap, and the girls are laying on my arms. And I go, What are you guys doing? And they're like, We know you don't like your belly button being fucked with. And what? I was like, What? And they fucking touch my oh, belly button. Uh, right. sensitive area. Oh, fucking oh, fuck do not fuck like that. that. Yeah, no, that would freak me out. <laughs> so, my wife comes in and then I go fine. I and then she makes me laugh cuz when she bullies it makes me laugh and then she gets on top of me. We start trying to get it going and my daughter comes in sobbing, crying. Ugh. She's like, "I thought you would sleep with me tonight and i was like oh my wife's totally naked oh my god And has to like put on clothes She's like hold on hold on Ida's crying in the hallway i thought you'd sleep with me tonight i'm just like what a fucking cock block <laughs> just a quickie yeah i was like five minutes <laughs> Come on. and then in my
3: head <laughs>
2: included like, cleanup i thought so oh. yeah.
3: so she never realized you guys were
0: doing it i don't know wow i don't think so how we old is really, she no confirmation
2: how old Ten. I walked in on my parents when I was ten, and it was super weird. Really? Uh, yeah. Like I like, like you. I mean, because I don't think I who fully was on, who like was on top. Uh, not me. Uh, <laughs> not this kid. This kid had to go to his room and think for a while. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> The ladies there, get out of here, ma'am. <laughs> but I like, but I don't think I fully had like an understand, you know, I didn't understand fully what like sex was. And cause I mean, it, you know, this is before you could just watch porno wherever you wanted yeah. and you need know, to know a kid who had like a woods near his house. And, uh, but so like I was, it like took me a minute to process. And then when I finally did, I was like, what the fuck is their problem? You know, I really was like. Ugh! I was so grossed out by it. It was Where'd so you grow up?
0: Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. Like Wait, Wisconsin. Where did you grow up?
3: Uh, north of San Francisco. Oh, uh,
0: how great is your life?
3: Uh, it's not bad. Yeah, not bad. bad.
0: <laughs> That's so. Oh, cool. it's a
3: fucking great place to grow up. It's so beautiful. I yeah. love
0: Wisconsin in the summers. Yeah, and everyone goes out to the lake. Yeah. Oh, the a great. The, uh,
2: fly mosquitoes. Yeah, the mosquitoes are, are bad. Fucking. They're huge. Brutal. Yeah, because they're like they're feeding. Yeah. They get fat. I mean, there's some – you know the ones where like you hit one and it and it just looks like it Pops. ate like Thanksgiving. You're just like, oh, no. And you know that it's like some of yours, but it's also like, ah, oh, it's my have neighbor's you, blood. Have you ever
0: got a mosquito <laughs> to bite on you and then flexed? No, it, it blows them up, right? It, get locked, it yeah. gets locked what? in and it can't pull its nose Seriously? out. Seriously? Yeah. But well, Florida, the mosquitoes were super bad. Can I tell you what, what ignorance I grew up with? We were at, a, at in Tampa growing up and there was a gay – Nightclub next door to where we were partying and there were mosquitoes out and everyone's was like, we're all going to get AIDS. Oh, God. Uh, that, that was... Like, that, I always say, like... That's, I, wish, boy, I wish someone just acknowledged how ignorant my childhood was right. to go, hey, man, you make great strides to be a, a regular person. Yeah. Like, no you one ever only, acknowledges that. You can
3: only get squir- You get AIDS from squirrels. What? But not... Uh, how do you fuck a
2: squirrel? S- it's You just got to put it near your nuts. <laughs> Two, nineteen years. But yeah. <laughs> I'm like an age from a squirrel. <laughs> Who found this out? I know. Who's the guy who's like, "Hey, uh, Charlie, can I tell you something between us? Ah, I got AIDS and I haven't had sex with a woman in five years, but we got this nest near me. Boy, oh boy, that's how Bernard gets got." <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, before this meeting starts, FYI, you can get age from a squirrel Alright, like now let's talk
2: about the quarterly numbers Where are we with that? Yeah, you can, squirrels So we're spiking, how are we doing? Let's talk numbers, guys You can get age from a, a squirrel? squirrel. How yeah, do you know this
0: information? And how, that, is that true? No oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass out <laughs> <laughs> if we all passed out, that would be amazing. You oh my god, wake what a up. great, what a I, can great laugh myself, I can laugh myself to pass out. I, uh, it's, I
3: see stars sometimes when I laugh. Really I do. Uh,
0: Wait, are uh, you in Hollywood? Oh yeah, I'll stop. Yeah, I always <laughs> wish that someone would acknowledge that. Like, I did not grow up uh, super open minded. Like that was that wasn't the way my friends were. There was no no one like. There was I there was not you know now I think about it I didn't know one liberal person. Seriously? Until I was, until I moved to New York.
3: But there are there are liberal people in Florida.
0: No, would, but even if you, no. really. I mean, like I'll t- I'll tell you what I've I've said this. Uh, I wrote this in my book. Like when I was in an fraternity, the N word was thrown around a lot. Yeah, like a lot. Yeah, but well, not but not even like not even about black people as much. It was like right when Quentin Tarantino oh, yeah, yeah. came out, right? And, like, yeah. everyone used that word. Like yeah. it was just it was like part of the vernacular, and uh, and there was no I mean like I don't th- I I'm this is gonna sound super horrible and I but I mean it to be honest so that anyone else hears this goes oh yeah 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 I understand I'm the same way I didn't have sincere sensitivity for using the word uh, the f word faggot. Oh, I should, why, why would I even say the F word? I like well, how you yeah, said yeah, that yeah, word, I mean, and then you said it. But like, I, 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 it's so <laughs> yeah. confusing. But like, but. until Todd Glass had that Marin, when Todd Glass was on Marin oh. talked about being gay, it really opened my eyes, and I went, yeah. and like, I just didn't care. Not, not that I used the word a lot, but, but also, I didn't care. Like, it was just like, I was like, I, I didn't understand the effect of like, oh, that's a gay shirt, or that's. But it was also. Card. It was also.
2: I mean, that that is the thing with like, I mean, language and the idea of when you change your pers- your perspective gets changed when you're actually confronted with those things. So if yeah. you're not raised around any of that stuff and you only hear one thing. I mean it's like people who are raised in a cult. Yeah. I mean, you know, or Amish, you believe this shit because your parents are like telling you and it's what you're seeing around you and stuff yeah. like that. But you know, language changes. There was a time when everybody would say that and would say it you know with venom behind it and then it got to the point where it wasn't that it was more like a joke that you would call someone that like if they didn't catch a ball right or something and then you're like oh no now you can't you know and you slowly eventually you know are trying to find the terms that we can agree on uh, that are as sensitive
0: as possible it's one of the things do you guys feel like this I feel like you guys probably see a broader spectrum of comedy than I see but like one of the things that bums me out about comedy is like I go I go I know what affected change in me like I know like and dead seriously Todd Glass's Marin like literally changed me. Like it, yeah. it changed me as a human mm-hmm. being. I went I went, "Oh, I love Todd and I would never want Todd to ever feel like I didn't accept his lifestyle mm-hmm. or accept what he wanted, what his heart wanted." You know what I mean? Yeah. And and then more importantly, I was like, and I never saw the perspective of a young um Kid going through struggles with his sexuality, and then hearing me, a guy you might like on TV, and going, "Oh, I like this guy," and then I go, "Oh, this is the gayest ride," and then the guy goes, "Oh, so now I, my lifestyle sucks." Yeah, yeah. But that, what I, what bums me out, and this might not be accurate, and you and feel free to correct me. It's like I feel like that now. What is happening is there's a bunch of agenda-driven comedy where it's like, "This is my point of view. I'm going to shove it down your throat." And I go, "I don't know if that's affecting change the way." like the the one thing I can say is like the, the way Todd did, or like you know uh when Trayvon martin died uh when got murdered, his mom came on and said like uh said something and his dad, and i I think a lot of people probably looked at his mom and dad in a certain way, but I saw his dad, and I was like, Oh man, he just lost his kid mm-hmm. yeah like and it was it really blew me away and I was like so many people now are taking agendas like I love Amy Schumer I don't, I'm not shitting on Amy at all mm-hmm. I love Amy I will forever be a friend to Amy as long as I live but I can speak freely because I, I know her but like, uh, but like when she did the thing about Trump and like, and like kicked the people the guy out of not kicked her out of the show but brought the guy on stage I was like that's not wait well, I didn't even know what she did She uh, said, is anyone voting for Trump here? And a guy came on stage, and then they had a back and forth, and it did not go well. I mean, I'm I'm certain her intention was to make it funny. Yeah. But it it was not funny. And then the guy was embarrassed, and I think he left, and then they booed her. And then it was in Uh. Florida, oddly enough. My hometown. It was in Tampa, oddly enough. And then... (laughs) I was booing there. No. <laughs> it was in Tampa where yeah. I grew up. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> and, and, but I go, and then I go, like, and, like, the stuff with the, what's the girl from Girls? Uh, oh, Lena Dunham. She's, she's got to shut
3: the fuck up.
0: But, like, I go, you're not, I don't know if you're affecting change the way. No, we, she's not. I don't, I don't even know she's if they the care to. She's the opposite
3: affecting change. Yeah.
2: She's making people feel like shit. It's a really weird place right now, too, because you... Everybody's very on edge. P- anybody who is for Trump is very defensive. And anybody who's anti-Trump... I mean, it's a lot like the... Dr- remember that dr- the blue and black dress? When everyone was like, this dress is blue. Everyone, yeah. It's like, you, when you have arguments with, with people, or you even see arguments as an observer online, you're like, it, it's just... People are very, very reactive right now. Yeah. It's a hard time to find comedy by being like, "I totally disagree with you." For everybody, I mean, you know. But I, I like what what Amy did was, yeah, like you said, it was. Well,
0: it's, it's what it is. What it is. It's like you know what. To be dead honest with you, don't ever critique what I do on stage from afar because I'm trying to do something. I, it may not work, but fuck you. You weren't there. You weren't right. me. You yeah. not have the money. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm not critiquing Amy in that yeah, situation. Yeah. But I, part of me goes like, whatever happened to like. Like, why can't there be more people like Todd Glass? That's what I think.
3: In in the sense of being m- more honest, you mean, and, and discussing it in that way?
2: Uh, yeah, vulnerable maybe, too. Like, there's a just, there's a vulnerability with that at first. You well, know? He well, that, well, he did that,
3: he's also telling a story. You know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to pushing an agenda, right? He's just because that's what changes minds is 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 telling a story from. Okay, so. Uh, I used to do a podcast with Greg Barrett called kind of Walk in the Room, and we were really fucking dirty, filthy. Like, it was just a filthy fucking I love podcast. Greg Barrett. Yeah, I mean, he's the best. I love
0: Greg Barrett. Yeah,
3: yeah, such a good fucking comic. Dude. Yeah. His 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 Comedy Central half hour is still one of the best Comedy Central half hours you'll ever see. He's great. So, uh, what was I talking about?
0: You used to but, do a podcast with Greg Barrett.
3: Oh, so, uh, <clears throat> so we used to say the word tranny all the time. And uh, and then people were like, You can't fucking say tranny, it's defensive blah blah blah. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like the, in no way did I ever mean it in a defensive term, like you know, blah, blah blah and then someone just sent me a big fucking letter just explaining from their perspective of yeah. why it was a bummer to hear that. Yeah. And then they never said it
0: again. Yeah. Yeah, that's the part where I go I go that's what's missing in this dialogue. Like maybe it's story. Maybe it's like someone going, "Hey, this is my personal experience." Yeah. Like you know, someone said to me, um, uh, "I reached out to Rhea Butcher uh-huh. to be on my podcast." Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I find I think that her and car, 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 Cameron 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 Cameron, Cameron yeah. are both very funny. Yeah. But I really find Ria funny. Like I and I mean I just I just connected with her very quickly. And so I just sent her a direct message, and I was like, I would love to have you on my podcast. I, I, I'd love to have both of you on my podcast, obviously, but, like, I, I mean, also, I know you're individuals. individual, know, yeah. so you don't have to be a team. Yeah. So if you want to do my podcast individually, great. If Cameron would like to come, I'd love to have her as well. Um, and she was really having a hard time with the, the Trump election. Uh-huh. I didn't get it. I really didn't get it. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I talked to someone, and they're like, no, you realize that... <laughs> Like, all gay rights can totally be taken away now. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was <laughs> yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening? Because none of this, like, you know, when when Trump got elected, I was with, f- the 90 of elected, I was with four wealthy white males. Right. And all of us were like, mm, whatever. Yeah.
3: No, because like, it doesn't affect wealthy white
0: males. It actually kind of helps us. <laughs> <laughs> really kind of helps us. Yeah. Like, no offense, this election has been fucking win-win for me. Oh, no. But, I mean, it's sad to say. And I get to see an assassination? Make this is going to be amazing. This is a movie preview oh, I'm living. Like, fucking
1: seriously?
0: <laughs> I've always wanted to walk by a bar and be like, what's going on? Oh, you don't know? But like... Uh, <laughs>
2: The Bible that he was about to put his hand on blew up.
0: But but uh, but but yeah, it, and I didn't. You know, I I don't think you know the things that I, like like Mexican people, man. Like yeah, oh yeah. This, Any, when, this, yeah, can you imagine the fear of losing your parents? Like I think
2: that really is the perspective that is so crazy when you think about a kid. Raised here now, thinking... Has no,
3: no connection to Mexico. No, no. Has been here the whole fucking <coughs> since they were like one, has always been here, but they're illegal. And then, and then they get, because people get fucking sent back to these countries yeah. and they're like, I don't know. And it's their I'm parents.
2: Not. It's like you're worried about your pa- Like you remember when you are a kid, you like the stress you feel over your parents and like oh. preserving your parents and your parents not having sex in front of you when you're 10. God, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. But, uh, you you, you yeah. have this sort of, like, you worry about your parents in this weird sort of way, yeah. and then if you... I mean, some, some of you worried about your parents. Wait,
1: how...
0: Uh, wait, well, us let's, let's wait. Let's <laughs> watch right. half-full this and go, how sweet would it be if you're 15 and your parents get sent to Mexico and you're like, oh, gas- mic drop, bitch. I got parties this weekend, son. 20th yeah, Century yeah. Fox no, presents,
3: I'll, I'll take care of the house deported.
0: <laughs>
2: deported. <laughs> deported oh, house party,
0: July no. 4th.
2: House
3: deported.
2: <laughs> I was
0: deported. Mm. deported too. Uh, I would deported, too. If, if I was 16 and they were like, your parents are going back to Ireland, I'd be like, uh, done, son. Come on, Bert, you're coming with us. No, I'm not. Guess, USA,
3: bitch. Guess who's
0: driving a Mercedes to school? Woo. <laughs> Fucking put on your dad's watch. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it's like you're living like a body switch movie, but without it's the like, fountain. It's like Home Alone, but with Mexicans. <laughs> This is probably By the way Someone's definitely Gonna complain about this yeah. Like yeah It's a very serious subject Bert. It's really serious <laughs> Well yeah But well, yeah. we are saying it's serious I mean it's, it's like It is crazy yeah. that, that That is like But then I, I just go Like I, I wish people uh, I don't know I don't know Whatever Okay
3: That was a good thought
0: Yeah I wish I was smarter So I could say things That I think But then I, I get high And I'm like Ugh. Yeah I have like Paragraph yeah, thoughts in my head Pot does that that's so high last night. I okay, like pot.
3: So he gives me so I I used to smoke pot all the time. Oh, I don't I think angry. I've had the
0: follow up to this. Oh, I guess you haven't.
3: So so <laughs> I'm going I'm going away, you know, for Christmas and we go up north and I drop my kid at my sister's house and then How's we your kid? Seven. So one? I, what? One? Yeah, just one. That girl, was,
0: girl Boy Boy.
3: Yeah, he's fucking, fucking great. Home run, Play, why would you have he another plays, one? You already he got the boy. Yeah, he
0: plays yeah. fucking baseball. He's great. That's it's, why I had two. I was looking for the boy. Yeah. yeah. My buddy up. Miles goes, keep knocking the dicks off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can you check inside there for a dick, sir? I think he might have dropped it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, if he's my boy, it's a big one. Plays baseball?
3: Uh, he's a phenom. Oh, He's yeah. seven. He's playing with nine and 11-year-olds already. They moved him up a league.
2: Yeah, He's like a young rube, hits, but with a brain.
3: Hits, seven years old. Hits in the batting cage, 65-mile-an-hour, 70-mile-an-hour pitches from both sides of the plate. He really is crazy. He's fucking seven. Hold on. It's crazy. I, right. He <laughs> turned his first triple, unassisted triple play when he was five. Like, it's nuts to watch. Wait. I,
0: is this bad to say, can I go watch your kid play baseball? <laughs> My ki- daughter's Absolutely. playing softball. I, I mean, this is a bit I'm doing. It's It's so... This will be a bit that you're about to hear. Yeah. This is true. Okay. I go to their practice. Coach isn't using a ball. He doesn't want what? them to fail. Right.
3: Yeah. It doesn't want him to fail. Wait, wait, wait. That's what
2: fucking sports is. Wait. What's he using?
0: An imaginary ball. No.
2: Wait. Is this
0: this is not softball. Ball. What
2: the fuck is this?
0: This is. These are soft lies. This is. You could argue the ball is the most important part of the game. It's, a, it's a, I mean, if you think, it's the headliner. Softball. Softball. Ball.
2: Is that soft? Soft. Soft imagination.
0: And he's out is there. Is anybody and
3: he's... trapped in a box on the field?
0: Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I uh, got them know. out there because he wants them to learn where the play is. So he's like, all right, oh. here we go, ladies. Uh-huh. Run on first and second. Ground ball to Lily. Here we go. Ksh, makes a noise. Ksh, swings away. Ksh. Ground ball, Lily. What do you do? And then she fields it perfectly
3: Yeah, welcome yeah Yeah, she's got great hands what if she what if she she didn't though
0: (laughs) so my daughter's in center field this is isla my 10 year old yeah all right base is loaded fly ball to isla and i watch my daughter i'm i swear to you i swear to you on their lives stop freeze look up and then start backing up. Oh my god! And then turn around and start running like it went over her fucking head because she's watched baseball. There's no fucking yeah, That's it's amazing. There's no fucking ball. <laughs> just, who fails in their own imagination? <laughs> I go. Are you shitting me? And then throws her she's glove like, in the air. Like, she's like fuck I it. I couldn't fucking judge it. It came off
3: the. It came off the sound so fast. Yeah.
0: And coach, I couldn't like, focus. The threat fans are throwing beer on me. The coach. She's the coach. Was like, I guess I hit it over her head. <laughs> yeah. But the best. the best part of the That story, is amazing. The best part of the story is I, I call my wife. I go, You're never gonna believe what your idiot daughter just did. She was like, What? I tell her. She goes, Don't bring it up. She goes, You know, one of the favorite things, especially when you have a kid, is like when you call your spouse and go guess what yeah I, it's the greatest feeling in the world she goes don't fuck with this like that's her brain and it makes us laugh and so don't shame her so we get in the car and i go but i can't help it i'm like yo isla what happened to that fly ball she didn't even miss a beat staring out the window like a stoner and goes yep coach really got a hold of that one <laughs> just a weird fucking no kid. but i
3: can tell you exactly what it is there's nothing more boring when you're a kid, than being in the outfield. Oh. So okay. she fucking just ran with it with her imagination because she's bored out of her fucking mind.
0: She stands in the outfield. She really
2: got a hold of it.
0: If, That's if hilarious. She stands in the outfield. That's my ride. <laughs> I got to roll. <laughs> she stands in the outfield and just looks for bees. She's terrified of bees. Ah, oh, okay. yeah. That's why she wants to be a catcher because. Hilarious. Because there's no be on bees. Yeah, the dirt, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird. But uh, Isla is a much better softball player than Georgia. But they both have beautiful swings, but I've found that softball coaches fuck up my kids' swings. So I played played competitive baseball up until uh, college. I got recruited to play at Duke and the Citadel and then went to Florida State, walked on, and then quit the first day. really yeah but like was a legit baseball like i mean what position catcher uh catcher third base left field but i caught a dude who went pro and because i caught him everyone was like well then he can catch anywhere right and so uh went pro almost won the cy young award oddly enough whoa um the rubodell yeah Yeah. and so uh but i've taken very big strides on my daughter's swings yeah like i've go i went through drills with them on how to swing like how to break the wrists and uh Coaches always fuck it up.
3: Always but fuck it up. Always. They always do. So we we had a tournament team this summer. And Did you play baseball growing up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a tournament team in this this summer, and uh, so most of the kids are just starting to fucking swing and learn this shit. And Finn has a natural swing. Like the, I, there's a guy who we take him to a camp, and he's an ex pro guy, and he goes, he goes, don't
0: do anything, oh, dude. There's don't, nothing he goes, don't, don't more touch beautiful him. than a kid with a natural swing. Oh, it's right. Crazy. My buddy Cayman Lazera. Had the most beautiful swing you've ever seen in your life. There was this kid, Brucey, that play, when ended up playing Miami. The most beautiful swing, and you just went, "Oh, that's just gorgeous!" Right? Like yeah. just effortless. Right? Yeah.
3: You see it, and you're like, "What's happening right there?" Yeah, yeah. So he was just born with this fucking swing, and we put him on this tournament team. And then they, the coaches, were like, "Oh, we're gonna have him go to this place. And we're gonna, we're gonna work on their swinging. And it's like an indoor place it'd be a pitch to him. And I just watched them break him down until he didn't know what he was doing. Ugh. And I was like, I just yanked him after like three of those because he was just, his swing was just shit all of a Ugh. sudden. And I'm just like, no. And then I talked to that ex-pro guy and he goes, he goes, you don't don't do anything to that kid. Just let him. Just let him hit. Yeah, yeah. let him hit. He'll, if you need to tweak things as he gets older, you'll be able to do it. He goes, but steroids are going to be don't a thing him. you're going to need yeah. to put in him. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's oh. it. I I'd never had a, a great swing. He's a he's a catcher too. He loves is he?
3: catching. He fucking he throws guys out. He's seven. He's seven. We were playing. We playing seven. We were playing a fall. Yeah, he's seven. He's seven. We were playing triple play. We we're playing fall ball. This this he was playing with the nine and nine to eleven years old, and they see him, and the, and the coach is like, "Oh, just run on him." And he and and I go, Finn. I go, Finn. This kid's gonna run, because usually they wait till he drop the ball in that age. Yeah. And I go, he's just gonna run. So I go gun him down, and I yell it across the because I, I want everybody to know that, oh that to happen. Oh, yeah. I go,
0: just gun him down. not who I imagine Dave to be. Oh come on, yeah. is that dad? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I oh. can see it.
3: I go Finn, gun him down, yeah. and he yeah. looks at me, and I'm just like watch, and he and he catches it, and he jumps up, and the kid is like the kid's like ten. And he's and he's running, and he can't believe when he gets to the base that the ball is already there, and all he just the stops, rope. gets yeah.
1: tagged yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah.
3: just gets tagged out, and everyone's like, "What just happened?" I'm like, "Don't fucking run on my kid!" Oh,
2: <laughs> like, like, all
3: right. So that's it. You are absolutely out of here. <laughs> no, but I uh, yelled been at very Finn. Clear. I was like, "That's
0: Uh-oh. right, they don't run on you, Finn." Yeah. Want to hear something crazy? So I go. I, I get. Extremely competitive. Yeah, I, and you don't. See, no one ever sees that in me. Right, but I'm very, very competitive. So I had a really hard time watching the girls play softball because I'm not. I'm not home enough to to be able to coach. Yeah, but I know so much more than their coaches. Right. Yeah, and it just makes me it crazy. It
3: drives you. That's. I'm. I'm a big soccer guy, and watching these soccer coaches, I want to blow my brains out. I.
0: I have. <laughs> I end up in the outfield, uh, and usually I'll smoke pot. And just sit in the outfield, yeah. And just go. I, I can't dude, deal with this. Dude, there's a bunch of
3: parents uh, when you get to the major leagues in in this league we're in, yeah. who go to the outfield and sit in the outfield because they can't take it.
0: Right. i, can't, I man. I'm. That's amazing. <laughs> well, and like and like and like <laughs> the island of misfit toys. <laughs> it's 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 an instinct to right. like go to go just to jump in. To, I I can't yeah. shut my mouth. Right. Yeah. So I go to the outfield. I get high one day. We're playing a a team from. Uh, Deep in the valley, Mexican, all Mexican. Yeah, very. By the way, uh, say whatever you want to say about me, but I will say that uh, Mexican, the Mexican teams are a lot more competitive than the white teams. Mm-hmm. Like the girl like the coaches are more involved. Like mm-hmm. the white teams, it just seems like. And I'm just telling you my experience. Whatever this is, now you're racist. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well so we get down the game, and it's a much more competitive game. The girls are stealing home. The girls are stealing every base, and yeah. our my, da- my oldest daughter is like like barely doing anything in the game. We get in the car. I'm high. I have both my daughters and my wife is driving. And my oldest daughter just goes, I don't think I like Mexicans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I, go,
0: I go, what? She goes, I don't, I don't know if I like Mexicans. She, they seem very aggressive. <laughs> and I go, and now I'm super high. Yeah, right? I'm yeah. super high. And I go, oh my God. No, you don't like poor people.
1: Oh <laughs> she my goes God. what?
0: And I go those it has nothing to do with their skin color. Those those girls were underprivileged. So this is their moment, you know, this is their like you have a lot of shit to do today. Their day might be over, I don't but they're from a poor area of town. So You don't like poor people. My wife's like, what the fuck are you saying? Hey, Bert, don't help right now, huh? Can you not help so much? High as shit. I'm like, no, you don't like poor people. My wife's like, shut the fuck up. We should get Mexican food. Yeah. Bert, like, not
3: now. Like all, like they, they could have been white people, but if they're poor, that's who you don't like. It's got, no, I don't want you to be racist. I want you to be
0: classist. Yeah. Okay. I'm obsessed with this thought, by the way, <laughs> that no one likes poor people in this country. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. obsessed with this thought.
3: Oh no, you're right.
0: I had this thought where we were talking to, I guess, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. You got bummed about that? Ah, dude, I was so. They bummed. treat the elephants like fucking garbage.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. here's the thing. I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a big. Okay, okay. Can I just say this out loud? And then you, you pro, quid pro quo me. Yeah. So like, it's the sins of our fathers. Like they're like the. What, the elephants? Like, yeah, like, like well, no, like SeaWorld. Like, what are we going to, like, the thing's the already a fucking thing. Like, what right. do we do with it?
3: Well, okay, so SeaWorld's well, different because C- you can't right. really release those guys. You can't release them. But an elephant, an you elephant can could put, have a put on a fucking life. elephant
0: farm yeah. yeah. in an elephant place. I think life. that's a technical term. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, you obviously uh, know what you're my talking about. My dad's like this. Like, so do you remember when Opie and Anthony imploded with the Anthony's thing? Yeah. My dad was, like, hardcore, like, you know that fucking guy? I go, yeah. He's like, he's a fucking idiot. And I was like, well, oh, he's a nice guy. And he's like, no, you're an idiot for saying he's a nice guy. I go, no, he's, he's not a bad guy. He's like, it's fucking not black people. It's not, it's not black people have no problem with fucking violence. It's not black people. It's fucking poor people. It's underprivileged people. <laughs> underprivileged people get, he goes, it doesn't matter what color you are, when you're poor, you sometimes violence is your answer because you don't have any other options. And I was like, I was like, that's an interesting concept. But my whole thing about like SeaWorld was like, or in Ringling Brothers is like, this may be the only opportunity for an underprivileged child to see something different in the world. Like uh, that, okay, uh, I, all right, that's an interesting argument. And, th- and like, and that's like, someone was like, uh, this girl said something, and I and I was like, I was like, she's like, it's much better to see these animals in the wild. And I was like, what? yeah, agreed, agreed, totally agreed. And I had that opportunity. I definitely have taken my daughters to swim with sharks in the wild. Right. I've taken them. Uh, I, I've been on safari. I've done a lot of stuff. But I had that opportunity. For like some kid who, who whose only opportunity is going to be the one field trip he gets to the zoo or to SeaWorld or to – that's his only thing. His mom's uh, – I'm just making this kid up. But his mom's addicted to crack. His dad's not there. And he goes on a field trip to SeaWorld. And then he inspires and he goes – Oh, there's, so there's more than just fucking tennis shoes thrown over a fucking telephone wire. Like there's more in this world. Like that's part of me. The other part of me, obviously, is a. It realizes it's. I saw the documentary too. It was horrible what they did to those yeah. Yeah. To fucking whales. <laughs>
2: well, it really is. It. I mean, what? It, and I think you know that. I think that is totally a fair point. It's. I guess it's the. Uh, at some point you have to think about the life of the animal over as well like with value to it as well I agree and your point with SeaWorld is one that I think you know th- what their plan is that there there will be no more whale captivity but there are still other animals in captivity that could and that's the thing with the circus too is the circus is like active torture to the animals it's and very, shit like it's that it's very you know?
3: okay so, so like they were in Florida I think when this happened um, the
2: Ringling Brothers. But you must get sick of all, every time something fucking. You know, I nuts never, it's- <laughs> I never
0: even knew that the, that was about my state. Like everyone, oh wow! That. And I was like, I was like, and then it started like I was like, yeah, man, I'm here Florida a lot, right? Like Florida's a weird, big fu- player yeah. in the weird game. Ron, do oh, yeah. you guys know Ron Bennington? Huh? No. Oh my god! I swear to you, all my children, possibly the greatest broadcaster that's ever lived.
2: Really, really,
0: amazing. He said to me, he lived in Florida for a while, and he goes, yeah, Florida's fucked up. He goes, did you know a lot of guys missing fingers? I go, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know that's not normal? (laughs) Most people don't have that. I go, I said to him, I go, I know two dudes that don't have tongues. (laughs) I'm not fucking around.
3: How does that happen? I
0: I know a guy named Tongueless Brett and a guy named... What do you mean? (laughs) Like... Fucking Florida is different, man. It just is really, really different. Yeah. No. I can't believe his parents named him tongueless. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 Well,
0: time to fulfill my destiny.
2: <laughs> Snip.
3: Uh, so wait, how what did... were we
0: going to say? What were we going to say? About uh, circus. Wait, but
3: how did tongueless Brett lose his tongue?
0: I don't know. Okay. I just know him from <laughs> Cowhead. In a finger
2: argument.
3: Um, <laughs> so they're down there in Florida. One of the elephants comes out. It's... It's... it's it's super it's not doing well and they and there's there's supposed to be a there's a law that if an elephant isn't doing well for a certain amount of time a vet has to come and look at it.
2: Do you think it would be a kind of a no brainer rule, too. Right, but they had to make it a law because right. they weren't doing right. that. <sighs> so the vet comes in
3: and the and the elephant is clearly fucked up right like there's something wrong with it it's got it's it's got diarrhea like terrible diarrhea well that'll be fun and, for the and kids to see it's super well that's it it first had diarrhea during a fucking show oh
2: that's
0: oh, they'd go, I'd
2: go nuts for that I mean, honestly <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I, honestly I, at this <laughs> point <laughs> that's that would be the show you'd want to see that like <laughs> Wrangler's being like he won't stop shitting oh,
1: while
2: an elephant just <laughs> has food poisoning that. on dirt just under a tent up. Well the ringmaster's stepping in shit. Hey all right guys. Uh, this
0: isn't supposed to happen. Bring Just out the clowns. clown slides across the shit yeah, yeah, watching yeah, the yeah. fourth wall be broken and be like this isn't real. <laughs> Everybody stop
2: recording. <laughs> clowns take off your makeup we're all cleaning up poop. One of the
3: clowns start shitting.
0: <laughs> we ate the peanuts too. <laughs> Not again. Like uh we ate the peanuts too. <laughs> we ate the peanuts too. Oh. So he just comes out So the so
3: the vet So the vet gets there And the The elephant starts Shitting blood Ugh. And the vet's like Oh he's just got a stomach thing And they send this Who's elephant the vet? out vet? That's the thing They probably just Fucking paid off the vet Right? Yeah I would say Some Florida vet With no tongue Has he, he had
0: Gatorade? Gatorade. He must have drank Gatorade Certainly a fucking Paid off vet He's got a stomach problem Yeah
3: Yeah He's a Florida vet he's Did got he like, eat
2: any blood? He's
3: got like No <laughs> nose
0: One ear Yeah uh, Three fingers. Also, <laughs> <Two> tongueless <fingers. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Brett doesn't have a tongue anymore. Uh, tongueless <laughs> Brett's a real dude, and he is listening to this. I'm certain of it. Going. Oh no, how much do you want to bet? I get an email that says, "Hey, by the way, tongueless Brett's died." Ah, uh-huh.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. They buried him right next to his tongue. <laughs> he- <laughs> you call him because his, Keep- t- his tongue had its own funeral.
0: So wait, what happens After with we the cut elephant?
3: So the elephant goes out and does a laxodaisical show cuz it's shitting blood. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then goes back in and they put it in its fucking pen and it's dead in the morning.
1: Ugh.
0: Well, you certainly uh, have a good like a ending. Ends with, it's like a chicken-like story. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got a nice chicken. <laughs> taste. Yeah, my my problem is like I'm not I think I'm disconnected also from my feelings. Like I think my feelings that's, were as, that as a that's child. very
3: helpful for comedy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw. I saw in Russia they had uh, they had um, bears that rode bicycles. Wait, what? Be- they had bears that like ice that's ice skated. like that's like
3: a that's like a cartoon thing you see. That's real there. How do you dude, how do you they how do had, you have to break d- the will of a bear to get it on a bicycle? Cattle prod.
1: Oh, uh, oh fuck.
0: Cattle prod. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeez. they had them in their hands. No, uh, dude. They can I tell you what they did? This will blow you away. They had like a say like a two by four. Like a 15-foot a two-by-four. Uh-huh. And they would have the bear stand on it, like a balancing beam. Ah. And they'd throw it 10 feet in the air, and it would land on the fucking two-by-four. Because if it didn't... <clears throat> yeah. If it and doesn't...
3: Me- do you know how I learned to do that? Five million fucking...
1: <clears> throat> throat> throat>
0: and I, and I, I, I'll be dead honest with you. When I saw that, my heart was broken, and I was like, that is not cool. No. Yeah. But... But hell of a pretty trick. amazing show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you see a bear ice skating, you are like, "Shut the fuck!" I can do the ice skating. <laughs> How the fuck do you teach a bear to ice? He landed sk- it. He landed the spin.
3: <laughs> Just it. Uh, the but it, the it problem. Was, the problem with yeah. elephants is is they're one of the smartest animals. Yeah, they they have families like extended families, and when like when a family member like dies, they on mourn. Land. Yeah, they like mourn like shit. Like they're like. S- they're way advanced over most animals. So yeah. the fact that they're fucked up like that is I have a problem. Brutal. I've always
0: had a problem with, I've had a genuine inherent problem with animals in captivity because you go to the zoo and you look at the lion and you're oh like, that's God. not what a lion is. Yeah. No, the
3: fucking, the, the L.A. Zoo, that remember that hippo that died finally, but it was like in a swimming pool and you're yeah. like,
0: how's your life, dude? Um, yeah. I've seen lions Madden's. in the wild and lions in the wild lay different than wy- lions in captivity. Yeah, you know it's 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 a like you see the lions just, at the LA Zoo and they're like they're not they're, enjoying anything they're, they've been roofied yeah yeah and then you see lions in in the wild and they're kicking and they it. are you can see it in their eyes you can see the life in their eyes yeah they're like whoa it's the same yeah. thing when
3: you go to a brothel and then you go to like can I can I tell you can I tell you <laughs> I
0: swam with dolphins. Like, I swam with dolphins in Mexico. It's, like, I think one of the play, only places you can do this. But I got in the water with them. Did your daughter, was your daughter like, I don't like Mexican dolphins? No. <laughs> no. It was... Uh, no, you was, just
3: don't like poor dolphins. Yeah, okay. You don't like
0: porpoises. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, it was in Mexico, and we were... It was for Travel Channel, uh-huh. and they were like, hey, you're going to get in the tank with dolphins. You can ride them, like, stand on their backs and stuff, hold right. their fins. You can do whatever you want. You could." F-, and I was like... It was really interesting because I thought I had a very quick connection with them because I was like, they're they look like strippers, like they feel like strippers, right? That energy that you get in a strip club, yeah, where it's disconnected. Yeah. These fucking poor dolphins had that energy, and I was yeah. just like, I was like, man, I don't feel really cool with this. And yeah, they're like, they're like, it's fine, it's fine, and they did the thing where they put their beaks on your feet, and uh, they get you to stand up, and they they take off, and I was like, I was like. It was really cool. It was fun, but it was like Not natural. at the same time I was like, I think my heart's broken a little bit. Like yeah. I, think I lost something. At, at like, and and then I swam with dolphins in Hawaii in the open water. Yeah, and it was that's one yeah. of the greatest feelings I've ever had in my yeah. life. Where you get in bottlenose dolphins, and or I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, and you're just diving down, and they're fucking racing around you, and you're like. Oh my God! You have an energy that's there, totally yeah, different, right? Yeah, because
2: they're almost they're sharing an
0: experience potentially. They're
3: When you see the dolphins in Hawaii, you can't believe how much they're just playing and having fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so then, okay, be very real about this. Is there, is there any positivity to any animal ever in captivity?
2: Well, e- is there any benefit? Yes,
3: yes. If they are going extinct.
2: <clears throat> I, I would say I would say that. I mean, I, I think that there, like, you can't. I, I think your point before is true. Like, potentially, some kid goes to the zoo, he sees a monkey in a cage, and he's obsessed with monkeys, and then he goes on to be Jane Goodall, and you know, that's right. potentially something that happens. Somebody is super inspired by it, but outside of that, the the mean quality of of everyone's life, if you lumped it into a pile, is is much less um when those animals are are held captive you can, i believe you I know mean, you i think can see
3: how bummed they are when you go to a zoo they it's like and the, that it's guilt like, you're talking yeah. about is
2: i think that is that's something that a lot of people feel it's you know it's hard to engage in that shit it's hard to a lot of times look at that stuff and go you know what like i like looking at a lion but that's just fucked up <laughs> you know yeah. and like it it is a i think it's a hard again it's like everything else it's like when when the circus started, nobody gave a shit.
3: Oh, fuck no. You know,
2: nope. you well, were they, seeing they, animals they, up people close.
3: People in cages. I mean, that's what a circus... Oh, yeah. Like, they, these things all started Think as freak shows. Think that. That they, was... they used to just put a black guy in a cage and be like, there's a pygmy because he was black. Like, they did the craziest fucking shit. Wow. Horrendous, dude. Oda Benga. That was the I remember. The that. Names. We talked about it on
2: the show. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. They put a guy, put a, a, lady, a lady or a guy. Well, they, but they just put him in a cage. And We're like, there's a black, people would come out and be like, check out the black guy. Yeah. Like, Shut fucking up. Yeah.
0: nuts, dude. What, uh, what, I mean, I mean, part of you says then, I mean, part of me feels like I'm cool with absolutes. Like, the thing I, the thing I get hung up on is, uh, people who don't have, like, people, who, it seems like they cut the corners for whatever their opinion are is. So, like, I'm cool. I'm totally cool letting animals be animals. Yeah. But we got to go across the board then, I think. Right? We, we got to free people? No, no. Just get rid of all zoos. Like, I'm Get rid yeah, of houses? I, I, of that. I, yeah. To me, that, that I don't, would make sense. I mean, like, to like, me. Like, don't, don't split hairs and go, you can't have a, a, a killer whale. But you can have like monkeys. Well, the I, fucking monkeys are as important as killer whales? I think you're right.
2: I mean that to me, I I think that that's true. Well, I mean you can't like I, I I. But I
3: wonder if there is a A
0: middle ground.
2: Well, like
3: like a, like a fucking big safari place. Like I wonder if well, there's a way different. to create a gigantic yeah. zoo that, what that has is. tons of land. Yeah. And even though they're restricted, because really those animals, a lot of them are pretty territorial, and, and a lot of times they stick to the same area, or they migrate back and forth. Yeah, oh, We went to the but one you, in the San
0: Diego Zoo. They have yeah, like, how's
3: that one? I've never been in the San Diego Zoo. Like, we did It's it.
0: really big open space, right? By the way, fucking lit me up about SeaWorld. We're, in the, we're doing the safari with uh-huh. the girls and our friends. And I said something about, I said, oh, this is so great it really is it's like a go- basically it's a golf course i think i think it was a golf course yeah. in all honesty maybe not maybe, but it the looks bears like, play golf it, yeah oh, it looks like a golf course <laughs> and it's just all fucking <laughs> the bears are caddies. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing it's like uh, use bush pitching gardens. which bush gardens is fucking pretty amazing i've the never been in tampa yeah. the animals run free for the most part yeah i mean not free but they get like a couple acres yeah yeah and uh and i said i made a joke about what well there's also a version of this where
2: that a lot of times that is the way they'll kind of re- rehabilitate an animal who has been in captivity it's almost like you go to like a um you know like a ho- it's almost like you go under housing before they let you out in the free world. It's like rehab. You know, it's like, rehab. A a house. It's like yeah. you, do, you do rehab, then you go to your so be halfway like house. One of
0: those. <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 It's the Diaz. But so there would be a way where you could be constantly rehabilitating before you let into the wild and let people sort of watch that version yeah, can't of it. You we know, like
0: can we do like a, a a bay where we keep killer whales? Like meaning not not keep them, but like the ones that are in captivity now. Can not we release them into like a bay where they have like a like, or something bigger than what they're in? I don't know. I mean,
2: I, I mean, the, I mean potentially, the, the problem with SeaWorld is that, like, you know, like, like anything, they're not going to say what's really going on yeah. because of money, right? like right. So no matter, you, it's hard to know. I mean, because that, that does sound like it makes sense. But again, you know, they're like, look, we've got this fucking facility. <laughs> we've got these whales. Let's keep the ship, you know, keep well, they're, the business they're, together.
0: They're, they're, they're having a really rough Oh, time. they're
2: done. But the thing and Marineland, is- too. What's, I don't
0: know what that is, like Canadian Sea World. Oh yeah. yeah, the um the when I did the tour, the the zoo tour with the girls, where we do the it's like a safari in San Diego, I made a joke about SeaWorld, and this fucking lady lit me up. Really? Oh, shit. She a just, lady just, did in front of my children, my wife, our friends, and the other people in the thing. She was like, "You have no idea what you just said. You are ruining. You are the problem with oh. with uh with with conservation and animals." <laughs> And she and I and I go. I'm just making a joke. She goes, "No, SeaWorld's done more good for fucking marine biology than anyone." And I was like, "I, I go. I, I was just making a joke. I'm a comedian, and everyone was uncomfortable. My friends are laughing hysterically. <laughs> I'm so appalled." The whispered in her ear, "Oh, he's like, he's like, hey." And but I was making a joke, going like, "Yeah, they should do this with whatever." And she was like, "And it turns out, I mean." Every zoologist, every marine biologist, every one of those people feels like SeaWorld's good. Like what they've done is good because they've inspired people to to work with animals, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Look, That's, I don't really – right. honestly, and I say this to you guys both. I don't think I need to say this, but like I don't really have a, 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 a whale in this fight in that yeah. – I don't really give a fuck. I don't yeah. really go to SeaWorld anyway. Yeah. Like I, I – it sucks.
3: I'm sorry. But it's the same I can't when, get past I don't have a whale in this fight. Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: have a whale in this fight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, I, but like I go like it's just it's the biggest problem in this country is that if it doesn't affect me, I don't give a fuck, yeah,' right. the biggest problem in this country, yeah, it's like it's like the Trump everyone's losing their mind Totally. you know what it doesn't affect forty nine percent of the people forty nine percent of the people just it, like they'd go, eh, whatever, I
2: think you do, I think you're right that uh most people need to feel an effect of something before they become an activist for it 100%. that's like the the knock the, and the like that is really true. I'd always seem strange to me, and this is going to probably sound rude, but when somebody would get a disease, like maybe a famous person or something like that, and they would go to Congress and they talk on behalf wow. of it, and they are a hero. This is not saying that that is not a great thing, and that you don't want like more stem cells put towards researching this disease. But the over-embracing of somebody who's got such a vested interest in the breakthrough of this has always been a little like, are we over-embracing? Like,
0: well, it makes can I, sense. Can I tell you my, one of my favorite jokes ever told, Patrice O'Neill? <laughs> oh, boy. He was like, uh, I'm, watching a, I'm watching a news the other day, and Michael J. Fox comes on, and he's like, talking about Parkinson's he's standing next to Muhammad Ali trying to outshake the champ. (laughs) And he goes, is Michael J. Fox up there and he's talking about Parkinson's? He's like, I'd want one person just to go, hey, man, Michael J. Fox, what about like AIDS and cancer? And I would love Michael J. Fox. to go. the problem with AIDS and cancer is I don't have that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I got Parkinson's, motherfucker.
1: Man, I
0: I don't think he ever put her on a special. I don't know if he ever – I don't I've never seen that joke other than live at uh, the Boston Comedy Club. But I remember <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's yeah. just, it's this
2: but it you get it. You get yeah. it. If you had that platform I, I mean you get I totally get it. It is again, it's really not the person's doing. It it's the reaction to it. It's okay, like Okay, so
0: then so then let's let's pull it back for 2 seconds and go all right. Uh, not to not to but like say we all agree like my point is, like, when you give an inch, you got to be willing to give up the mile also. So, like, if we said to everyone going, all right, let's get rid of SeaWorld, let's get rid of zoos, let's get rid of bush gardens. We'll make natural habitats in this country where these animals can live, and they have a great life. And uh, and then at what point do you go, hey, by the way, someone's going to say, hey, you, no more dogs. You're not allowed to have a dog. Mm-hmm. Like, no more cats. You can't I don't <laughs> more, Like, ultimately, <laughs> it's going to come down. Yeah. And you're like, and you're... And then you go, well, well, my dog lives a really great life. Yeah, but you're its master. Yeah. Who the fuck do you think you Have are? Have you
2: ever seen it in a field
0: open? Yeah. Allowed to go away? I bet my dog would
2: love a field. Your dog's name isn't even what you think dog, it is. My
0: dog doesn't. I mean, I love my dog, but like, I can't imagine they're really through the roof happy about this small backyard. They didn't have a choice in that. Yeah. But
2: uh, I yeah. mean, you're, you're absolutely right, though, that like you pull that thread eventually. That's what happens. That kind of has been it's what. Gotta keeps, what happens. That's kind of what our society is at this point is like, you know, the constant figuring out of like what is the acceptable level. But right. I know for a fact, like, my cat doesn't want to go outside. You know, I am a hundred percent. I took him outside, and he was like, "Buddy, we got it all up there. What the fuck are we doing? (laughs) There's cars out here. I don't give a shit about the flowers. (laughs) I I dated a girl
0: who asked me to go to." Through, and she brought her away. What? Uh, what? In Runyon Canyon. <laughs> and, and wait, wait, wait. No heads up? Uh, no heads oh up. Oh my God. I was, like, I was like, I am breaking up with her immediately. <laughs> she may as well shit in the hotel room. Can you imagine taking a cat on a walk in Runyon Canyon? Why the fuck? First of all, every dog is like, holy fuck. Uh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> we could not get up. You know that first quarter uh, where Yeah. you yeah. Passed, we couldn't, yeah. Even get, we couldn't even get past that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, e, this is over. Okay. I'm gonna go for a hike I'm gonna get a workout good luck (laughs) you and your
2: cat have a good life who the fuck walks a cat
3: you would walk a cat in Running Canyon, Well, uh, I you
2: know? would, not without a heads up, and never with, like, a serious, like, I would never be like, okay, we've heard the joke. I'd be like, let's keep going. This cat's walking up a mountain. When I
3: when I had a cat, in, when I first moved here, I had a cat, and I tried to take it, I, I, I was like, I wonder if it would like to go outside, and so I put it on, like, a little leash, and I put it, and it just lowered down to the floor and just sat there. Oh. It's like, oh, I'm not moving.
2: Well, yeah. Oh. My, my, I live near Dodger Stadium. My cat, like, got to the stairs, and I was like, he's never seen stairs he was like what the fuck is the floor yeah. was i was like oh What's god happened? this is not gonna be an easy journey
0: oh the floor disappearing <laughs> yeah, and, then he sees this, and then he sees rocks and flowers and hears cars that is a great joke i love that he's never seen stairs never but, yeah well yeah why would he I mean,
2: and, then, and he i mean he fucking, was genuinely like well we better turn around i don't think this is gonna work it, out for either it, one to of him us it's
3: like being on mushrooms like oh, what the fuck yeah, is happening totally, out of here yeah. by the way yeah, yeah. We had Marine World near where I where I lived. That was our one in the north. I think I've Marine been World. there. Uh, and in high school, we went there on a trip, and me and a buddy took mushrooms. Yeah, so a high school trip, and at one point, that can't be good. At one point, I'm sitting there, and we're looking at the dolphins, and uh, and me and my buddy are just fucking staring at the dolphins, and you know the whole class is there, and then we're just staring. And all of a sudden, a, a girl comes over and us on the shoulder and she's like, hey, we've been gone for 20 minutes. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I thought the dolphin said
2: that,
0: yeah, man. Wait, wait, what's, the, what's the place in, I want to say it's San Francisco, it's a theme park. It might be Marine World. I did an episode yeah, it's there. Near, it's near San Francisco. And they have white lions. Oh, shit. That might be Marine World. I don't know. That might be Marine might World. might be Marine World. So we do a show with white lions and... What do you mean you do a show? No, white, tigers, white... white tigers, white oh, tigers, a white tiger. What do you mean you do a sh- show? I do a, a TV show. Just uh, like I'm doing rides, and we're fucking around. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, we do a segment with white tigers, and uh... aren't they super fucking rare? Like, yes. Didn't, did Siegfried and Roy? Uh... You think that would have put the end of everything with that, right? right? Yeah, but yeah. guy's yeah. didn't they... really fucked up.
2: Is oh, he dead now? I think he's a. One I mean, I'm... they. Yeah, talk about a disappearing act. You don't hear about those two anymore. I don't. So I about mean, a disappearing... I, I, I really like. <laughs> That was it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, yeah, we're good. We yeah. had a run of ten thousand shows without an actual attack. Um, oh. Siegfried, he's done. Uh, let's just say he's done. And yeah. That
0: thing fucked him up. Yeah. Fucked him up. I've I've worked with everything. And worked.
2: if you were at the show, somebody must have been like. Boy, they're really reinventing themselves, huh? Oh, wow, this is real. I want to see how he gets up after. Oh, it's a real attack? Oh, my God, I feel nauseous. I, uh.
3: Oh,
0: man, wouldn't that have been the best show
3: to be at, though?
0: On
2: Mushrooms? You're there with your buddy? Oh, bad night, bad night.
0: It would have been really. Like, I always say that, like. There's two types of people. There's people that look at planes flying in the sky and go, oh, I want to travel. And then there's people like me that go, I wonder if it's going to explode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, always, <laughs> like, always, I, like, I, I
3: always look at a plane and I go, man, it'd be weird to see one of those things crash. Really? So would
0: explode right there. <laughs> <laughs> you like,
3: shut the Yeah, fuck whoa. Yeah.
0: I always. I I did used...
3: that with
2: my mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you look at the next one. Honey, <laughs> I'm a
2: government weapon.
0: <laughs> oh. Anyway, we did this thing with White Tigers and they were like, oh, we've had a lot of fun. Burke, you do the read? So I turn around to do the read, and I turn my back on the tiger, and it attacks me.
2: Oh, shit. It
3: attacks. Well, that's it, on you. you don't on. turn your back on a tiger, you
0: disrespecting motherfucker. No shit. But it attacks. Oh, there's a cage. I, mean, I, I should clarify. There's a cage and a pool of water in between us. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm like, messing with the tiger. I'm playing with it. We're all, like, I'm, there's a cage in between us and a big pool of water. And I just turned my back, and immediately my wife watched it, and it hunkered down. Oh my and creeped god! And leapt at the cage to kill me. Oh my god! And got onto the cage, splashed me. I got covered in water, but leapt onto the cage. It would have killed me in a fucking heartbeat. And they were like, "You don't ever turn your back on a tiger." And you know, did you know that they, in India they have masks that they wear on the back of their heads when they oh, walk? Oh, that's
3: why they do that.
0: Yeah, so that tigers don't attack them.
3: Whoa! I had no idea.
0: Yeah. Whoa. I didn't even know about the mask there. dude. We went I've through. Se-
3: I've just seen like pictures of it. and Didn't understand what was happening. We
0: went through Vietnam. They have tigers in Vietnam, and they're like, they're like, if if uh, you see a tiger, face it. You never turn your back on a tiger. Can you wink at him? i like, <laughs> I woke up my daughter one time. We were in uh we were in uh Hawaii, we were in Maui, and we're and you I traveling, motherfucker. I travel a lot, and uh, <laughs> and so I'm getting ready. I had to leave that day to go to D C. to do a show at the D C. Improv. I'd leave at noon. It was when my car was picking me up, and so uh, it's like six in the morning. And Isla's my the daughter with the fly ball, and I go, uh, "Hey, we're in bed together." I go, "Hey, let's wake up. Let's go snorkeling. Let's go snorkeling. The sun's coming up. Let's go snorkeling." And she goes, "Leave me alone." <laughs> and I go, "Hey, I go. I gotta leave at noon today. Let's me and you get up right now. We'll go down. We'll find a sea turtle. We'll follow it around. Just me and you." don't tell mom, don't tell Georgia, just me and you. And she looks at me in the eyes, rolls over, looks me in the eyes, and goes, you're tugging on a tiger's tail right now.
1: <laughs> I was like, fuck? I was
0: like, holy shit. Okay,
2: all right. All right, that's, that's a good description. <laughs> okay.
0: Tugging on a tiger's tail. Well, okay. I like, that Yeah, now now that I've fought tigers. Can
3: I just say there's fucking nothing better than swimming with turtles? Is it
0: the best? Man, and, and, and this goes back, I think, maybe to the, what we're all saying about like – uh Animals being free, it really is a real magical moment. Yeah, when you're sharing a habitat with an animal, and you're just being, "Hey man, I just want to chill."
2: Yeah, gaining an animal's trust in that in that situation, you're like, yeah, it it does. You're like, good. I'm glad. I'm glad that this happened. Yeah, I picked it. We went to when we were in uh, Australia. We, Where did you go to Australia, Sydney? All over. We, we, were, went, we uh, went everywhere. Yeah, oh, you guys did a tour
3: there? Yeah, we've yeah. We did a couple. Have we been on two tours there? Are we, you serious? Twice? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we've, got, we've got a really big
1: audience down there. How f-
0: Siri just popped up. She's, She's like, like, serious? <laughs> <huh?">
1: <laughs>
0: I don't even remember that question. How yet. great That's is it. Australia? I love Australia. Oh. It's amazing. Australia's the best,
2: man. And we went to uh, this place called Rottenness Island. It's called, uh, which the name is gorgeous, but it's basically a place where quokkas uh, habitat. Quokkas, which are like, I'll show them a picture. Yeah, they're, they're, I think I know what you're talking about. They're these little marsupials. Yeah. Ador- they honestly look like uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks if you were to bring them into real life. Yeah, and so they're these cute little things, but they're real skittish. So you always try to get like selfies with them, and it's it really like now the island is kind of stupid because it's a bunch of people just on their hands and knees trying to get the right picture so they can fuck off. Yeah. But there's one—like, we walked around for a while, and then there was just one that we walked up to right when we were leaving.
3: Oh, my God. And they, I they, wish they, I had a picture of that. Run. I can't find— They
2: run away. Uh, and this one is letting me, like, pet his head, and he's just sort of chilling. And his buddies are kind of like, hey, bud, chill, what are you—you you okay, Clark? And I'm just kind of rubbing his head, and then I start rubbing his back, and then he starts kind of falling asleep on my finger a little. Like, I have my other hand under his chin, and he's falling asleep— <laughs> And and so Dave's getting pictures and Dave's like, Can I swap in? And I'm like, Well let's give it a whirl, you know? So we kinda yeah. try to Indiana Jones it. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. It's the, and so, it's the they cutest really animal. look Like Alvin and
3: the Chipotle. Oh, it's adore. fucking crazy. But they're big and they're just
2: So he's got his he's he's got his hand on it and I'm like, I'm gonna try to pick this dude up. And uh <laughs> And so Dave lets it go, and I just, like, in a moment of just, like, let's go for it, I pick up this little thing, and I have him in my arms, and he's starting to sleep, and these people are walking by, these Australian people, and they're like, oh, I've never seen anything like that before, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that, Quarker. And, uh, and it was this fucking amazing moment, and I kept talking about it. I was like, this is Crazy. You know, like that – feeling that connection and also validating that animal's trust. And then we go to the cafeteria because we have like We're four hours a, to kill. having a beer, having a meal. We, and we go up. We order. And I'm just euphoric. And I go to this lady. I go, you know, I just picked up a quaka. And I held it in my arms for like 20 minutes and fell asleep. And she goes, they're riddled with disease. I was like, my God, what? She said, yeah. salmonella. Salmonella and chlamydia. I was like, sorry? I thought that, I'm sorry? What was the last part? And then I was washing my arms in the he, bathroom like a he, goddamn surgeon. He washed himself like 12 I t- times. I took my shirt off. I did. I took my shirt off and I wore only my sweater. because I was. And, I, and then like the next half of the day was me just waiting to take this ferry back so that I could just shower chlamydia and salmonella off me. <laughs> They're riddled with disease. <laughs> They're riddled with disease.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: It was amazing. What a
1: great moment.
2: Was, I, I was busting. Gushing. Oh, oh
1: how great is that? It was
2: amazing.
0: Oh, I'm fucking crying right now.
2: I really ran the oh.
0: spectrum of emotion in like fifteen minutes. I was like, I just oh.
2: held I'm dying. What, ma'am?
0: I love the thing I love about Australia is that like uh their racism is like just regular. It's like matter of fact. Like one of the one of the things that we that my crew found very racist is that all the uh, all the all the signs are written for dangerous shit are written in English and in German, right? Because Germans die at an alarming rate. <laughs> and they were just like they were just like we need to. We're losing a lot of Germans.
2: So, what does the
1: sign say? It's like. It's like
0: Crocodiles in German. Crocodiles. Fuck face. Stop jumping off these cliffs. There's crocodiles in here. It, oh, I love it. It's just very matter of fact. Like, listen, we're losing German.
2: All right. You know what? It sounds crazy. Put German translations under everything. I,
0: I, I said to the, I, we had a guide with us and I go, uh, I go, how come all the signs are written in German too? And they're like, oh, Germans die all the time. Here. <laughs> Are like, you serious? I go, yeah.
1: yeah. So you yeah.
0: know the most endangered species a German here. <laughs> yeah, we've we got we a little lose, area
2: where they can
3: roam freely. We lose half the Germans. Yeah. How
0: crazy is that, though? Like, but but did you have you guys been to? I think it's called Cons. Uh, hmm.
2: No, I don't
3: Cans. think so.
0: It's like the uh, top, the top of Australia. Oh no, top we haven't right. gone up top to right. the top yet, yeah. Yeah. dude. That's where crocodiles are hardcore. Oh really? Yeah, like they they said to us, they're like, don't go to the beach at night. Because you'll literally be walking, and then a crocodile will just eat you. Ugh.
2: Uh, fucking Australia is terrifying that way. Oh, like animal and bug-wise, Australia is like, like the stuff. Be- and I mean, yeah, knock on wood, but like the spiders. This isn't wood, is it? The spiders. This is what, metal? Yeah. The I'll find wood are later.
0: are fucking...
2: Crazy, and they're like comfortable with it. They're like, oh, that's. Oh, kinda- yeah. I saw this video of someone flushing their toilet before they went to the toilet, and like af- halfway through the flush, this monster... Just as like in the like a thing that would like clog your toilet, like I is just it. swimming in it. I was like, oh god.
0: They've got, I think, ten of the world's twenty deadliest snakes yeah. in yeah. Australia. No,
3: it's it's all it's all things poisonous down there.
0: It's really insane that that like it it almost like makes a reason of why Australians are such big badasses. Yeah, it's like they've just survived. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like great yeah. whites, crocodiles, poison snakes, spiders. I'll tell you, my I, I, and I love Australia, but I'll tell you what I really love is New Zealand. We haven't been. We're, we're going there yet. next. Sweet. So is you, uh, like you guys go there and, and do like live podcasts and stuff. Yeah, oh, we yeah. tour
2: the podcast there. Really? Yeah. The last time Wait, we went there, we did
0: like in fucking Australia. How do I get to
3: Australia? Well, we did a. We sold out a 1600 seat theater, and yeah, Sydney. we were doing what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, we, not. I think you we know, sold like, 1800. To anyone, to anyone listening? I don't think they under they understand the weight of that. That's a big, really we big play fucking We played the fucking deal.
3: theater the Stones played at. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah.
0: And we
2: did Jumpin' Jack Flash better. I said <laughs> it.
0: Mm. So, wait. So, you guys fly down and then you do like a run of shows? We would go. Yeah. We would do for the, I mean, basically a
2: city a day or every other day. And we would just fly. And we were just flying and hitting, you know, venue after venue I mean, over there. Did
0: you guys hit like
2: uh, four or five? Or no, ten? we probably did seven ish. Seven, I think. Maybe eight, more. Maybe eight. Maybe
0: eight. That is, it's awesome. The coolest thing I've I think I've ever heard, especially about podcasting in general. Oh my god! Is that is that that is the coolest thing I've ever heard? It's really
2: amazing. I mean, you know, as you know, but there is, yeah, it's super weird and amazing. Like like any of this shit is, but it is one of those things where you you know you are sitting there going like, you know, this is really fucking crazy. So so (laughs) I mean, it's you know
3: a made up thing. The way it happened was I. So I did just do the podcast with Greg Barrett. Yeah. And this do you know Will Anderson?
0: I don't know. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm about, uh, I I'm sure I do. I apologize, uh, Will if I don't, but I'm just I'm drunk. So So, yeah,
3: he's an Australian comic.
0: Oh yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So
3: um so he he does a podcast with his friend and someone was like who listened to both of them was like, There's an Australian podcast like your guys, and we started listening to each other's podcast. And then and then we started like communicating on Twitter, and then they came here and we we had him on, and then we just, I just became I became pretty good friends with Will, and then Will's uh, friend got booked on a TV show that's very wholesome, and they didn't want him to do the podcast because it was kind of dirty, so I would fill in a lot. So I and at the at the point I didn't know how big Will was, but we went down to do our old podcast, Walking the Room in Australia, because yeah. our numbers started going up because of Will. And when I got there I was like, Oh, he's a huge stalker. Yeah. That's
0: what that is he's a testament a to the man comic. that he doesn't tell you that. Yeah, that's you the, have cool, no it's idea. the coolest thing. idea. Uh, oh my god. It's the coolest thing about being an American comic is sometimes you'll get into a DM with someone, you're like, Yeah, cool man, let's hang out. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh shit, you're fucking Oh yeah. You're the son of a duke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm doing a I'm doing a podcast. I know, hopefully I'm doing this podcast. They they like hit me up they're like, I'm going when I go to London. They're like Check out this guy, Al Murray. Do you know who he is? Uh, yeah. I And I watched him. I was like, it's, he's funny as fuck. That's yeah. all I watched. Is I was like, just watch the video. Didn't look at the number of it. I was like, this guy's funny as fuck. And so I just DM him. I go, hey, man, I'll be in uh, London. I want to do a podcast, definitely. I think you're funny as shit. And he doesn't answer for like a couple of days. And then I was like, eh, fuck, that's not going to work out. And then someone's like, has he not answered? And I was like, oh, I haven't heard from him. And they're like, oh, we need to make this happen. And then I Wikipedia him. Huge. This guy's like fucking massive. Yeah. Really? It's like Jimmy Carr. You know right. Jimmy right. Carr? Yeah, yeah. Tom Scrooge yeah. and I are sitting backstage and Jimmy Carr comes back and we're fucking around talking to him. And we're like, yeah, he's a nice guy. Whatever. <laughs> and then we go back and Tom's he's, like, whoa, have you seen his net worth? Oh, no, he's huge. Huge. And, and, and we were like, we well, thought he was funny, but yeah. like what the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then we're like, why did he come backstage with us? <laughs>
1: yeah, and then you what feel bad about yourself.
0: yourself.
2: Like, we then, embarrassed ourselves in front of Jimmy Carr.
0: I wish we could have known that he was going to be so fucking
2: famous. Yeah. It would have been cool. Oh, in England, my my mom lives in it. He's massive. Oh, he's massive. I mean, he's like, yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy.
0: Yeah. he. It would be the equivalent of like, I'm gonna say Louis C.K. That's probably inaccurate. But like Louis C.K. coming back and hanging out backstage with you, and then yeah. and you blowing him off, yeah, and yeah, being like, yeah, yeah, it's good man. All right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> cute. Right. Anyway, we, yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're
1: in the middle so of somewhere. So Australia. So, oh, oh, I'm so, sorry.
3: So we go down there, and <laughs> me, Greg, and we have Will on. Is this when Greg got stomach cancer? No, this is the time before that. Okay. So we go down to do our podcast, and we sold out we decided to do a a last minute combo podcast with the two of our podcasts together and we sold that out in like 6 minutes it was like 300 seats and i was like what's happening and we did a show that night and we walked off and i looked at the other guys and i was like i was like so that was the best thing i've ever done and they're like yeah me too like we all agreed like like you were talking about earlier you just had this moment where you're like, that's the fucking most amazing thing
0: I've ever yeah, been a but, part but, of. But, but, but yeah, but you shared it with people that all agreed on it. Like we did the end of the world podcast and I got off stage and I go, that's the greatest thing I've ever done. And everyone was like, yeah, that was fun. And I was like, <laughs> No. Can we all do this again, ever again? And Burr and Stanhope and Rogan are like, "Yeah, we'll hitch up." And I was like, "Oh, fuck!" I literally there was a point when I was on that podcast and I was like, "I don't know if I belong here." Like, but then, but that, that is fucking amazing. Okay, so we
3: do that, and then, uh, and then I'm still doing walk in the room, but then I, I just got tired of fucking talking about myself, so. We started doing a podcast together, this the dollop. And the difference between the dollop and walking in the room is so I have this I have this following down there now but the walk in the room people couldn't tell the people about because it, it was so fucking dirty that people were like, I don't know if I want to tell my friends about this or my family. Yeah. But the dollop everyone
0: can tell everybody about because oh, that's not offensive. So it just you guys realize that you were at the, the the beginning of the turn for podcasting. It feels that way. Because because uh well you are too. You know you're a podcaster, right? No, 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 but I am uh I'm the old guard. The, the conversational. Yeah, I know what you mean. That sucks. Like yeah, I, but, wish that, but, I wish I but... wish that I had I wish that I had thought forward. Like well, but the reason is and I say this like the cool thing is I can I can borrow from your talent, you know? Like I don't yeah. Have to, like Yeah, like, it, it's it's got to be stressful for you guys to like every week you got to Do the work. Yeah, you got to show up. You do the work. Same thing with Burr. Um, Yeah, I'm that old, like like a hybrid of like Rogan, Marin kind of podcast. Yeah, where it's very guest specific. Yeah. So like, so like this will be a big podcast for me. Well, Um, but, but
3: I would say I would say the the difference is is I think that I think that you because you're because you're an established comic, so you have this audience. But also like your podcast is is already big. I would say the people. That that are going to get left behind are the people that now try to come in and start a conversational podcast. Difference. Like you're already established it's, with yeah, your conversational. It's, it's very podcast. hard to
0: do what I'm doing now yes. as a podcast. However, um, however, I believe that the, the the turn, like I listened to uh, Karen Kilgariff. Oh yeah, yeah. Karen and George's my Georgia. My Georgia. Yeah. Was so, the best part of this whole fucking story of this. The two it's my oldest daughter's name is Georgia. Uh-huh. Oh really? And I yeah, and I got a email from Brian Baldinger. And he was like, "Hey, I, I'm dyslexic, so I don't I don't read s- super great. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, it just said Georgia murder, and that's all I <laughs>
2: saw. Oh my god! <laughs> and I went, huh? Georgia's been murdered. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Somebody read this to me.
0: <laughs> but but that podcast is a fantastic podcast. Yeah. yeah, it's a reason. Like I don't have a problem promoting shit. I like like when I listened to y'all's podcast, I was like, I said it. I literally I want to say three podcasts in a row. I was like." This is the podcast you have to check out because it's oh, that thanks. it's that turn of the corner where it's like every episode is fucking great. Like they're all great. They're not like I've had some mediocre podcasts, and and because I'm in a bad mood or I'm not. Oh yeah, when totally you're conversation. There.
3: But there's been times we've done not great ones. I think. Yeah, I
0: think. Well, I mean, it's all relative to your I mean, own. But yeah. The other but
3: thing I think is, is like we we can always fall back on the story. The story well, if the story is interesting, the yeah. comedy
0: doesn't matter as much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I feel like uh, you guys have the production of a television show. Meaning, like, yeah, you it's guys, pretty. You guys have a television show that it's, it's, it, it could you could go anywhere with your show. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, it is. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, and truly, the way it came about was just very organic. I mean, it was like it wasn't a thing where. We planned that I wouldn't know shit, uh, and Dave would explain it to no, me. It y- was just, you know, what happened, and was it wasn't just, even going to be.
3: I had an idea. Yeah, I had an idea to do this with a different comic every week, and I brought so so when I, the first time I did it with him, I I had already this audience in Australia, and and from walking the room. So the first time I did it with him, I just I was like, we just well, did the I'll first I, one I, together because he yeah. was so fucking funny on Tripoli's show. I was like, I want to do it to him first, yeah. and all all my fans are like, that's the show. Don't get rid of that guy. That's the fucking guy. I was like, yeah, no, he's fucking great. And yeah. then I just was like, that's the show.
2: But it, but it is. I mean, and then, and that it happened fucking so randomly. And that, I mean, which a lot of times is how, you know, very interesting things happen. But it really was. There was no, there was just no predetermined shit. We just sat down and we started talking about a topic. And then slowly over the first like eight episodes, we we're like, oh, well, I mean, I don't know shit about history. Yeah. <laughs> you love it. You know, I won't. Don't tell me what we're going to do before we do it, and let's just go.
0: The, uh, we did a, a podcast. Me, Ari, and Steve easy did a podcast, and very organically, we came up with a podcast idea for Steve about hear me that book.
3: Where <laughs> well, he, told me, yeah, this he doesn't read, good so right.
0: it's just comics. Come on and tell him about a book they read. That's great. It's so great. Yeah. Steve still hasn't done it, right? But, uh, <laughs> but it's like those organic things. Like I, today on the podcast I did with. Tommy, I was like, I want to throw a surprise party for Tosh, where like twenty five of us show up at his house with groceries, and we knock on the door, and he answers the door, and we're like, surprise, we're here to hang out in your mansion, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and everyone's like, oh, that's hilarious. I'll be a part of it. I don't want to organize it. Yeah, like everyone's yeah. like, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do that if you want to do that. Right, and the whole point is Tosh would not enjoy that. Right, <laughs> right, right. Oh at all like it is his nightmare it is his worst fucking And I'm, I'm talking about we're bringing our kids we're bringing fucking our dogs like it is and uh and but then and then i get a fucking call and they're like "Hey, you being serious about this and i was like i go yeah i'm being dead serious about it and they're like because this you know this could be a really great idea and then i go oh it's the organic shit yeah where people go like you know it is real friends. It is real friends that would show up at his house. It would be a real reaction. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like uh, it's like when you watch Todd Glass and Daniel Tosh hang out together, right? And you go, oh, they're real genuine friends. Yeah, they're yeah, real, like, yeah. And, and you go, oh, it's organic. It's that's uh, maybe that's why I like your podcast so much. Is it's real. It's yeah. It's not forced. It, like no one cast you and then cast you and yeah. said, you guys need to do this together. Can I give you some notes? What was the notes we were talking about oh, earlier? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, that, yeah. I mean, yeah. what they give you? Yeah, they always uh, the amount. Totally, I think that we would that 's why podcasting is so fucking great. I mean it really is because, as you know as as we all know, you get involved in this shit, and really, when you it's almost like the more you lose your passion for something, you know the the more their fingerprints are on it, the more that you kind of lose sight of it, and you're not sure what it is anymore, and if you like it. Nobody tells you shit with a podcast. Advertising has, is coming around, but there's still not. Even if you're on a network like we're on, All Things Comedy together, like yeah. you know, nobody ever tells any of us what our podcasts should be, what they need. They offer up opportunity and they want you to thrive. Yeah, that is so rare in entertainment. And yeah. because podcasting has happened and it's so accessible, and anybody can do it. It's it changes it and it really does
0: give you a platform to just say whatever the fuck you want. But why is it like this uh podcast, and I think anyone listening to this can agree, like this is what I got into. Like the fact that none of us have really hung out like this. Yeah. But I would yeah very candidly say we've laughed I have laughed yeah. Oh, yeah. the hardest I've laughed in this, two hours for two hours. Straight. This is a green room. Yeah.
3: Yeah. This is what we've been doing for fucking ages. Right. Yeah. we've just been kicking it and making each other laugh. This is what we fucking do.
0: It's the it's the like the heart of the comic is like is like we're all we like we all feel like lucky that we, like that we got into the carpool lane. Yeah. You know? like, yeah, like there's yeah it's the easy fucking street where it's just it's like we all have the same sensibility. Like I know for a fact, even with like the Sea World shit, we all probably have different opinions or different views, but none of us get offended. Like, right. It, like I don't. You, it is impossible to offend me. Like yeah, you, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty hard to offend. I, 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 well, and
2: that's good. Like the, the more I think, the more of that. The like the if something doesn't, you you just can't go around getting offended by everything because then when something yeah. is offensive and needs to change, no, it's the boy who cried wolf. So so nobody yeah. gives a shit. Where every. That's what Facebook is. Like whenever I go through Facebook, I'm never. I never leave feeling full of information. I leave feeling like I wasted thirty minutes scrolling through articles, dude. Because everything
0: I talked about that in
1: therapy. Yeah. Every. <laughs> <laughs> I like,
0: I, I, that, that, uh, there's an addiction to just scroll yeah. and just going. What's that? And next? so What's you're next? just
2: getting like a little bit of every bit of outrage instead of fo- like focusing in on like. A, a thing that actually matters. Yeah, you're just getting pissed about every oh well, fuck that. I got to sign this petition or all this shit. When when in reality, there's big issues that we all probably agree on, but we're just so fractured because we have micro opinions.
0: No, yeah. what what podcast? The uh, random question. What podcast would you like to be on together? Like would that what would, like what are your favorite podcasts? You were like, you know, it'd be really fun is to do this podcast together or separately or individually. But like, I think you guys are so good, like together. Oh, thanks. Like, yeah, thanks. Like, yeah. what what podcast would you guys like to be on that you guys have never done?
3: I mean, I would, I think Rogan, like we talked about earlier, but I think Rogan would be fun. I mean,
0: that to
2: me, like that, like yeah, I I and I like a good amount of podcasts, but to me, uh, the one that. I'm like focused on listening to yeah. that. I really am like trying to absorb all. The, it's almost like listening to a documentary with Rogan at times, and you don't want to miss a beat of it. His that that podcast. to me is one where um, it's just very informative. Always, you know, his, his it's podcast. either it's either funny as shit and informative,
0: or it's just super super informative. And did he's you hear funny. the one with Boss Rutan? Yeah, where he talked about the guy put the cue ball in his mouth, and yeah. they had to break his teeth. Uh, what,
3: <laughs> dude? <laughs> Oh my
0: Dear god! Boss Rootin podcast with Rogan is the best podcast. That new one is the best podcast I've ever heard. The <laughs> one with him and Calvin is great, but like yeah. the fucking Boss Rootin is a fucking beast. Oh. The, um, the thing I say about always say about Rogan, and I, I, I'm sure I've told him this. And if I haven't, then I'm saying it now. When Chris Rock did his first special, the the one that changed his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cornell Wallace, Cornell West, yeah, Cornell West. Uh, invited him to have dinner with him every Sunday night. Wow! And he said, "I, I think you're a really great voice in comedy, and I think in order to do that, you should be hanging out with the most brilliant minds." We do this dinner; it's like a Sunday conversation Holy where it's shit. just the greatest minds come to my house. We have dinner. I'd like to invite you. So for like oh, a year, Chris Rock crazy just hung out with these brilliant minds, and yeah. did, and he said he didn't speak; he just listened. Right, and. Uh, and I and I, he maybe I thought this, I'm sure he didn't say this, but it, he felt it turned him into a renaissance man. Like, it really just listening to great minds. Yeah. Dude, that is what fucking Rogan's doing. Yeah. Is he takes anything he's interested in, anything that's opposing, anything that's, like, in his angle, fighters, comics, nutritionalists, everything, he's just like, bring it all in. And he yeah. drinks it in. He wow. is... Without a doubt, and I always told him I was like, You're different than everyone else. He's like, oh, I'm the same. If you think you're different, you're out of your fucking mind. I'm like, I think I'm fucking different. And but he is like
1: <laughs> I was like, if you don't think you're different, then what the fuck do I think I am? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I a lot's the, going on over
0: here right now, Joe. I got that Mickey Mantle gene. Come on, Joe. And so but like that I, I feel like a better person listening to that podcast. Yeah. I would love to hear you guys on Rogan. Well it I would makes love I think it there's there's times when you
2: walk up when I walk away from it and I'm like I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna think about this. I'm gonna watch more on this person. Even, the thing I'm gonna learn about it, Vim Hof. Even if
3: even if you don't agree, amazing. With, right. Even if you don't agree with it, it still makes you think about
2: stuff. Yeah, yeah.
3: You know, which which is not what you get from a lot of podcasts and what you're saying too.
2: You know, when he he'll bring on, you know, people who I fundamentally disagree with on so much shit, but it's it's you can never.
0: It's better to hear the context of why someone thinks that over it's just so judge much, their thoughts. That is the – fuck. I wish I didn't step on what you said because that is the most brilliant fucking statement. I'd rather – say it again.
2: You, you want to you, you know the context of the thoughts, not just the thoughts. So why yes. – so when someone says to you, I'm opposed to gay marriage, I don't agree with you. I think that's wrong. I think everybody should be married. But instead of just shutting that down, why do you think that? Oh, well, that's interesting. I'd never heard of this guy. I'd never heard of this shit. Well, that formed your opinion, and now instead of just fundamentally like getting pissed at you, we can have a conversation. He has these oh.
0: conversations that give you the backstory behind beliefs. It really is. Uh, it really is. I mean, no one, everyone listening to this already knows it. But like, I would love to hear you guys on Rogan. I'd love, to, love, to, be on love Rogan. to hear you guys on Rogan. I would yeah. love to. There's a lot of podcasts. You two have such a great energy together. Like, uh, it's the is, cocaine. Fucking <laughs> I wish. Penis cocaine. I wish. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I wish I have high blood pressure. I, I, yeah. I right, we're we're, we're, we're at a point right now oh uh, boy. Where, where I'll ask you, do we wrap this up or do I piss and make another cocktail and we do another 45 minutes? It's, it's up, up to you, guys. David. It's up I'm, to you guys. I can stick. I'm yeah. fine. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, let's I pause. Piss too. Yeah, let's piss. All right. oh, I'm pissing. Make, do you, Either you don't want a cocktail or... I'm good. Maybe I should... Stop it. Thank you,
1: thank you. So,
0: I'm back recording. So, by the way, Dave, I'm going to tell you this: this Tulsa book I bought because of. Uh... Oh, shut up! You vape.
3: It's because he he vapes because he used to smoke. It's uh, his what way. You,
0: what like what what, you, uh, what what is that? Is that cotton candy?
2: I don't even know what it is. I just have What's a buddy who gives. I uh, here. Let's what see. you got
0: a connection for your vapes?
2: It's candy of some nature. It does smell like ca- it's cotton candy. candy.
3: It's yeah. cotton candy. You're a fucking 37-year-old man smoking cotton candy.
2: <laughs> Look, yeah. dreams really do come true. <laughs> Dude, you told me I could smoke cotton candy
0: as a kid? I mean, honestly, I was thinking that earlier.
2: I mean, what I was thinking earlier was if emissions, up. like, his car was in front of me, and it was just juicing me with, like, black smoke, and, I, you know, one of those cars that shouldn't have passed emissions. Yeah. And I was like, if it smelled like candy,
0: but what, <laughs> I'd be less rubbed. But you know what's crazy is that, in a weird way, cotton candy's going to smell like poison to children. Yeah, right. Because they're going to go, oh, it's vape. Oh, that's so uh, weird. Like, yeah, it fucks like it we up. knew the what ripple of smelled that. Smelled like, yeah, like because we were like, oh, that's fucking fumes. Yeah, yeah. And, and then one day our kids will out cotton candy and be like, oh, <laughs>
2: yeah, oh, gross. That's like popcorn. Long. I'm lung. not eating vape.
0: How long have you been vaping?
2: Uh, like about a year and a Just half. Just smoke cigarettes, right? No, I don't think there's I, cigarettes. Make me sick. Do you feel healthier now? Yeah, and I don't. I like. I you know. I don't use it like cr- uh, crazily. Like. Cigarettes. Yeah, you have it. It's been, yeah, it's been two and a half hours. And I'm like embarrassed by it. I feel like shame with it,
0: as as I should. It's such a. It's like it looks like a weird. Yeah,
2: like
3: vape. No, it's it's fucking stupid.
2: I mean, stupid. And if you ever want to have an amazingly weird experience and feel like you're in the fifth element, go into a vape store. Because really? they they encourage like chilling out and like pu- you know like vaping with each H- other, hanging but, at the vape, hanging at the vape. But I went in there. I, a buddy, honestly, a buddy the does vape just give me like a
0: theater in San Francisco. <laughs> you
2: guys have to
1: go to the vape. They do amazing guerrilla theater at the vape. You must hit that.
2: But like there were these dudes c- uh, competing over blowing smoke rings. Fuck off! And it was like the. Uh, I saw this online. I saw. I it was like, it like the hardest it. two minutes and thirty seconds. Uh, like waiting for your debit to clear I've ever had. I was like,
0: hurry. I don't want to catch douche. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. So one night we're in uh, at some casino, and uh, the guy goes, uh, they're giving out free c- cigarettes. Uh, f- the oh, yeah. Cigarette pens. Oh, and then I go, why wouldn't I and introduce a little nicotine into my life tonight? Sure, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah.
2: But what is this going to hurt?
0: Yeah, and what,
3: what, who? It's it's not a. Why would they be given away for free? Just just awesome and nice of them. It's not like <laughs> are they fairies?
2: Yeah. Do they have wings?
0: And I started hitting it, and I could not breathe in the middle of the night, like asleep. Really, oh, really? I woke up in the middle of the night and I could not breathe, and I went, "Holy fuck!" Like I, wow. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, to me, like when I would, and this is. I,
2: I'm not advocating pro vaping, but personally, would see, like I would never be on record as that get the, get get that wait, on my bumper. Wait, uh,
3: you, well, I'm gonna get him a shirt that says pro vape. Pro
2: vape. Yeah. <laughs> I love
3: vape jokes.
2: Talk to me about vaping.
0: Vape culture kills me, man. Vape culture. <laughs> This pro comedy is killing vape culture. <laughs> oh, no. Vape oh. isn't funny.
3: Vape is not yeah. funny. <laughs> I
0: got date vaped the time. <laughs>
2: I don't want to hit. Come on, before I drop you off. No, I had a lovely evening. I said no. Take one hit. Oh, it's like oh. Hey, take a hit. Man. Yeah. It's like cotton candy. What's yeah. the big deal? Yeah, That's first crazy. it's free. But yeah, like I, I, I would feel like sick the next day if I smoked cigarettes right now. Like really? they make, yeah, they make me feel sick. Like I miss I, they,
0: cigarettes so much.
2: Oh, dude, me and my buddy yeah. talk about it all the time. Like if you, When we have this moment where I turn on the news and, someone's gonna, and you're going to see the footage of the meteor and the president talking, yeah. someone's going to say, can you believe that to me and see me across the street buying Marlboro mediums?
1: <laughs> oh, like the first thing I'll do, and then I'll be back, I'll be like, it's crazy. Huh? I'm going to smoke them two
2: at a time. When did you start smoking? Young. Like I probably had my first cigarette when I was probably like 10. What? Yeah, Are or 11. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Because my family's English, and my cousin, who was like my best friend, was a year older. F- but they do everything. Eng- so they the do English every- start. Were born in England? I was born in Wisconsin, but raised by nope. English people.
3: The English start doing
2: everything way too. They're like, <coughs> let's start fucking. We're 11. Well, I'm not kidding <laughs> you. It's, like when I, it's I, white I, people. I went to England <laughs> one time. You hate poor white people. <laughs> and which is what my gonna, family is. I'm going to say and that they, might be a lot of Florida. Well, oh, a lot of Florida. yeah.
3: Poor fucking Tongueless Joe never has eaten pussy. Never. He's never eaten pussy.
2: Yeah. Never. I mean, he might have... It's the only time someone said less teeth when someone's gone down on him. <laughs> and it's a female. I never thought I'd say this, honey. Less teeth. Brett, less teeth. It's all. Oh, God. Did you come?
0: Can you come?
2: <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Wait this is a real person who will definitely be listening to this. Is that okay? <laughs> is this he going to be a mad? real human being? Is like, going to be mad? No. Okay. are you going to say to me? Nothing.
1: <laughs> Fuck,
0: man. Like this is <laughs> like this has been the most seamless podcast I've ever fucking done. Uh, Shut good. up. Yeah. I've, that's I'm. I'm Serious. Like it's podcasts like this that make you go, "Oh, this is why you podcast." Yeah. There is. Uh, uh, that's like he
2: was talking about Will Anderson before. Like that's how I really met. Like Will too was like talking through a microphone, so you sort of you start your relationship or your your friendship with someone like talking and recording it. It's pretty weird. And oh, I,
0: there's a lot of people where I go, like Owen Benjamin. Oh. I, I only know Owen basically. I mean, we've hung out it before, but like, really, is podcasting? Yeah, like when you come over, Shane Moss, like uh-huh. just doing like a two hour, three hour podcast with him. and you're like, like Owen did the first time he did my podcast. I was blown away at how untethered he was. He is untethered. That's a good word for Owen. And he's and he's very, he's very smart, like he's really I, smart. I'd almost argue autistic. Like, well, he was raised by smart. very intelligent
2: teachers. Like he is. So he's like a master of debate. He really he, is. He's very good at devil's advocating
0: things and he and does. making you go, oh yeah, I get it like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like Shane Moss, another yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I hated about this, Dave, you, I think you've probably been on both sides of this, is that we got split up in comedy with this alt and, and yeah, bl- I guess, I'm bro comic, I guess, is what you'd yeah. say. Yeah. But I don't think that any of us are that. Right. But the extremes of us made the fence. Yeah, yeah I totally That's agree. true. Like, the extremes of us, the guys that had no act, that couldn't do an alt room and be conversational, fucking hated the alt guys. Yeah. And the alt people who aren't funny and and couldn't cross over fucking hated the bros. Yeah. But it was like this. It was, it was like... And it's like... I, I mean, I, I, like, you do, don't say anything, but I'll say handily, I think... I watched uh, Jen Kirkman's special. I fucking loved it. I haven't seen it yet. It, yeah. Yeah. Jen would be someone that you would, would consider alt. Fantastic. And I talked to an, another quote-unquote bro comic who was like, I fucking loved her special. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She's... Yeah. I mean... I have yeah, to she's been also, working it hard for fucking a few she years, kills him, like, man. Yeah, and, she really does. And I and I will say this, and I hope that she hears this. But she looked absolutely gorgeous. That is a sidebar to this. Yeah, but like so gorgeous and that's yeah. special. And I was like, I was like, God damn it, man! Like, how fucking how cool for her to go up, murder, and be gorgeous? Like, I'm just fat. That's all I will get stuck with. No, like,
3: no, you're you have your own sort of pretty thinking. <laughs> Plus, you sound like a fucking horse, which is super cool. <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah.
0: I can do a really good horse impression. Yeah, it's like chicken. You oh. guys seen horse? It just murdered
2: Montreal. Six figure
0: deal. Oh, welcome oh, to the barn. Yeah. yeah, but like, there's a lot of like, it stinks because it's a, there are a lot of really great comics on both sides of the fence. That yeah. I, and you just work different clubs. You know, like I think. UCB is a fun club to do. I'll tell you what, one of my favorite places in the world to work that I don't work at all is Meltdown. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fun. I love that place. Yeah, every it,
2: time I've done a show there, I've enjoyed it. So
0: it's great. In the great. stores, I would. I think anyone could argue, in, but the store is the greatest place to do comedy right now I've in the still
3: world. I've not gone to the store. I've done a couple sets there, but I've never. Every time, time I tried to get in there, they've been like, it's just a lot of fucking people. Even when I was on Marin, I was like, now I could try and get in there. Like, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people.
0: I was, I was there. I was like that for a while. Uh, uh, and they were like, you know, I think Bill and, and Al tried to get me past. I've tried to get past like probably five times there. For, Shut up. Like, are you not past
2: there? I'm past there. You the
0: are? Al. Yeah. Okay. But like, I, it was just one of those things that I was like, it was a couple things that I, one, I one was talking to my therapist. I was like, I really want to work the store. And he was like, you know, just so you know, if If you want to work the store, that means you have to work the store, yeah, that means you have to show up there, yeah, you have to be there, right. You have to work the store. yeah, you can't just go, I work the store but not go there. yeah. And I was like, ooh, I never thought about it that, about it that way and uh and I just was like, that's right. And then I was like, you know what? I got to put my ego aside, and I've got to do whatever spots they offer me and just be around a lot and 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 it's what I like to do anyway, but it, it in a weird way, it was fucking with my ego. Like, it was making me it, it, feel less important. I myself.
2: think that is uh, – when I uh, – before Adam uh, was there. And Adam's I was, the greatest thing that ever happened to the store. Adam is – That's Adam what, Adam what I've the heard. the greatest thing
0: that Adam ever is. happened to the store. No questions out. Uh, other than Mitzi Shore, who yeah. obviously is the precursor to this, Adam. Well, because he
2: – I mean, and the proof is in the way the store has had this huge resurgence. I mean, well, it's, it's just very every evident. Sh- every show, show – yeah,
0: that since he's been there, every show sells out. It's an
2: Instagram I follow that always makes
0: me go, like, ah, it looks like everyone's having a lot of fun over there
1: because <laughs> <laughs> it really when is. You are on the
0: road and you look at that and you are like, wow. <sighs> shut. So you are telling me that you just put on a two hundred and forty thousand dollars show? Yeah. Technically, for nothing. Oh yeah, that's I mean, crazy. Rogan, Dalia, Burr, yeah, man, yeah. fucking Paul. it's Shore, nuts. Fucking uh, David Spade. Ron White, that I'm sorry, that was your lineup. Yeah, that's crazy. Judd Apatow, Daniel Tosh, Tom Segura. Yeah, fucking shut. Yeah, the, do you yes. murder us? Do you realize the fucking? I mean, I, everyone realizes it, but that they the the price point on that show yeah. is through the fucking. I never
2: actually thought of it like that, but that is crazy. It really is a testament to what it's like in L. A. to be a fucking comic. Yeah, I mean that like. How how does so how do you make the argument that you belong on those lineups? I don't. Like, I can't. You can't. I can't. You can't. I go. Be like, I go.
0: Hey, thank you for having me on. I yeah. really appreciate this. Yeah. Anytime I'm on those shows, I go, shut up, Andrew Dice Clay, Roseanne Barr, Louis Louis C.K. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? These are people that I know. What I know. What I can tell you. What Tom Segura makes, and I can tell you that you couldn't get that lineup. Yeah. I mean, they'd be selling stadiums. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Fuck. And,
2: and these are people who were trying to get, are asking for these spots. Yeah, want to Chris perform Rock, there. Dave Chappelle. Ask
0: and 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 you go. Wow. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I've run into so many people that are like, "Hey, I'm going to LA. I'm going to the store." So many people. Yeah. Wow, like, really? really? Oh my God. The yeah. The Majority of people that are at the store, in my opinion, these days, are people flying in from different states to see comedy. Wow. It is Just, like yeah. It's really, it's a. uh, I'm very grateful that that unpassed me. But I, I, but like, even still, I can't like. Like, I had a date where I got pa- I got bumped by Judd Apatow and Daniel Tosh and Louis Eek. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and everyone's like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I was like, you do not have to say sorry to me. You I saw those get names, it. right? I <laughs> get it. Like, I am fucking well aware of where I am in my career. I'm the guy that's willing to stick around till <laughs> yeah. 1 o'clock to yeah. get on. Yeah. They all got other shit to do. Yeah. Like yeah. But, like, you know, it's, the coolest thing about the store is, is just that, you know. But I don't know. what. But I don't know what my whole point was. But you've been on both sides of the fence. I think, yeah, on all sides of the fence.
3: I think I was always, you know, I did both things. You know, I've always sort of done that. Yeah, I've I've never understood the. It's you're definitely right. There's dudes who can't do both, and those are the ones who can't. But mo- most comics can adopt adapt to both those rooms and work them both. Yeah. and do it, and it's fine. Like the, well, the vast you, majority.
2: When you first are like, like you hear. Alt room, and you're like, what is that? I, w- I was just like, what does that even mean? Like, it took me a minute to understand that it you can adapt your material. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you think of it as almost this crazy thing, and it really isn't. Right. You know, most pe- some most people can. You
0: got to lose as a bro comic for sure to doing like you can't say fat. You're chick. aware. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, there's some guys that are completely unaware. Yes, yes, there, are, there absolutely are. It could yeah. be argued I might be one of those guys.
1: <laughs> I've definitely said things in,
0: in at the UCB that I was like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> technically, technically. All right. Yeah. Like, All right. Okay. What do you want out of me? <laughs> I remember Pete, Pete Holmes, I said fat chick at UCB, and Pete Holmes like, you know, it's like saying Negro. <laughs> I was like, really? He goes, yeah. 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 Like, very fucking aggressive. The best part of this whole argument, oh, and I God. love Pete, obviously, but the best part of this argument was he was like, you can't say fat chick. And I go, I, st- I still fuck one. And he goes, <laughs> "No, what? And he goes, and he goes, you can't say that. You say, uh, the best thing about having sex with a girl with a little more milkshake is the breakfast in the morning. I go, no one sticks around. <laughs> I fucking love Pete. I love Pete.
2: (laughs) He's like, you know, Uh, maybe
0: I just can't reach you right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am not that guy. I'm so bad at fucking... Sometimes I'm super bad at Being honest, yeah. Yeah, like I just go, what? Yeah, Uh, yeah. uh." I'm the fucking... I'm the gorilla in the cage.
2: But you're being honest. I mean, you know, to me, I'm like, if someone is being honest, that's their right to be honest. You know, I don't know. There's just something very strange about the idea that... uh, you know, language is monitored so much. Dude, well. I,
0: there was, when we, when I was in New York, when we were in New York at the same time, I guess, right?
3: I was there in 96 to 2000. Yeah.
0: We were there at the same so time. So I must,
3: we must have fucking seen
0: each other Do you, all you remember the time a guy I named Doug Sinier? Yeah. Okay. So Doug Sinier was, I'm saying, I think I'm saying his name right. I think he's, I'm almost certain he's, he used to tour with Robert uh, Schimmel. Okay. Very funny comic, but like hardcore Boston Southie. Mm-hmm. Like. Right. Real. Right. Like. And this is what I love about comedy. You couldn't shake it out of him. Right. So he's on stage at the Boston Comedy Club, and there's four black chicks in the front row. Oh, And they're fucking, they're uh, kind of fucking with them, making fun of them, And he's like, what? And they're like, uh, oh, you couldn't handle us. And just without realizing what he said, he goes, ah, I always wanted to fuck a colored chick. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) And the place loses their fucking mind. Of course. And he he goes, what? What? in a good way. Like, I want to find a color <laughs> He didn't realize that what he was saying was, he thought he was like, what? No, what? No, no, no.
1: I'm very progressive. Yeah, I'm very, I'm,
0: the colored ones are the ones I want. I'm excited to be with one. It was, I mean, we were fucking howling uh, back. And then he got off. He goes, "I want well. And I was like, Doug. No. You realize what you said, right? And he was like, well, oh, no. Like, Shelto Boston. Like, uh, Shelto Boston. Fucking. fucking, fucking it's so Boston. Lost my mind.
3: Uh, it's so Boston.
0: There was a dude, there, there, there was a, there was a, it was, a, it was like th- those moments moments is like like when you know you're laughing for another reason there's a comic i don't know this guy i'm sure he's not doing it anymore i'm certain he's not doing it anymore but uh he was like hardcore italian and someone said something i someone said something like uh are you from chelsea and he goes uh i'm not a faggot or a mexican and everyone went "Ooh!" and he goes what i'm a comic (laughs) Everyone's like, no, you're not. No. I remember that so distinctly. Yeah. He goes, I'm not a faggot or a Mexican. And Uh. everyone's like, huh. And he was like, what? I'm a comic. It's a joke. And everyone's like, no, I don't Uh, think it is. I remember the joke
2: part of it. uh... I saw
0: Mike, Mike Epps come off stage one time. It was a. Uh, remember they used to do Sundays at the Boston Comedy Club. It was all bla- it was uh, uh-huh. all black. Yeah. So Mike Epps comes off stage and there's oh no Mike's, Mike Mike Apps is about to go on stage and someone comes off and they bomb and they're like this like reeling their head like god damn like fucking fuck fuck and Mike was not paying attention and he turned around and the guy was like ha and he just came at Mike wrong and Mike just knocked him out Whoa. shut the just, fuck up oh. he just called <laughs> him and, and I went. <laughs> and the oh guy God. went down, that's and Mike's the... like, "What? What? What? What happened?" That's and like, the... walked down the stairs to the baguette and and just disappeared. And I was like, "Holy
3: <laughs> shit! That's the worst bomb! That's the worst bombing you could ever yeah, have!" It, yeah. just
0: had so much energy coming off, like, "Fuck! Fuck! Fuck!" And he just caught Mike at the wrong time. I was like, fuck. And I was like,
1: "Whoa!"
3: <laughs> Mike I, Epps, I used to don't
0: party with him a lot.
3: Don't sneak up on Mike Epps <laughs>
0: <laughs> No bombing in front of Mike. So, that where did you amazing. when you lived in New York? Where did you, where were you working?
3: Uh, the Cellar uh, A lot I was there like I followed a tell For like two years uh,
0: For five nights A fucking week What was that, uh, was that what, He used to go on At what like 11.10 or something Or 12.10 Yeah 12, and I was Going on 11.30 God damn it Yeah uh,
3: And then uh, I did The comic strip a lot Those two clubs mostly Never did the
0: comic strip I, is that Lucian? Yeah. I went up and auditioned for Lucian. Oh, and, fuck. And uh, he told me I didn't have what it takes to be in the business. Yeah, he's, he was fucking, he was just well. such a piece of shit. <laughs> did, did you get, you, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, my memory is so bad, but you do the audition, then you go into like a real tiny closet,
3: you right? You go into his office, and you sit there, and he explains to you why he's not going to pass you. He sits me down, and he goes, well, I already have a Tom Agner. And I was like, "Do you know Tom Agnes? Like, the most deadpan, fucking genius comic. Yeah, he he wrote Conan's uh, monologues for the first two years. Like, just fucking genius. But just deadpan joke telling. And I'm like, I don't even know. I'm not. (laughs) I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, it it, it's it was just such a crazy comparison. And I was like, I don't know what's happening right now. He goes, so I can't pass you. I'm like, wait, what? You have a guy that's nothing like me. So he just yeah. categorized me. This is fucking hilarious. So he categorizes me as Tom Agna. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, I don't know. So I, I keep trying to get past there. And uh, I used to hang out with Tom Papa and Ian Bag a lot. We used to kick around. And then, uh, so I was always, because those guys were already past.
0: So I was, it was there a lot. Back when Ian was fat. What? Oh, my favorite Ian Bag when he oh, was fat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't like, like big yeah, big,
1: fat, really fat, no, oh, and
3: and wore shorts all fucking winter. Oh, oh. nice, like just love
1: hey, that guy. I'm
0: Canadian, but What? it's not cold, <laughs> man, he's a guy you can't be around him long enough, too long, because you start adopting in the way he totally. speaks, right, entirely, right, totally,
3: right. So, uh, so I go up to Lucian one day and I go, hey man, I want to, I want to try and get past it. And He goes, you're past, I, you've been past for a while. I'm like, what are you talking about? And He goes. I go, you never told me? He goes, no, but you were just around. He never told me I was past.
2: So you were just like six months or a
3: year, and then I go up to him and go, hey, man, I I want to be seen again. He goes, no, you're past. past."
1: (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck is happening?
2: You have a weird system, sir. (laughs)
0: Let
2: me out of the closet.
0: He told me very candidly I would not... Make it as a comic You
3: are not He did that to so many fucking people People who then went on To be big comics Like that was his thing He'd love
2: to do that That is the That is the power that I mean that's the It's the cult mentality
0: (laughs) Eventually you're like It's about me Louis Schaefer told me that You'll never make it Really? Move Moved back to Tampa Punch him right in the neck I was like I was like what? How did you take it? Were you motivated by it Or was it gutting? So uh I'm sure people have heard this If they haven't It is kind of interesting So it was my 26th birthday and I my dad called me to tell me what a piece of shit I was. That's a great was, That's a great birthday. It, oddly enough, best birthday I've ever had in my life. Okay. My dad calls me. I thought he was wishing me a happy birthday and he's like, You are a piece of shit. That was the first words out of his mouth. I was like I go, you know it's my birthday. And he was like I go, I thought you were wishing me happy birthday. He's like he was like, No, you're an embarrassment. I'm I'm I fucked up. I really fucked up raising you. Uh, I'm embarrassed of you I, I perjured myself he kept saying that he was in court that day and the judge had said how's your son doing and my dad said great and he goes I perjured myself
1: oh my
2: god that's brutal what perjured what myself what the fuck now, nobody told you to perjure yourself dad
0: <laughs> oh, man. you
1: could
2: have said I was a piece of shit <laughs> on the stand yeah, yeah I didn't make you perjure uh,
0: objection your honor I don't want to know <laughs> this line of questioning is aggressive <laughs> I'm taking the fifth <laughs> yeah I'm taking the fifth <laughs> how's your son doing I'm taking the I fifth I played the fifth <laughs> it's <in> a case <laughs> and uh and he gave me a very uh like a real beat down verbally of like what I was where my shortcomings were a lot of it was humility um and and white privilege ultimately it's, it's a it's a it was just white privilege that's all it was really and so i said how can i fix it and he told me, he goes, to go to the Boston Comedy Club and tell them you'll do anything to get on stage. And I go, that's not how it works. Because it wasn't how it worked. No. It, well, it really wasn't.
1: No, it's was a dad, game.
0: Yeah, my dad's like, that's how it works. If you are a poor black kid living in Harlem, that's how it works for that guy. It That's how it works for you. He goes, that's how it works for everyone. Everyone accepts humility. And I said, all right. So I went, my 26th birthday, went to the club, went to Louis Schaefer, and I was like, hey, uh... I've been hanging out at the club all the time, all the time and I was like, I want to be a comic. Can you please get, I'd like to get on stage. I'd like to do stand-up comedy. What can I do? I'll do anything. And he said, move back to Florida. And I was like, okay. That's- and so I, I went home. I I drank at the Baggin' in that night, or uh, McDougall house. Mm-hmm. Went to my apartment, called my dad the next morning. I said, this is what he said. My dad goes, great. Go back tonight, say the same fucking thing, and you'll do that every single night of your life. Until he gives you an opportunity. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I went back that night. I did it again. And he was like, I thought I told you to move back to Tampa. And I was like, that's not an option for me. I'm going to do this every single night. I'm going to be here every single night. You need to give me an opportunity. And and he's like, all right, stand out front. If you can bring in 20 people, I'll put you on after Godfrey. (laughs) That's Louis Schaefer. And so I I was like, I get to go on after Godfrey, which, by the way, was a nightmare spot. Yeah. Yeah. But you remember Karen, um, Karen, Karen, Karen Uh-uh. Karen Bergreen went on. I brought in these four Puerto Rican guys, put them up front, and they made her cry. And she, <laughs> It was bad. Wow. They were bad. I think one guy was going to prison. Oh, and, uh, uh, that's so New York. And uh, yes. and Louis Shaver just hopped off, off stage, and he was like, hey, no one was there. He's like, you want to be a comic? You're up. And I went up, and I destroyed them. But it was just like probably very borderline racist frat boy shit. Right. But it killed in the room. Right. And they, le- they walked the room. They left the room. And the place went nuts. And then Lewis is like, You got a job. You can do this every night as long as you want. And then six months later, uh, you know, the Will Smith thing happened. It was a really, like, a real luck thing.
3: That
0: happened. Let's give another side of Lewis.
3: I, I don't want people listening to think that Lewis is a nice sure. guy.
0: Sure. Oh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Lewis, then, uh, the reason I went with uh, Patrice, and me, Patrice, Rich Voss, and Ben Bailey went to scotland and in edinburgh with lewis oh fuck me you did what yeah is that where he met the chick he married no she, he had met her earlier i you know it's so funny i don't remember i remember hanging out with her a lot uh, because she would come over and stay in new york and hang out with lewis but that is the setup like they started dating she managed ed Byrne. do you remember ed Byrne? irish comic yeah she managed ed Byrne. i think that's his name Ed
3: Burns, no, that's the name of the the actor from and writer ben director. McMullen.
0: It's the same name, though. I think it is. It's the same name. She managed him, and then she got us into Edinburgh, and then Lewis stayed. He stayed there. We went to Edinburgh, and he stayed. He never. He left. never left. He never left. Wow. I don't. I'm, yeah, you know, I'd be interested to have him on a podcast. Yeah, well, you're he's going to lives be there. In London. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So right. so I'm. So, that's very I'm uh,
3: I'm working at the cellar, you know, two years, you know, like I said, and uh,
0: oh and one God. night I'm there. By the I'm going to stop you right now. You have no idea <laughs> how much I'd pay to go in a time machine to see this story happen in real life. <laughs> because knowing Dave the way I know Dave, yeah, yeah. and knowing Lewis the way I know Louis, yeah. I can see this being fucking
2: <laughs> A mile epic. away. Epic.
3: So uh, he's hosting, as he did. And I i mean, he's just the, uh, you know, he's fucking, you can clearly see we're not going to be two guys who got
0: along. Like, I would just give him shit all the time. You don't know any of his act, do you? No. Oh, fuck me. Uh, uh, oh. You like this, this jacket? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Armani-ish. Oh, boy. Yeah. It went Lewis on, Schaefer, on The Louis Schaefer's whole thing was Louis Schaefer, not gay. Not gay, Louis Schaefer. <laughs> not gay. Right? I'm not Beautiful gay. Beautiful, chocolatey man. Beautiful, chocolatey black man. Yeah. Not gay. Not gay. But you, maybe not gay. Not gay. <laughs> not gay. That was the
3: whole thing. <laughs> so he's hosting... And by the way,
0: Louis Schaefer does have... Does have one of the funniest moments I've ever seen on stage in my life. <laughs> what? Maybe two of them. It maybe advert- two of them. Inadvertently or... It was the, what was broken about Louis Schaefer was the best part of him. Yeah. So, like, one is Judy Gold. Uh-huh. She's about to bring Judy Gold on stage. And he says, what would you like me to say about you? I'm very, very over the top. Uh-huh. Gay, but not gay. Right. That was his whole bit. She goes, Ugh, what, nothing. You know what? Just don't, whatever. Just don't hack it up. Don't say anything about my height. So he goes, uh, what can I say about this next lady except for fee-fi-fo-fum? ha <laughs> ha Second, second, second one. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to edit this only because it's so good. So black guy is on stage. I can't, because I'm I'm never going to, anyway, black guy's on stage and he's like talking about how uh, white guys can't say the N word. When a white guy says the N word, it just sounds wrong. You can't say it the way, like when I say it, it sounds real. It's going on and on and on and on and on. It's an all black club. Right. Oh, and God. Louis Schaefer goes on and goes, <laughs> Oh, God. He's like, All right, thank you. Good night. And gets off stage. Yet. And Louis Schaefer says, Wow, that was one funny N word. Like, <laughs> but says the N word. Yeah. And it fucking silent. <laughs> 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 but, like, those were the best moments of him is that he was not. He was uh. not. And then, but then he'd come <laughs> off and he would spiral out. He'd yeah. Like, yeah. Spiral out like, like a fucking crazy, bad, spiral like out, bad. Like, he'd but lose his mind. Like, one time, one time when I was working the door. I got there, he called me and he goes, uh, I'm not going to make it to when the show opens, but I'll be there for the beginning of the show, so can you just get the room ready and put on some music or whatever? So I bring like a whole case of CDs and and uh, I go, like, a, like an idiot, I just I just grab a Richard Pryor CD and I put in Richard Pryor uh-huh. to play. And and I'm bringing people, I'm sitting them, they're fucking howling. Yeah, I'm me. sure. And yeah. Louis Schaefer comes in and he's like, listens and he goes, comes walking outside and he goes, how am I supposed to follow Richard Pryor? <laughs> I was like, oh, I never thought of that. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, he was an interesting guy. So wait, I want to hear this story. I apologize. It's fine.
3: So, uh, so s- there's a guy heckling uh, the comic before me. I don't even remember who it was. Um, but, but the guy, whatever, whoever couldn't handle it. And so if you're the fucking MC, you go up and you deal with that shit. Uh. But Lewis goes up and doesn't do shit. So now I'm like, all right, I got to go up and take care of this. So I go up and I fucking shut the guy down. And then I just keep going after him and the crowd's laughing. And yeah. it's one of those deals where so- everyone's annoyed at a fucking heckler. And I took care of business, which I thought was his job. Yeah. So I get off stage and Lewis walks up and apologizes to the heckler uh. on behalf of the club uh. and me.
2: Oh my God, Dave, you and must so, have become
3: an animated cartoon. And so I'm standing back there and I'm fucking rocking and I'm there with another comic, Ray James. I know Ray. Oh uh, yeah. You know, Ray.
0: Yeah. The little, little Lattel.
3: Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so that's what these call him, little Lattel. So me and me and, uh, me and Ray have, we started together in San Francisco. So we've known each other forever. And, uh, and we're both pretty angry guys at this point. And, uh, and Lewis walks off. And I go, what the fuck was that? And he goes, what? I, had to, I you were you were too hard on the guy. I'm like, he's a fucking heckler. We we don't fucking apologize. To, you don't fucking apologize. on my bad for the close path Like I'm just going at him. We don't
0: negotiate with terrorists. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: But you you should have seen <laughs> your guys' faces when I said he apologized. You both were just like, oh, oh yeah.
2: Wow. It's,
0: I mean, absolutely. Apologized. <laughs> shocking. <laughs> shocking.
2: <laughs> shocking move.
3: So, so then we start arguing and then him and Ray start arguing and it gets physical. Like fucking Ray, like he pushes Ray, Ray fucking punches him in the chest and then it's kind of over. I like stop it. And I'm like, you're just a fucking piece of shit, Lewis. And we leave. And then the next day I get a phone call from the owner, Manny, and he's like, "Uh, so tell me what happened. And I go. What? There was the heckler, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and what else happened? And I go, nothing else happened. He goes, did anybody hit anybody? And I go, no one hit anybody. Not that I remember. I didn't see anything. No one hit anybody. And he goes, you're going to tell me right now you're saying for sure that no one hit anybody. I'm like, dude, no one hit anybody. Let it go. And I'm like, there's no way this fucking piece of shit went and squealed to the owner. Uh, So then. Oh, boy. Then all of a sudden we get a call. (laughs) Get a call. Uh, all comics on deck. And this ha- this used to happen every couple of years. Club meeting. All past comics have to be at the club at
0: three or four oh, or something. I
1: love that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so be- if
0: the comic- if comedy store was like, hey, all comics need to be there at noon, I'd be like, oh, uh, is the bar open? <laughs> yeah. The funny thing you is- You mean no- noon shows? No, Bert.
2: <laughs> noon party, Bert.
0: Someone's in trouble. <laughs> uh, the funny can thing- we party during it?
3: <laughs> the funny thing is I'm walking in with a tell- we're walking in together. And he goes, what'd you do? <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Oh. So we all sit down. And uh, Manny goes, uh, so someone in here, you know, there's a situation with a heckler. And he basically told everyone to be nicer, nicer, nicer to the hecklers. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking crazy. And then he goes, uh, and somebody lied. Someone in here is a liar. And he calls me out. He, he says you? He calls me out. And he goes, uh, you lied to me. Someone hit somebody, and that person is not here because he's banned from the club. But you lied to me, and the only way you can work here again is if you say you lied and that you're not a man.
2: Uh, Ah. Which to Dave Anthony is, (laughs) is like being like, have some poison soup.
0: You lied to me and you're not a man. The last he part He wanted is me to
2: say I'm not a man and I lied to you. And Dave, knowing you, my guess is those words didn't come out it of did. your mouth. I just
3: got up and walked out and I never worked there again. Wow. Are you serious? And yeah. tell was like, this. he goes, I've been barred from the club. Everyone's been barred from the club. Barred it barred comes and goes and you yeah. will be back in in six months. But I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to fucking, I don't give a shit. If yeah. he wants me back, I'm not going fucking back because yeah. of what he said to me. Fuck him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there's there's that Anthony magic. That's, that, that, oh, and then uh, it gets even worse. Cause, cause, I killed him. Oh, I no, because
3: Manny, Manny dies,
2: right? Oh, and I'm, Jesus, and I'm everyone on the dies street, in these stories. And I'm
3: on the street with a tell in LA. We're in front of the improv, <laughs> and he goes, You heard Manny died? I go, Fuck yes, I did. And oh, he God. got
2: so fucking mad at me. Oh, God. Attounded. Yeah, I so oh yeah. Cause I, I tell it was Manny were close, right?
3: Yeah, they were close, and I was like, "Fuck yes, he did. I was so fucking." Oh, I give Jesus,
0: a shit. God I, finally passed him. I've, <laughs> I've, t- I've, t- I've told this story before, and I'll tell it one more time because uh, I I love this story. But like, uh, I got passed at this cellar by Manny. Uh, I did a show, and I was with Marin. Marin, uh, Manny came up and said, you, "Manny's like, you know this guy," or regardless. Oh, let me. T- the, uh, don't stop me in this story. Okay. So, uh, Marin vouches for me and says I'm funny, and then I do my set. I have a really great set, and Manny comes up to me and this is, and he's like, "Hey, buddy, you did a great show. You can pass here, call S T whenever you want." I tell the story to Pete Corielli and he goes, "Manny didn't have an accent." <laughs> I go, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah. He didn't have an accent at all." <laughs> And I was like, yeah. I could have sworn he had a... Like, Who the hell passed me?
2: <laughs> I think a hobo passed me. I uh, can work here they time me like. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Bert just kept showing up. Some European said it was fine. And I
0: was I, I was high as fuck with Pete, and I'd tell him the story about getting passed in the cellar. Like, that was one of the most pivotal moments of my career. And, he just looked at and me, he a goes, man has an me And he didn't have an accident. <laughs> and I was like... Really? Yeah, no, no, Manny was
3: like, funny. hey, you want to work here? You got to bring a <laughs> meatball. <laughs> what are you doing? You're
2: funny guy. The first thing you make a bread sticker for two years, then maybe you get a microphone. Eh? <laughs> hey, a wise guy. Eh?
0: <laughs> I give him a little chip of a
2: got <laughs> hey. I gotta give him a little bite of
0: <laughs> A little shave. Those were the fucking best times of my life. <laughs> oh, I've, I've, I wish I could go back to being like, 26 years old and hanging out at the cellar, going doing Boston, doing your set, and then going to the cellar and hanging out, like, having beers with Geraldo. Dude, yeah. we, would
3: dr- we would drink till fucking... S- we, we, a kettle of fish? You ever go there? Yeah, of course. We'd scare oh, the, we used go to the bar. fucking kettle, and then we would... And then we knew them, so they would close the doors and let us keep drinking till fucking...
2: That's a run by people from Milwaukee,
0: which explains oh, really? this, I wonder yeah.
2: why we didn't party.
0: I mean, we seemed like we would have been right I'm, up dude, the I'm alley. I'm sure... We probably... You might just remember
2: him with an accent. It might be that. But I remember you came up to me you were like, Hey,
0: buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. I'm a David Anthony.
2: Ah. <laughs> you were going to meet me back in L.A., but we met him before. Huh?
3: Twirling my mustache. <laughs> yeah. Hey,
2: buddy. <laughs> All right.
0: I had, I, had a, I had a really great moment. You know, I always say, ignore whatever I say because I don't, my memory is so bad, but I had a really interesting moment when I was working the door right, right before I got my deal. Jordan Rubin, uh, Judah Friedlander, and Ben Bailey took mm-hmm. me to. Um, I think it was Kettlefish, maybe. If that was on uh, on on third, right? Yeah, took me there, and they sat me down, and they bought me a beer, and I was on I was on uh, antibiotics at the time. Small detail, and they were like, uh, "Hey, you got to stop working the door." And I was like, "What?" And they're like, "It's a fucking waste of your time. Yep. People are going to see you as someone that." Uh, isn't a comic. Right. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, yeah, you gotta stop. And then I ended up moving to LA right after that. Yeah. But uh, it was a really, you know, I look back, I'm, those, to this day, I, I'm, I will, like, I, I can call Bobby Kelly, who was, mm-hmm. you know, I was just at the door, I didn't know anyone, no one was really my friend, but like, Bobby Kelly was always at the door and he was always, you know, hanging out, i just hang out, Donnell Rollins, uh, Judah, all these guys, like, I, call Bobby when I have problems and I can talk to him like a like a friend. Mm-hmm. It's a weird connection you get when you do stand up. Yeah, no, totally. I said to my yeah. yeah, I said to my wife one time, she goes uh some show got picked up or something and I was like she goes you must be really proud. We we're driving, I can tell you where we were. Do you know that uh mixed martial arts uh, uh you have to live right around here to know this, but there's like a mixed martial arts place on Laurel Canyon and Moore Park?
2: Yeah, I know what you're oh, talking yeah. about. Yeah, it looks like a punching bag store yeah, almost.
1: Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. So we're, we're
0: driving right by that, and my wife goes, "You must be really proud of you, of this." And in an instant, I thought, the only thing I'm proud of is the fact that I've I'm a comedian, that I have a group of guys and girls and women that like that you can that you've earned it. With yeah, it. you know what right. I mean. It's like yes. the. Limit. No,
2: there's something.
3: It's a big difference to have earned it. Yeah, it, it's, it it means something. It means so much to me. I
2: think in a way, maybe why there is a quick connection with with comics is because you, if someone's there, you know that they've been through a lot of shit to do it, to be there. Yeah. And that's almost an experience that's so lonely in its own way at the beginning, and then maybe at the end that just gives you an instant connection with someone because you know that they're suckers for pain and they've gone through it too, it's and so you're weird. both here to have a good time and not... The other thing I find that's pretty amazing is that I don't ever feel very competitive with comics on it. You never on a show, you don't don't, feel like. I don't feel that. Yeah. You're never like, I want to do the bet. You're like. I did when I started out. Yeah, but eventually you're like, there's enough and it's it's the natural, you know, the timing of it all. It's all very random in a way.
0: I would say, I would, I would, and this is a weird thing, but I would credit that to a little bit and hear me out, but to Louie and Bill and Joe and guys like, and Marin who are like, Hey man, it's not about murdering. It's about working on new stuff. Yeah, there was a period of time, you guys know this period of time in L.A., where it was just about murdering. Yeah, yeah, and it was like I me- I remember coming out here for the first time, uh, and seeing Dane and going, I had never seen anyone in New York that didn't bomb a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't see that, and I was like, he kills every fucking time. Yeah, and then that became the 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 across the board it was like everyone murders yeah and then and then that created a laziness that does yeah totally it was about pussy comedy like getting pussy yeah doing comedy to get pussy and then and then there was this like this this move of like louis and bill david tell always david tell man and i say this in the most respectful way in the world David Tell always bombed a little bit. Always. Because he was always trying stuff. Yeah. I mean, dude, like-
3: that, I would watch, like I said, I went after him. <coughs> it was like he, had a, he was trying to do 20 minutes. Every fucking night. I mean, do, that's just insane. Do you remember?
0: You, you, I, you'll, I'll, I almost want to say you'll guarantee, I guarantee you'll remember this. Do you remember there was a period of time where he was trying to figure out a joke about hitting someone on the head with a hammer? Yes. Like, do you remember that? Yes. Like there was a, he must have worked this joke yes. nineteen different ways, and he could. Ne- and every time I was at the cellar, he was like. You know the weird thing about hitting someone in the head with a hammer? When you come up behind someone with a hammer, like, it was always about a hammer. And I was like, man, this is not fucking working. I, almost to the point where when I see him, I go, hey, man, you ever figure that hammerhead? Nah. He <laughs> <laughs> always had this job. And I was like, wow. But then you'd have these moments where, like, it was real brilliance. I remember one time. Uh, tell me if you remember this time. This is so specific. He... Was on stage and he was getting heckled by a guy with two hooked hands. Oh my god! Oh, no, I wasn't. I, if I had tell's number, I'd call him. <laughs> and I remember Atell just being like, looking up to the skies, like, "How do I get out of this?" Yeah. And the guy was heckling him, and he was hammered. And Dave's like, "Okay, you're, <laughs> you're getting a pass on this one." I'm like, <laughs> <"Really?"> <laughs> I am not. And my, my memory is shit, but I remember that. Two hooked hands. He's like, "What are you gonna say?" Uh, like, nothing. Uh,
2: nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you to again be quiet, <laughs> sir. For one to my
0: respects. <laughs> Just take one of your. F- Never mind. Yeah, Man. yeah. It uh, it, my, it is such a weird the
3: the, the uh, ultimate David Tell moment for me was uh, we we're at the cellar and he's. He's on stage, he's doing his acting, and a woman stands up and just starts walking to the bathroom, and he's in the middle of a joke, and he goes, save some, and then goes back to the joke. Like, it was just uh, such a little aside. Save in the some. Mid- but right, wow, like, right yeah. point is a punchline, save some. It was like I fucking fell out of my fucking yeah. chair.
0: I walked uh, maybe five days into comedy. I walk down the cellar, me and Demetri Martin. Demetri goes, I'm going to go back to the back corner table. I'm going to sit down. I'll save you a spot. I said, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I walk down the uh, road to the bathroom, and David tells on stage, and he goes, no. and he sees me in the Hawaiian shirt. And he goes, Only two things wear Hawaiian shirts faggots and party animals.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: <laughs> Pick which one you are. And I go, I'm a party animal. And he goes, Man, that's what I thought. <laughs> he, he, he is you know, genius. And I, and I have to say this. I have to say this only because I have to say this. I did uh, some casino, and he was doing a show with Kevin Hart, Sarah Silverman, and him. It was the three of them. And they sold out, I want to say, like 20,000 seats. Wow. And I was doing the club, and I was maybe selling 50, uh, 75 tops. Yeah. And tell, of course, before my set, comes over to like say hi. Yeah. Just yeah. To, like he's got twenty thousand sold out and he just stops by yeah. to say I wasn't there and they, and he was like, Hey, please tell Bert I came by to say hi. That's like, a good guy. You know, he's always been the nicest <laughs> guy. Dude, he did that when I was in New York at uh Gotham. He came in, dropped in to say hi, and I was on stage, and then went back to the DJ booth and said, Tell Bird I came by to say hi. Like just and he he just knows it's I mean maybe he doesn't, maybe that's just he's a great guy, but it means so much to me. Like, yeah. he was my hero, man. Like, like he still is. He still is massively my hero. Yeah. But, like, I mean, obviously, you look at my career, I've definitely fucking patterned it after his. Yeah. Like, there's a clear parallel with my drinking and his drinking. And, yeah. like, I it was like, uh, yeah. what a fucking amazing... I've tried to, to get him on my podcast so many times, but he's, you know, it's like... Yeah. That's he
1: is hard, amazing.
2: I mean, that uh, truly, like, that that is a guy that, uh, you know, every comic is, like, that guy is unbelievable and anybody who you show his shit to is like that guy is unbelievable he just is a lot of
0: guys like that you know and i'll I'll say this about like you know maybe i guess maybe we phase out the ones that suck is that how it works yeah well yes to some extent i mean you're 45 you're still doing comedy chances are you're pretty good (laughs) we hope so like i mean But but
3: everyone who's who's you know in their 40s and doing comedy has earned it and is and is funny like the not funny guys are are gone at that point I stop do you know yeah. buddy
0: bolton yeah he was a dick to me
3: buddy bolton there were so many fucking there were a lot of guys that were dicks that uh there's a lot of guys i've forgotten too oh. i'll never forget uh uh what dane did to me one time wait what so we're- By the way, by the way have, be
0: careful. Have you seen Dane? Uh-uh. He is yoked. Ripped to shit. Oh, is he yoked? really? Yoked. Yeah, well. I said to Segura, oh, I shouldn't say this to Mike. <laughs> <Keep going.
1: laughs>
0: I go, I don't know what's gayer. Dane's photos on Instagrams or the fact that we're tweeting them back and forth to each other? <laughs> Every time Dane posts a picture, me and Segura screen grab him and send him, like, oh my God, look at how <laughs> great look he looks. looks-
2: Look at him. He's beautiful.
0: (laughs) All right. He is fucking yoked right now. Uh, Really? Yoked.
3: (laughs) I mean, it's Chappelle, man. Interesting choice. Chappelle's
0: yoked, huh? Dude. Chappelle is? I want to hear this Dan story, but Chappelle, so I'm at the Dayton Funny Bone one night, Uh and Chappelle has clearly been working out and he walks in and i don't recognize him i, I he's a while i'm getting paid and you know obviously to those of you who don't know but when you get paid it's a very intimate moment it's you and the general manager usually or you and the manager no one's allowed in the room they kick everyone out i'm getting paid Chappelle walks in and i like whatever i am i'm i am whatever i am i can't deny it but like I see this is black dude walk in and in the middle i'm like who the fuck is this guy in the, from the kitchen walking into my i'm getting paid like yeah. i don't I'm not thinking it's gonna be Dave Chappelle. Right. I just see a black dude walk in and I'm the only black guys you see at the Dayton funny bone or a lot of times, often are the guys in the kitchen. And I go Because it's the fuck. Florida and it's yeah, I go, what the fuck, man? And I see a Chappelle. It's like seeing a great white shark. And I've seen a great white shark. It is impressive. I'm like, oh my god, you're Dave
1: Chappelle. <laughs> and he was like yeah. he
0: just fucking cool as fuck. Yeah. And, and was so genuinely a comic. Yeah. In like in like and, like, he just was talking about, he's having a hard time writing material. Man, it's so fucking hard coming up material. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't yeah, like, yeah. I'm Dave Chappelle. Right. I have millions of dollars. Yeah. I'm so much better than you. He was just one comic talking to another comic. Yeah. And, yeah, you're getting paid. I don't give a f- Like, ultimately, I don't give a fuck. Whatever your fucking five grand guarantee is. Right. Does not eff- I'm not impressed. I don't care. He was just a comic talking to a comic. And it was like. I was blown the fuck away. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, want to hear the Dane story?
3: Oh, oh, right. So, so he is about to do one of the late night shows, and he's running his set. Yeah, he does a joke, and I'm like, "Well, Tom Rhodes has that exact joke, and Tom Rhodes has done that joke on television." Yeah, so he might. The guy on stage might want to know that. Yeah, because he's about to do the same fucking joke. So I'm standing there, and he gets off stage, and I go, hey, man, just so you know, Tom Rhodes already did that exact joke on whatever show at the time. I go, on this show. And he looks at me, and he pats me on the head, and he walks out.
2: Jesus, Dave, you really are given a couple stories tonight where all I can see is smoke coming out of you. I know. I mean, Pat. Now, ordinarily,
3: ordinarily, I would have fucking... I would have fucking decked him.
2: At the on. very least, we screamed observe, on him. That is, I I don't know whose side I'm on. I mean, that is <laughs> such. Coming, I kind of want to give it to Dave. That <laughs> is such. That is such an amazing move. That is, is so like, next level. That is that, <laughs> that like it's putting the pat and patronizing. He's patting you. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
0: no. And he
2: walked out
0: <laughs> tap, tap, tap. See you later R2D2 <laughs> Hey that bunny talks Oh fuck
2: me Oh, oh god oh, you Oh, your face What he left I was
3: so stunned That I couldn't
2: do anything Oh, God
3: that's That might how, be the new fucking move That's oh, how that fucking crazy dynamite. it was dynamite It was so fucking crazy Oh, that he done my it, it That I was just yeah, your stunned. wires were like crossed oh,
1: You're like, oh, bleh, oh,
2: bleh, like What Where is he? God damn it He just patted my head
3: Little R2-D2 His head spinning around Oh, my God Just a pat patted pat me On the fucking head Fucking amazing I'll Genius. never forget it.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, that, that's uh, why whenever
3: people go, "No, Dane's all right," I go, "No, he's not."
0: Uh, you know, Dane, he's not. Dane's a really interesting guy. Um, I knew him. I knew him before. Uh, before I think all this bad stuff happened in his life. I think I, I. I'm not certain. I can't say this. I don't really hang out with Dane, but like I think he's a lot better. But I, but I, then he was like. I remember one time I was like. I, when I was around him when we were younger, it was sometimes it was tough to be around him because he was like, you know, it was, it was like he was really hungry. Yeah, yeah. he was super
3: hungry. And uh,
0: yeah. and then and then one day I, I saw him. I hung out with him. It was when he got really famous. And uh, and he just seemed very calm. And I go, you seem yeah. you seem really grounded. And he was like, well, you know, losing both your parents and 13 million dollars will do that to you. And oh I was wow! Like, I was like, oh wow! I forgot. I forgot you're a human also, yeah, you right. know? sometimes it's like people-
2: and went through a crazy experience even beyond that I mean his like yeah, I mean that you know you're not nobody you there's really no handbook on how to like handle a huge rise quickly that then has sort of has shows people's
0: darker side it goes back to know? what you were saying about like i i would say i i, I and subtract the conversation about Dane out of this, but I like like. I bet it would have been different had he been forty and all this happened. Sure. Oh yeah, you oh, know, no man, doubt. It's like it's like people want to take down. I want to say it's like America. Uh, you know, we were talking about Creed. Yeah, it's like there's something wrong with America that we won't allow things to be great. Like we want to take down. We want to take down anything. The first that, instinct is to hate it. Yeah, yeah. and it, and then, you know. I'll be very honest, Dane, I when I first watched Dane, I was like, "God damn it, I need to m- do more of that. Like, that was amazing. Yeah. It was like watching a caveman make fire. I was like, yeah. how is he not bombing? Yeah. How is he not bombing? Yeah. Like, I couldn't figure out he's <clears throat> yeah. not bombing. And you know for a fact, I know we were both in the same circle at the time, that... There were a lot of guys that copied his style. Oh fuck yeah! It was the thing. I mean, that was like the thing. And yeah. I would argue to say there are still guys copying his style working today. I agree, yeah. and totally. And, and and Dane was the guy that came out with that style. Like that style of of the hands and the fucking. Mm-hmm. I'm driving. I'm driving. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And like and I, dude. I to this day, the most hacky joke I have. I had a joke about um, it was stolen. Not stolen, but. The the I was like I had a joke I didn't know how to write it the me and Patrice were on a plane and uh, the flight attendant cut me off and but she was stumbling on her words to cut me off we were flying to Scotland I said can I get another beer and she goes you know what actually sir can I and I took my finger and I put it to her lips and I went shh
3: oh my god
0: and Patrice lost his fucking mind lost his fucking mind. And I and I tried to tell it on stage in Scotland, and he goes, nah. The next morning we were sitting there, and he's like, it doesn't work with a f- stewardess because it doesn't matter. Yeah. And he's like, you should make it a cop. And I was like, okay. And so I tried telling it again, and it just didn't work. And then I laid in bed, and I went, I, and this, it would say whatever you want to say about me, but I went, how would David tell tell the joke? Mm-hmm. And I, my setup and punch for that joke, and you can find it online, is, uh, you know what cops hate? when you touch their faces. Is that not a tell? Yeah. yeah. It's a tell. Yeah. It's a tell. <laughs> and the, but then, I would, I would. I mean, this is what a hack I was, is I went right to, I moved to LA, and I had that set up punch, and then I watched Dane, and I was like, "You know what you do? You know what you do? You're driving down the street, and you're driving, You're driving. <laughs> right? Pop comes up to window. Right. Don't, don't like. And I just stole from Dane. Right? I stole from both of them so that I could tell a joke. I didn't know how to right. tell a joke. Right? And you got to grow and figure out how to tell a joke. But I was like, fuck it, man. I got to, I got to figure out this business. I yeah. Don't know how to tell a joke? Yeah. But, uh, but that fucking. There were so many people stole from that guy, like stole his essence. Oh yeah. And I know that that's. Uh, you know what's funny? If
3: you watch Greg, if you watch Greg Barrett. Yeah, Dane stole Greg's essence. Wait, can really? I tell you something? I oh find- yeah, oh for sure. Yeah, one. I, what, I remember my wife had never seen. So we were good friends with uh, Greg, and but my wife she'd seen Greg a million times. She'd never seen Dane Cook, and Dane Cook hosted Saturday Night Live. And I was like, let's just watch his fucking monologue. And he's doing it, and she looks at me and she goes, "He's fucking doing Greg.
0: Wow! Like this is Greg. Greg is a real original." Like meaning like I, I feel like when I watch Greg, it's really his voice. Yes. And one of the things that really bums me out, I don't know if Greg knows this or not, but like, uh, we have I had a joke that I told on my hour special that was very similar to one of the ones he tells mm-hmm. in a story. That I love the story. It was about daughters. I, my joke is, um, I have, I have, uh, I have two daughters. Georgia's twelve, blonde hair, blue eyes, real smart, and I got another one. Oh and, yeah. And he's got a joke similar to that. Yeah. yeah. But I already told him my special. And so when I heard his joke, I went, oh, I have a joke. I already told it. Yeah. I was like, well, there's no point in going up to him and making it uncomfortable and going right. like, hey, Greg, I told a joke like that. My, Like, it's weird. Yeah. But then we ended up doing a show together in Montreal, and I told the joke, and I'd already heard him tell the joke a number of times, and I did it in Montreal because I was bombing or whatever, and then I brought him on stage, and I went, oh, f-, and he looked, gave me this weird look, and I was like... Oh, I would never steal. Yeah. Be, but but it's so similar. Yeah, because he's got the same relationship with his daughters. I think. Right. But I've, i always felt guilty about that. I should probably talk to him about it. But I guess I just did.
2: Well, reach out and hopefully he'll reply.
0: Unlike
3: oh, some just, people, just send him this podcast. Hey, how, how many how how many hours in does he have to get? You
2: remember? Yeah, remember the
0: time code. <laughs> by the way, by the way, by the way, this is uh, this is a pretty epic podcast. <laughs> what are we at? Uh, right now, I think we're at like. 4 hours? No. no 3 hours 3 hours and 30 minutes? Wow. <laughs> Jesus, that's crazy. Wow. You know by the way, uh all that means to my fans is this will get I'm just be real cuz I'm drunk. Uh this will get a quarter of a million downloads first week.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's great.
0: Yeah. That's all right. That's a big Jeez. that's a big podcast. For yeah. Me. And and by my my fans and they and you'll see it in the thing. They'll right. reply right now, and they'll go, "He's right." Like if it's if it's an hour, they fucking pass. Really, really?
3: Yeah. Because why? Because they know that you weren't having a good time.
0: They're, yeah, a lot of times. You're like, but that eh.
2: that sort of goes to the point of what you were saying before. How this is your your podcast is talking to people that interest. Like that's a barometer
0: of uh, you interest me more than having sex with my wife.
2: Whoa, that's
3: weird because. I'm more into having sex with your wife.
2: Interesting. If that makes sense. Pat his head. Pat his head, Bert. <laughs> Pat his head and go inside.
0: No, it's, it's, this, is, uh, this is the sweet spot. Right now, someone on my podcast has hit pause and seen how much more time we did, and they've gotten excited. Right. This is like, I'm telling you what I say, yeah. I know when I do good podcasts, right. this is one of the better ones I've ever done. The one I did with Tommy Segura today was, was pretty fucking amazing. Um, we called Bill Burr and Bill was not happy about being put on the podcast immediately
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that sounds pretty good he was,
0: he was like oh, is this how the business works like, I, dude Bill is so uh, such a fucking interesting guy I bring him up, I, I invite him over one night to do, one day to do a podcast with me him and Tom uh-huh. my 200th episode I said we'll have cigars we'll have some whiskey we'll have a good time he comes over and he sees the mic and I go, I hit record and he goes, the fuck is this? Oh my God. I go, it's a podcast. You can hear it. And he goes, oh, so now we're just leveraging our friendship for, to exceed in this business? And I go, no. And I look at Tom, I go, it was clear that this was going to be a podcast, right? And Tom's like, yeah, yeah. And Bill's like, oh, fucking." So I guess we're doing a
1: podcast. I go, we're totally doing a podcast.
0: But Bill's one of those guys that will call you up and go, like, let's hang out. No microphones, no nothing. I just need to be around people, uh, and you're and you're and you have those great like, you know. I I really say this honestly, but he's like he's got one of those great fucking minds.
2: Yeah. Like oh
3: drill. my god. It's well, it's like it's like unbelievable. Yeah. It,
2: I mean, in the limited times I've hung out with him, I am like, wow, your mind does function in this way where it processes things differently, have you, have and you guys it comes have him on up the dollop.
0: No, we no, talked we, to him. Yeah, we're, we're,
3: yeah we, he, he's. He wants to come on. We just haven't had a yeah.
0: We're trying to figure it to out. It. There's but a yeah. few things he's interested in, and the dollop's one of them. I think that from listening
2: to him on on Rogan and shit. I mean, I I definitely am like he. I did a I did one of the All Things Comedy podcasts at uh, the Comedy Store, and Al was sort of, you know, saying like what the dollop was, and. Uh, Bill was like, uh, what's one of the craziest things you ever, like, you've ever you said on there? And I was like, ah, there's – and just randomly just blurted out about the lobotomy. There was this guy who – the guy who came up with lobotomies. It's this insane story. But eventually, culture was so fine with lobotomies, he was like putting on lobotomy shows. And he had like a golden pick and he drove a lobotomobile. And Berlin Ford, he goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I was like, no, that is what it is. And he, he was very interested. I was like, come on, man.
0: Have you heard him on the End of the World podcast? No. Uh-huh. Amazing, yeah. Okay. There's two times in my life that I I would say, uh, sur- like surrealness happened. Yeah. So like one time we did a goddamn comedy jam at the Roxy, and uh, it's me and me and it's a bunch of people, but me and Burr on the thing. Right. And I'm I'm flying in only to do the show, and then I'm flying back out on the red eye. So like I'm just in for like five hours. Right. Tops. I've been drinking. I drink on planes. So I, I land. I go straight to the Roxy and Bill, Bill's warming up. And then he goes, Hey, like, uh, let's go get a drink over at the Rainbow Room. And I was like, Okay. So we go over to the Rainbow Room. We get a Jameson on the rocks, double Jameson on the rocks. And I, I'm, me and Tom are going through the fat shaming stuff. And I, we, and he goes, uh, It looks like you're taking all water. I said, What? And he goes, I don't know. With this fat shaming shit, it doesn't look good, doesn't look healthy. Like, it seems like you're taking on water. And I go, yeah, it's kind of bothering me. And he starts talking to me about shame, like, in a very real French way. Uh And I was like, man, what he's saying right now is so funny. Right, right. And I want to tell him, go, this should be in your act, but I I don't say anything. And then he stops and he goes, like, he goes, by the way, no one share this with Bill because this is a special moment for me. But he goes, (laughs) he goes. I can't believe I'm having drinks with the machine.
1: <laughs> and,
0: I, and I and it really means a lot to me. Then we go to the Roxy, and everything he just talked to me about, he does on stage, and it fucking really? murders. Yeah. It murders, and I go, I just witnessed that. Like, I witnessed right. that personally. Right. That was a special moment I had. I shouldn't yeah. talk about it out loud. That's fucking brilliant. Fucking destroys. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The machine... We- Oh, Oh, dude, that that is amazing! It was the greatest, like it was the greatest little small moment you have in your life, where you're like, you know, I don't know, having drinks with the machine. I, I, when he was on Marin,
3: so we were hanging out all day, and we would just talk, and like it's it's hard to describe because we've hung around with so many other comics, but I've never seen someone in conversations turn stuff, everything into a different perspective. What's just, he just oh. turns everything into a brilliant bit. Yeah. Like, he fu- he, he, just in conversation, he finds the thing that is fucking hilarious. a problem that and you've never like, thought
2: of with it. The yeah, ocean was a fine like, thing.
3: It's just incredible.
2: And then he talks about the ocean, and you're like, the ocean is terrifying. Why have I not been scared of the ocean? Yeah. The ocean is a jungle that you can't see. I mean, that's this joke he had, and he yeah. said it, and I was like, this is... It's so right.
0: <laughs> it's insane. Dude, he is, uh, and and he doesn't like hearing this, but like one of the better minds I know. Like I yeah. know some really great minds. I think we all do. But like, man, his, to watch his work. Did you see him and um, Sarah Tiana get into it? No. I mean, the End of the World. Sarah Tiana. I love Sarah Tiana. Yeah. She's gr- fantastic. And she stands up for what she believes in, as yeah. does Morgan Murphy. But man, they decided to argue with Bill Burr. I would not want to do that. And I said to them at the beginning, why would you ever argue with a guy whose whole act is based on looking at both sides of the fence. Yes. Yeah. Finding the most ridiculous point of view. Yes. And then arguing it backwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. <laughs> man. It did not turn out well for Sarah Tiana. Oh, man. <laughs> she so badly that I tweeted her that time. And she's like, I guess you just think I'm a cunt or something like that. And I go, what? She goes. I don't know. Everyone's just calling me a cunt. I go. I never said this. She goes. Well, that's all I'm hearing online because oh, you know, wow. obviously yeah, yeah. Army, like the, the army of dudes that identify with Bill. Yeah. That look at Sierra, Sarah, Sierra, Sarah for arguing with Bill and are like, how dare you? Right. You don't
1: argue with the king. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. But like.
0: And then <laughs> and then Stanhope got it on, on Bill's side. Oh. oh, there was a moment. It was like it was it was pretty amazing to watch. I do want to hear that. It yeah. was like being at, it was like being at a, like a couples retreat and watching two people fight and then Oprah jumping in. Like it was <laughs> so right, fucking great. Right, right. <laughs>
1: it was.
0: I, I'll tell you, it was pretty magical. It was like one of the better times that I was like. I kept going, don't do this, don't do this, like in my head, but. Sierra. Sierra. I keep saying Sierra. Sierra. You're Sierra combining Sierra
2: and Tiana into one. She's
0: Siana. Chambered. Yeah, she's, she's changed her name. All right. I'm pretty hammered. We've done, done. That is the best out. I really am pretty drunk. I'm shocked. <laughs> that's great. I started drinking this morning at uh, nine. Because of flying. Did you sleep? Yeah. Right. No. Oh, well, you haven't slept. Had a cigar. Oh, then that's I, like having a nap. I had a, I had a pizza. So I, I got pizza. Oh, no. Those are both like having a nap. Yeah. my Well, I got pizza for me and my daughter's. And uh, and I have not eaten unhealthy at all, except last night with buns. Uh, we had uh, prime rib. Uh-huh. But um, I haven't eaten healthy at all, and I definitely haven't had pizza, and I've been looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I've earned it. It's been over a month that I've been on a diet. I have a piece of pizza, and I choked in the kitchen. What? I know, yeah. Why? such I a choked, fucking pussy. And and my daughters were there. I mean, no, do I'll you be think we, because you were- nervous ch- about you guys. Yeah, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you think it's because We were coming over Yeah I think so It's okay Bert You can eat
0: still Hey
1: Bert hasn't was... eaten
2: Since you guys <laughs> left
0: He won't eat But what happened was I choked I took a bite of pizza And the, the cheese Was like super If you're not If you haven't done it For a while And you're not used to it It's fucking gnarly It really is ho- oh, This sounds crazy to say But it's really hard To eat pizza Like I had a really hard time Getting it And I choked And my daughters has there I'm not even fucking around I pulled pizza out of my throat, uh, with my hand, uh, and and my daughter saw me, <laughs> and then I was like, and I was like, I can't believe this just fucking happened. I, and you and you guys are on your way, and I go, uh, I'm gonna make myself a really stiff cocktail. So I made a 32 ounce uh, vodka and soda. Yeah. And I That's, and I was like, I freaked out, and I haven't eaten because of it, because it really scared the shit out of me. Because yeah. like, you had to rip I pizza
2: pulled, out of your esophagus. No, once I you-
0: pulled, I pulled it yeah. out of my
3: throat. Ah. It was crazy. You Once you start eating healthy, you realize how fucked up everything- When you try to go back- Dude. So I I, I eat really healthy now, too. And uh, I took my kid down to uh, Santa Monica Pier this weekend, and I was fucking starving. And I was like, God, I should eat before I got here. This is just all shit. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you want? He goes, I want a hot dog. So I get him a hot dog, and I order two, and I'm like, all right. And I put it in my mouth, and I bite it, and I'm like, oh, my God. God. Like, just, I was like, this is the worst. Because I haven't had anything, like, I've just been eating super fucking healthy for a couple of months. Yeah. And I put the, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is horrendous.
0: That's insane to me. Because I part of me goes, like, I had that problem last night. I started choking last night. And I wonder, I go I wonder if my body is li- like rejecting, yes. things that it doesn't want, because you know all I do, this diet that I did was super unhealthy, but all I did was I'd do a kale juice uh-huh. in uh, for uh, breakfast, I'd maybe do scrambled eggs or uh-huh. like eggs, I, uh, eggs were cool with me, and then lean protein and greens and vodka sodas, right, but, like. I have never choked like that before, ever. Like, it was stuck in my throat. Right. I had to reach down my, with my hand, and my daughter saw it, and they were like, my daughter, uh, after the fact, patted me on the back, like, are you okay? Yeah. And I was like, stop it.
1: Daddy's
2: not gross anymore. Can uh, I go back to walking in and you and Mom doing it, please?
0: <laughs> you think I'll stop She's
3: going to be a th- her? She's
2: going
3: <laughs> <a laughs> <a laughs> <a laughs> to you <laughs> be in therapy when she's 30, and then he pulled the pizza out of his mouth.
0: Dude, it was. I'm not even fucking around. It was. A foot long of string. Oh, uh. I had to pull it out of my throat. Fuck. And so I'm and I'm starving right now, but I'm like, I don't know what. I guess I'm. I don't know. I talked to Doctor Drew about it because I was like, I think I have uh, anorexia. I was eating under a thousand calories, which is very yeah, it's very little. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's not. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Well, well it was a bet, and so
1: <laughs> was
2: a bet. But, a uh, great bet. His kidneys
0: shut it was, down. It was a great bet. <laughs> yeah. It did a lot for my career. If you want to see my Google trends, I'm spiking. Yeah. <laughs> That's great though. By the way, I wanna get rid of my podcast and just do a podcast with you guys. This Let's is do been it. the most seamless when you guys go to Australia, can I open for you? Yes. I can help sell some tickets. I can help sell some tickets. Like sure. like I'm sure I got a few fans in Australia. Yeah. Probably exactly fans you we're guys have. Meet. Yeah. I play identically. We were here anyone, anyway. Anyone that is a fan of mine is probably already a fan of your guy. do <laughs> touch, touch bird
2: He's riddled with disease. Uh. <laughs> All right. I'm going
0: to let you guys go. This has been... Well,
2: thank you so much, man. Yeah, honestly, thank you for plugging the podcast. Thank you for having us on. I love what you guys do. I no, think it's And really likewise, great. dude, truly. so I, Thanks, I
0: really do think it's great, and I'm... I'm,
2: And you're going to be our guest, and our, uh, the one we're going to do it... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. February, February 6th.
0: Yeah, February 5th. 6th. Yeah, February 6th. I'm going to put on my calendar. But... Uh, um, God damn it! I am hammered.
3: What was I going to say? Mm, you, we are great. Yeah, you were something about well, we're, we're awesome fantastic. No, this it never is the thing I love
0: about all things comedy. Truly, I'm being serious when I say that. Uh, is you know when Alan Bill started this and and asked us to all come aboard and and I didn't understand the the value of it. Yeah, and I and I think we can all still f- say that we c- no one really has a value to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there's no technical value to all this comedy. But right. the cool thing is, is this is like is like that we do this, that meeting. This and the things we're about to do, it's going to be fucking cool. I, what I like, what we're going to do, I like where we're going with this. Um, and I just, I think, and I and I'll say this real quick. Uh, I know, I don't, and I'm not sure who everyone's a part of this, but there's an app called Laughable. If you guys don't use it, use it. As you you don't know about oh. it, it's so great. Um, what it does is you get the app and then you type in the person you like and then it shows you all the shows they've ever been on oh wow and so like I'm a big Rory Scovel fan love Rory oh yeah like to the point where I say he might be the best comic working right now he's yeah, fucking with great. like that kind of guy just different and everything he does is fucking amazing and if you type in Rory Scovel on Laughable you find out all the shit he's been on and you go holy like right. how great is that right like, like i that's how i found out i did, I did 20 rogan's as i was like
1: oh, shit. oh wow yeah.
0: so check out the laughable app uh for you guys but more importantly like i would say anything you guys have ever been on independently together dude i'll be fucking hardcore going through that this week <laughs> you guys? Nah, thanks. So, thanks man fucking funny man thanks, i yeah. i Thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us, Yes, truly. I love you guys. I love you, Bert. I'm going to blow you now.
1: (laughs) 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 Tell (laughs) Brett. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.